Hello. Eric, good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everyone. How is everyone doing, including you, Wooly? I'm doing, all right. I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm all right. I'm completely overpowered by a single phrase that all it's all I can think about all week. And that phrase is, fuck Carol Baskins. Oh, there we go. There we go. We're caught up. We're all Holy caught shit. Up. Holy so, shit. So uh, now that we're all here, now that we're all on the same page, uh, it is my pleasure to announce to you that um, the sheriff of whatever fuck town that is 100% mm. reopened the case. Yes. And is going to find out what happened with Carol Baskin and her husband and all the the good stuff from that episode. So the oh, case fantastic. Is, the case is reopened. Um and that's this and and it's being reopened by the same bad the, the sheriff apparently of this er, of this area is also the same badass that like um went and arrested one of those stupid preachers that was running a mega church like meeting that was mm-hmm. like like didn't care about like people uh, uh uh and was just doing the fucking ser- giant service anyway type of thing so that was in the news about this mega church pastor getting arrested and it's like yeah same sheriff is also he's like he and they, and like um there's a comedian that was like friends with him and he was just kind of talking about how he's like yeah so did you pretty much just like watch the the series and that was it and he's like oh yeah i just saw it i saw that episode i'm like oh yeah no that's she i gotta reopen that case <laughs> and that's, oh, yeah, that's we exactly gotta, what it, we what gotta it was. take a look mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. find some old dna or some shit so this is not the first time uh nor will it be the last time it seems that like a netflix docuseries uh reopens the case um, i like to think that if you're a detective and you're sitting around and you got some cold cases in your hand and you you turn on the tv and they go hey there's a massively unsolved case yeah. in your county that yeah. you fucked up yeah you go mm, ah, mm, and, ee, and, ah and we filmmakers here kind of did most of the work for you Yes, we did some of the basic legwork. We talked to some people that you didn't talk to, and here you go. We're giving you a little boost on the swing, you know, like a little nudge. Now you can take it as far as you need to go. Um, Now, yeah, to those of you at home not knowing what we're talking about, we're talking about the Netflix crime documentary Tiger King, number one. It's now that Netflix is showing rankings, we can see that it is number one. Oh, um, show rankings now. Yeah, you scroll down the um the little sections, and there's now like a list of like number one in Canada, number one in America, and so on. You can see what people are are watching, so we can fully uh, embrace the it's motherfucking Tiger King, the leaderboard mentality. Um, I wanted to say in terms of like crimes being solved by the uh, the filmmakers, the number one of all time on that has to be i talked about it at some point earlier but the jinx um this is um robert durst the uh murderer of new york that basically like uh killed his wife then got off scot-free then killed a roommate then got off scot-free and then oh sick and like it's this whole series it's this really interesting series like you can watch it it's the jinx it's six episodes um and i mean i i've talked about it before 
Um, if you don't want to know anything about what's going to about it and you're interested, it's a really good series. Go check it out. But I'm going to kind of just spoil reality <laughs> right now because mm. it's it's really mm. interesting and it's reality. But they basically follow this case. Um, hey, okay. Do you remember? Um, did you watch Kimmy Schmidt? I watched the first season of Kimmy Schmidt. Okay. Do you remember? I think it was the first season when the crazy landlady uh, is dating this weird old guy that's that's Fred Armisen with gray hair. That doesn't sound familiar. That might be the second season. Okay. Or maybe I just forgot. Maybe. Because he's kind of this recurring character. He's a recurring weirdo. Fred Armisen shows up and he's got this weird like kind of like he's got gray hair and he's got this weird way of talking where he's kind of just a bit disconnected and strange and he only has a couple of one-liners you know i I think he he talks about like going to going to like pick up dead bird bodies or something at one point um and uh it's fantastic and i was like and like and like like when you see the 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 jinx which is the character that he's he's basically playing it's fucking one-to-one um, and in the Jinx, right? So it's a six episode series, and like, yeah, again, to just to tell, let you know, I'm going to spoil it. Um, like, they basically. Oh no! Oh, gonna, you're spoiling the real reali- world. I'm spoiling reality, folks. Which oh, is the weirdest thing about the weirdest thing about about nowadays is that yes, reality can be spoiled. We are uh, following um, this story through this guy's life, and you get to see how like all these little odds and ends all these twists and turns and basically him being connected to the right people more or less allow him to skate when his wife goes missing one day and nobody knows what happens right and she and then you're like okay um you know there's so much weirdness around this and there's so much like there's definitely sketchy signs but hey reasonable doubt right sure so he 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 goes past that and then years later um his roommate ends up super duper found in pieces in uh (laughs) in the water right Uh, body parts in garbage bags Uh uh-huh it tossed in the water right and his lawyer is able to argue and basically get the point across that okay so i was in the living room while he was in the kitchen and yes we were having an argument but then he kind of just had a heart attack and died and uh-huh. th- and then after he died yes your honor i was panicking so i was guilty of cutting up his body and i didn't know what to do so i threw the parts in the river so I totally did dismember the body and try to hide it, but I did not kill him. The act of ma- murder was not committed by me. Ah, I see. I was there when he dropped dead, and then I cut him up. Right? Fucking psychotic. And then they go, yeah. What a natural thing to do. What Check. a what an obvious... Checks yeah, out. Okay. Sounds good, right? Sounds great. And then they go, literally, uh, years later, uh, a friend of his is working on or is involved with, like, some sort of case that she she does. I forget what the details are, but there's a friend of his that's, like, now kind of, like, working with people that are on his tail to figure out, like, what he did. And they're, trying, they're like, we're, like, we can't let him get off or whatever. And she gets involved in the wrong thing and basically crosses him in some way where... 
you know, he feels threatened or whatever. And then suddenly, even suddenly he's in one area and then she goes missing and everyone's like, what the fuck? How did that happen? What's going on? And they're like, oh, we don't know. What's we, we don't know. She just suddenly was not around anymore. Um, and then they go and they show they're like, well, we were able to basically see here that at some point you got in your car and drove to her state of California and which uh, you don't live in. You know, which you don't live in, and uh, you were there for like less than a day, and then you and he's it's like, crazy. "Yeah, I had to take care of some business, and I drove to the north part of uh, of California, uh, but she was in the south part of California, so you know, whatever. I had some other business to take care of, and they're like, "Yeah, but don't you see that like the time frame and the and the the you know what I mean? Like it all kind of lines up." And he literally looks at the camera and does everything but wink and smirk. And he does he does smile a little bit and goes, California is a big state. Right? And then like you get it it's <sighs> it's it's just it's nonsense. So he gets off. He gets off, right? So this whole show like goes by and he literally gets away with three fucking bodies, right? And uh the people filming it are like just Okay, well, this is the story. We filmed it. We talked to him. We got what we could. Cases are closed. That's it. Man's living in New York doing his thing. And uh, so they go, hey, so they go, we want to do like one last follow-up interview, you know, now that this is all behind you, right? And um, just kind of, you know, whatever. We'll, We'll close it all out. You know, we've been following you for all these years. Let's just get one last piece in here and then we'll finish our documentary and that'll be that, you know? And he's like, yeah, you know, sure. So he comes in and he sits down and this is well after he's been like cleared and acquitted and uh, he's, he does this interview and they wire him up and they go, okay, so, um, you know, they ask him about how he's been and how it's going and all that jazz and then they go, okay, just one last little thing here. Um, the, the ransom note, or not the ransom note, but the letter that was found, the letter that was found uh, in um, the missing lady's house that basically yeah. warned her or whatever it has yeah. this writing on it and it has this exact like type of you know uh, handwriting and this exact type of lettering here right and this is her name mm-hmm. spelled by the person who like probably killed her agreed and he's yeah. like yeah right it's like okay now here's a check that you wrote to her um some 10 odd years ago or so and here's her name written by you by your hand and this is uh, how you wrote it. Would oh, you wow, agree? that's really similar. And he's like, yeah, that's my check. And they're like, okay, so when we put these two over each other, would you see that there's any discernible difference between the two? And he go, and he, he like, and he go, he kind of stops and he goes, uh, well, no, I wouldn't. And then like, he starts to burp a lot. He gets really gassy and like starts okay. like, starts like he gets moist. You know what I mean? And like, you just start to yeah. see the lizard scales underneath, right? They li- the lizard <laughs> scales start actually yeah. poking through. And his, his second set of eyelids go. And then he kind of goes, um, would you uh, excuse me for a moment? And then he gets up, right? And they go, all right, well, I guess that's that. You know, they're like, right. he's whatever. He's that's he's going to, you know, he's done here. He walked in with no lawyer. He walked in with right. no legal advice. He was just it's a documentary. He was whatever. Just here, just here to finish it up, you know. Yeah. 
So they go, all right, well, he walks out of the bathroom and then he goes, yeah, all right, guys. Well, thanks for your time. I'll uh, take care. I'll see you. And never. And then he fucking pieces, right? He dips out. Right. And they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, so literally I want to say a year and a half possibly goes by, like a, a, like a long period of time goes by and then they're editing the whole thing together. And then someone who's working with them, an intern realizes that when he got up and walked to the bathroom, his mic was still on him. <gasps> So they go into the audio of him in the bathroom and you hear him close the door, walk up, turn on the faucet and then go, oh boy, what have you done? What have you done? Oh no. Killed them all, of course. Of course I did. Oh. Now what? Now what? And then he kind of just makes some weird noises and then walks back out and says, all right, guys, later. And everyone's like, ah! (laughs) This is the greatest scoop ever. It's the the, the sickest hot mic you've ever heard. The sickest hot mic you've ever heard. Um, It's a really fun ride going through to get to, like see the level of bullshit and then finally the comeuppance that's why I, that the only reason why i use the word fun is because it ends in comeuppance but like it's you know just just to just to like to break it for you that's what goes down and then like as soon as that thing aired like um i want to say they caught him like on the tarmac trying to go to cuba or or like something like that like he was literally like suitcase packing Excuse to me. Get out I of the have country. To go and they, on a trip to Cuba now. <laughs> and they grabbed him the <laughs> fuck off the plane. <laughs> and like that's what that's what it was, you know? They they but they got him like seconds away from fleeing the country because the time delay between him saying the thing and then them finding that bit and then it, it being up about to come out, he was like I guess he fucked around long enough and then caught wind of it. So that's what it was, you know? Yet somehow still signed the release on everything. Yeah, well. That's the jinx. People make stupid fucking mistakes. If you want to go watch this, it's called The Jinx. It's about Robert Durst. Now that's fascinating. And it's fascinating because you describe a situation in which a guy, you know, he doesn't realize he's mic'd. So he fucks up, right? Yep. Tiger King is the total opposite. Tiger King is taking advantage of of something that a lot of documentary crews find out is that if you're there for long enough and you film literally everything, everybody just kind of forgets that you're actually there. Yeah. So I keep hearing about that. you can catch anything. I want to say that's just human nature because it works too well across the board. There's way too many cases of people that... Uh, yeah, they just... At first, you're self-conscious, but then it just takes too much energy to keep up the the appearances so then you just relax into a state of being yourself and at some point you don't really even think about the cameras right but he did think about the cameras when the tv show started and when he had to when he had to joe exotic had to walk around to all of his his staff who were just doing their normal jobs and be like hey you what the fuck's with those shoes yeah it's a it's a situation i just took a look at it it's uh was originally found out in something called um uh, a, uh, a video series on total institutions by a sociologist named Goffman. 
basically the idea is that a total institution is like a prison, a mental hospital, certain kinds of hospitals, the army. It's a it's a little pocket society. Mm-hmm. And they went to a uh, mental institution at the time and just started filming it with the permission of the, the warden, essentially. And uh, after a couple weeks, they stopped giving a shit that the cameras were there. And just went right back to the the crime shit that would happen all the time with right. the patients, right? And ended up getting that place shut down and stuff like that. And then it turns out, yeah, you can you put a camera on somebody for long enough, you're you just disappear entirely. Uh, and it's fascinating because Tiger King is so many things. I think that's probably the most crazy thing to me is that it is so many different stories. <laughs> Do you understand? And it's a it's a nonsense escalation that just like by the end of the first episode is like, Oh wow, this is going to be a crazy story. And then the second episode is like, Oh, who cares about that story from last time? Exactly. Exactly. That's why <laughs> it's a shit. Yes. That's why this is being talked about so much and why everyone is like, you got to go in here because it's your perfect mix of like, these are these ridiculous characters on their own are so mind bogglingly fascinating. But then the things happening are also just like, okay, swerve, not even like 90 degrees, but like full 180 and then 45 again, you know, from wherever you were going because you just end up in stranger than fiction events and scenarios, you know? Just nonstop. You couldn't just, just yeah, like uh, Chuck Mahilnik uh, couldn't you, fucking write something that baffling. You, it, it really, you go from like. Uh, hey, uh, animal rights activists versus private zoos in the U.S. and the drama within. To is is that guy dead? To is this a cult? <laughs> to on and on and on and on. And the bet I just love the consistency that is. If you own a fucking tiger, you're not normal. You cannot be normal. There has yeah, to be they, something they, in they you. Deal- they deal with uh, Joe Exotic. They deal with Carol Baskins. They deal with uh, that guy that was up north. The, 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 the guru. Yeah, no, no, that's the doc. There's the other guy who teams up with Jeff Lowe at the end. You know, that guy they were interviewing throughout the Sure, thing. monkey man. They're all, <clears throat> there's Jeff Lowe. There's all crazy cat people. Everyone forgets and about... And they're all insane. Everyone forgets about Scarface, too. Don't forget Scarface. Oh, yeah, Scarface is there, yeah. Everyone they're forgets about total- Scarface. He, I think the craziest thing about Scarface is he starts talking. He's like, oh, yeah, they based Tony Montana off of me. I went to jail for all yada, yada, yada. I had to sell all the millions of dollars of drugs because I kept having to buy all these animals. And it cuts to shots of what is essentially Tony Montana in a a house zoo. Yep, yep, yep. Private collection. What? It's great. It's great. I mean, listen, dude. Like, there are just... Some fucking like like seeing that and like so I remember um when we got to the John Oliver clip, that's where like Punch Mom was like, Oh my god, yes, okay, no, this is kind of coming around. There's a connection. I must I remember have seen that this. clip. And you're just yeah. like fucking the what are you gonna do when now that we've gotten to meet this man, what kind of clip are you gonna see out of context entirely? And just some dude standing there going like, I refuse to cut my hair. I'm gay. I got two boyfriends. We just got married. I got a case against me from some bitch down in Florida. <laughs> and he's standing next to Tigers. And he's like, and I'm running for president of the United States of America. And you're just like, this is the best. This is the best. You know, like, 
And it's so nuts to see how, like, you would see that clip and fall in love with it immediately. And then now you mm-hmm. get the backstory of, like, how all of that fits together. It's, like, it's just, like, uh, it's beautiful, right? Um, when they get past that point, I want to say right after they say that, they t- introduce you to the idea of him right, uh, 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 running for fucking uh, for president and then for governor. For all office, that. yeah. Did you oh, see man. Josh? Poor yeah, I, Josh. Here's the thing. You mentioned uh, something about a vape pen that like made you laugh so hard that you had to leave the room. I don't get it. He he smokes from a vape pen. Okay, so it's the first time he shows up. I got I got multiple tweets from people going, "Dude, I just fucking fell over and lost my shit." Like, like I'm glad other people you you must have missed it. Some a lot a lot of people didn't, but it's the first time he shows up and he goes, "Hi, my name's Joshua, whatever, and I am Joe Exotic's campaign manager and it was the worst yeah. year of my life." And I then it just that. hard cuts to him inhaling. He takes a, a fucking uh, uh, suck on his jewel and goes. <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> and it's I just. Don't get what, I don't get what's. It's just what the... the juxtaposition. It's just the cut of some poor normal guy. Some poor normal libertarian who shows up and is just like. I'm I'm the smart guy that he knew because I sold him ammo at a Walmart once. And so he's like, yeah, you seem pretty smart. You'll be my campaign manager. And he's like, there's a real. Okay. And like, there's it's a just real... that, that exhale, that exhale. There was so much of his soul that came out of the fucking smoke in that. There, There's a moment when he comes in and I'm going to talk around this, but as soon as that campaign guy came in and starts talking, I'm like, oh, something really bad happened with you. Like, really bad. Yeah. And then I start paying attention yeah. to who's getting interviewed in yeah. what order. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, something Something's really, up here. really, really bad happened here. What's and going sure on? sure enough, he gets it like the worst of almost any single person in that entire story. It is almost like slapstick in how the footage exists right he gets he gets it so fucking rough and it's ridiculous it is ridiculous that the antics that it takes it to are such that he's just like what the fuck did i sign up for you know this poor dude um, and yeah, and the fact too that it's, I just wanted to hang out with Tiger Man and do a little campaign thing. It'd well, be fun. He's like, I don't care whose campaign it was. My job, my dream job was campaign manager, whatever. And then the fact that it's like, hey, Joe, what are your views on anything? And he's like, uh, you know, whatever. And he's like, okay, cool, got it. And then like he literally just goes like, okay, so these are my things that I believe in. You're running for the Libertarian Party, and Joe's like, whatever. Yeah, you know, sure. And just goes down the list of all the things that Josh himself believes in. Like it is it is it is just a wild and that and the, all of that is basically just the wild fucking um it's one arc, you know? It is the it is the 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 campaign race arc of the story. It is it is completely like its own isolated bit that goes between the fucking cell games and the boo saga. Like, it hits, and then there's a, 
then you get to the end of the story, which I feel doesn't conclusively end, and the- that's because it's real life, and it's not conclusively over. Last episode sucks. They kind of stretched it. Didn't need so to then be you, there. So then you start typing, and you start finding out all sorts of crazy shit. Yeah. About what's going on right now. Yeah, poor Joe tested positive. Poor Joe Exotic. Well, maybe. It, it depends how much of a murderer he is. Um, <laughs> uh, has unfortunately tested positive for our good friend, the COVID. Jeff um, Jeff Lowe, his, his, his uh, partner, uh, basically sitting there running the Ja Rule game. The Ja Rule school of thought of like, you know, it's like, what is it? Would you call it entrapment? Uh, I'd, I'd call it. Whatever else he said, he said it in the exact same tone of voice, in the exact same way that Ja Rule said false advertising. Jeff Lowe, unfortunately, continues to be yeah, a well, person. You know, there's that. There's that. Um, and then uh, it's 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 wild to me in a in a in a giant cavalcade in which everyone is either so poor that they can't do anything. Or is the worst scum imaginable? The person who is ostensibly the focus of our story, who may be an attempted murderer and arsonist, is like the most relatable out of them all. It's uh, there. Shout outs to there's a there's a Sam Roberts tweet where he go he shows a picture of them side by side and goes, uh, uh, the Undertaker is what Jeff Lowe thinks he looks like. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent, absolutely. 100%. Yeah, you know, like goddamn, it's so true. Um, yeah, man, and and of course, right. The fact that you get all the way through, and you're like, by the end, the 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 big cats are the least interesting part of the story. Oh, who cares about the tigers? Like, it's not Tiger King, and you're like, oh, whatever. You're waiting. I'm wait, You're sitting there with bated breath, waiting for the moment where you're like, okay, one of these fuckers is getting got, and it's like someone does get got, and then after yes. that, there's another. It's no, it's none of the people that you think. No, there isn't. And then after that, there's an almost <laughs> get. You know, when he's ah, you son of a bitch, fuck out of here, I'll shoot you. <laughs> you stupid was there a, bitch. Was there a moment when you were watching it? Where you got to see like alternate reality washed up and bald Norman Reedus, possibly the fucking, the fucking handyman Jeff Lowe's guy. It you, who you, looks exactly like a bald, overweight Norman Reedus. It you fucking know, freaked me out so you bad. You know as well as I do that Norman has friends that own tigers. He might he has no fewer than two, no fewer than two. He might be. A full-on Hollywood star right now, so he might not have called them in a minute, but he knows no fewer than two. <laughs> there, there's something, there's something about that guy. I think that guy's my favorite character because of his introduction is so obviously a lie. Because he gets introduced as who is this guy? He's a, he's my handyman. What's he do? Yeah, actually, yeah, he's very loyal. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? Absolutely. <laughs> What does that mean? Mark, uh, he's tattoo. extremely loyal. Just he's, he's good. He's good man. So the he's problem, the problem is that type of thing. I know that I've told you about that from like that's Jamaica has a lot of that, right? Yeah. Jamaica. My dad has has like one of those people right on his property where it's just like this is the guy and what does he do? What do you need him to do? 
He's a fixer. <laughs> you know, he's just, he's There's around. There's a word for that. It's called a fixer. Yeah. And it's just, what What do you need? What, you need some basic construction? Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, fix that. You want some walls put up? Sure, no problem. Yeah, please fix that. Yeah. You want some, some heads cracked? Well, you can talk to some people. But he's just around. He's around, you know? And, uh, like, yeah, that, that, that type of thing in this context, um, of course it's going to go the direction it goes in, you know? So but then it goes a different direction. Yeah. That, the, those taped phone calls, man, just like, just the level of like, hey, so you working with the feds? I am. And, uh, you're going to want to do exactly what I tell you to say on the phone right now. Okay. Yep whatever <laughs> you know whatever you say guys yeah yeah it, it's incredible um tiger king also again like even though it follows joe exotic you like you just get these other characters man like it, it goes into doc's life and i told you about like the moments where it it doc is like setting up his character and then he goes into character and then yeah that goes places that goes big places exactly right Hard cut to ex-girlfriend like, hey, so what was that all about? And she's like, okay, well, (sighs) you know, big old fucking tiger cult. What are you going to do? What? You know? cult. And like, and and just just the the idea. And like his, I think his son shows up for one second to go like, oh, yeah, no, he's the center of his world. And whatever else yeah, you call he's that, he's like uh, he's like a, a a discount Jesus man. But hey, you, know? you want to get to know the tigers? Well, <sighs> it's so there was one there was one thing about that whole show that really threw me, like bad, and it 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 made like everyone seem even more insane than I thought, and that was. Every single person in that show at some point says, oh, man, you got a tiger? People fucking do anything. Yep. I was about to say. Just Yep. And I'm like, why? But, I mean, it's cool. Nah, dude. You don't. Do, do, like, you're missing. You're missing the critical piece of information here. All right. <laughs> you're missing the part right. where um, one of the most popular photos on tinder and match it for for guys is the guy holding the baby tiger the guy playing with the baby tiger photo is a massive hit because what's up why why do bitches love tigers so much it's well first of all there's just the personal thing of like um look it's cute right but then yeah. there's the thing of like, but it's wild and untamed, right? And no, it's not. It's in a zoo. Shut up. It's wild and untamed. It represents the tiger that you were taught about in a storybook. Just a- shut up. You were taught whole- in a st- as a child, tiger is the fucking king of the jungle. This is what it is. All right? The whole time Paige and I are watching it. We just keep like looking at the, the the antics with the tigers, which occur on occasion, and we look over at our stupid cat and look back at the TV and go, "They're just big cats." Shut up! Wild and They're untamed, just large house cats. The system and the people in my life 
and the bad vibes, they try to pull me down, but I am untamed. I am a free spirit. I am a tiger. I am wild like this tiger I'm posing with right here, and anyone who knows me knows that this is my spirit animal, and I will pay to come pet it three times a week, and if you wield it into your Vegas bedroom in a fucking closed suitcase where the fucking thing couldn't breathe, I'm going to still pay to get up in that hotel, I'm going to take my photos for Instagram, because everyone's going to love them, and then I'll throw some booty your way, and it, it is what it is. They're just big cats. They're tigers, Pat. Also, they represent like they represent, they represent the spirit. shit all. There's even the documentary is like, oh yeah, there's way more tigers in in zoos than it's there not, are in the wild. It's it's it, of course, <laughs> but that doesn't matter. It's the icon, man. Don't you remember how clownfish almost fucking died forever yes. when Finding Nemo came out? I remember. Uh, I remember a fucking explosion of animal crimes when 101 Dalmatians came out. 100%. There were fucking news reports that were like, stop buying Dalmatians. They're actually bad with kids. They're not a beginner dog. Morons. People, Pat, you seem to be like, like you need to understand that people will 100% endanger something or fuck it up or not care for the sake of symbolism IRL. People climb fucking buildings and take suicide shots. They do all kinds of crazy shit, right? Showing yourself off with a tiger, especially on a dating site. Do you not understand the idea that if I'm here with a tiger, right? And it's a cute Uh baby tiger. Then it means not only that this is my connection, that I have this type of like wild spirit, but also I'm sensitive but I'm also powerful because I'm sensitive. No, it just means you went and paid the fucking shut the fuck up bucks to pet a tiger. I'm sensitive, but I'm powerful enough to have control over such a powerful animal. And we are the same, and you should look at us the same, and you should swipe right. You know what, Willie? I feel very out of touch. Because I don't understand. Despite your explanations, I just don't understand. I don't get it. Symbolism. Symbolism's fucking stupid. That doesn't mean that it doesn't exist for people. Here's a symbol for you. To those of you listening to the audio version, I'm holding up my middle finger. Great. No one else, like, that doesn't change the fact that it's out there. <laughs> it's stupid, but it exists, and that's the re- that's the answer to why. <laughs> you know, it's, ca- and, like, the level of, of how sad it is when you see them, like, holding it up, holding up the fucking kitten, and going to each person, like, take two steps, take two steps, take two steps, and just, like, snap, 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 the right, the conveyor belt line of, like, photos with the, it's like, they don't care, man. These people, they just, they like the idea of it, you know? They, they're, they're, they've got their fucking leopard print, um, um, wardrobes, like, like Carol does. They're, in, they're coming from the same fucking school of thought. Also, maybe, maybe humans were the real monsters all along. Hey there, cats or and kittens. Shit. Cool cats, cool kittens, what's up? Like I'll tell you what. Oh man, it's the one that he starts. It's the one that he starts the 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 video. Just, What's up, motherfuckers? <laughs> like, I don't know why. 
Okay, but hold on though. Okay, wasn't that supposed so, to be like a campaign ad? So you didn't. So the 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 the, the vape didn't get you. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The the fucking commercial, the 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 campaign ad, that was good, right? You can't tell tell me what the fuck happened when it cut to here, kitty, kitty. I got something juicy for oh. you. <laughs> that music video is incredible. That music video is incredible. So, and the lookalike they got for Carol is dead on. So one, like, I'm like literally going like, praise Odin. Thank everyone. Thank you, Jesus, God, Buddha, that this man is on top of all things a country singer. Right. Well, he's not actually. Well, that's where uh, we that's go. Not, that's that's the... not his voice. That's not his song. He stole so, those songs. So you find out afterwards that he completely didn't sing at all. There was a band. He paid them to do the music. And then he just lip synced yeah. uh, over the whole thing. So that was fucking yeah. nonsense. But when watching this and it cuts to him singing and they establish that he's got multiple albums and you're like, holy fuck, thank you. It's the best you want. Of the, course he, of course he does. Because you you need the Joe Exotic brand in all flavors and corners of life. You want to see you, you know it's when he's on a condom. You're like fuck yeah, he's on a condom. Of course he is. Why wouldn't it's, he? It's be? fucking it's fucking wild because like you see, this is a character that if you were to put this into a TV show, people would be like, this character is nonsense. And outrageous, like we're talking about. That's why I keep fucking, saying the same thing. Can't write it. We uh, like a a leg brace, uh, wearing mullet, sporting Oklahoma gay polygamist cowboy tiger man. Worst eyebrow piercing I've ever seen. Oh my god! It's like hanging on by a thread. The worst I've like by ever a thread. seen. Unbelievably <laughs> terrible eyebrow eyebrow piercing. Little fucking and it's, and flesh flap, and, oh. and then straight up like, it's, it's, how do you keep these? How do you keep these like uh, uh, southern gentlemen around you? These you going for hot hick? You got hot hick boyfriends out the wazoo? What the fuck are you doing? Well, it turns out you'll be gay for meth. <laughs> it turns out, right? If you've got a really bad meth habit and uh, you only got one source for it. Then mm-hmm. fuck it, I'll take one for the team, and the team being my meth habit. Oh damn, I love meth. It's my favorite. And then like the fact that too, it's like by the end of the goddamn thing, some other poor dude is like this like hot in the prime of his life attractive dude is like. I'll wait for you, Joe. You know, we had some good times, and sure, we got married after, like, weeks of knowing each other. And we practically stood on the fucking uh, uh, corpse of the last one. But, hey, I'll wait for you. Well, they and you're did, like, didn't they? They did actually just actually stand on his corpse. With the mom right there. <laughs> with the mom right there. So, you know what's a bonus? So, I did some reading. Did you know there was another one that was actually in the documentary, but his insanity didn't go anywhere, so he got cut? Oh, no, I didn't. 
There, so he was another guy that he married at 19 alongside uh, Travis? the first one. Not Travis. No, no. There was the, the guy with all the tattoos. Yeah. Right? Without a shirt for the whole documentary yeah. for some reason. Teeth. Um, before, yeah, teeth. Before him, there was another one. Okay. That worked on the on the fucking uh, zoo. Okay, but he just fucked off. He didn't like die or or you know nothing. Go to jail nothing or happened there. He was just like I'm I'm out of here, man. Okay, well, um, uh, again, meth will open doors, open all you. kinds of possibilities that you didn't think was possible. It was it's kind of wild. You've got tigers and you've got meth. Do you, what do you have? Not meth tigers. But infinite husbands. The world is yours. The world is yours. Um, poor fucking Travis, dude. And you're just like, this guy can go anywhere. Just go to Miami and just be hot and get as much of whatever you want. All like, just, why you gotta stick around and put your hand on the glass for poor Joe? You can go live up your life, man. I feel. I feel. You nah, know. man. It's true love. Yeah, it always it always makes me feel better, and maybe this is like, like I don't know, vindi- not vindictive, but maybe this is evil. But you watch these stories, and you go, "Man, I used to be much dumber when I was this person's age, but it wasn't nearly this dumb." <laughs> oh, you weren't leave your family to join a fucking uh, a meth cult? S- no, a, a, meth, a meth tiger cult. <laughs> Don't forget the word. Yeah, no, you know what? You need all the words you in there. You know what? There. I wasn't. Huh. Well, how about that? Right? Um, yeah. <sighs> and just and there's all these little moments where you're like, ha ha, look at this silly shit. And then and then it just hard cuts to, you want to see how we deal with problems around here? And just, <laughs> and you're like, why? Why are we cutting to like hard explosives and gunshots? As like little so transition early, stingers. like episode one, right? You know, and then and then like then then at some point they're literally like staring at the footage of like here's a fucking blow up doll of Carol, and he's just like, <laughs> I think it's I think it's like, like episode bro. three or four, in which the uh, a lawsuit is lost and possessions have to start being given away, yeah. and we smash cut to. Oh, you want my fucking bed? And then it blows up with with like dynamite or some shit. This bitch wants my watch. You want this watch? And I'm like staring with my mouth open, being like, "This is the halfway point, dude." I think where can this possibly go? It could not have been (laughs) episodes one or two. It had to be somewhere in there where they're like. We're, we got a gift for you, Carol, and and then they like we put poisonous snakes in your mailbox. Poisonous snakes in the mailbox was like episode that showed one. up they, that were mailed effectively <laughs> to the like, you know, fuck man. And it's like yeah, like you have to remember too, she's not up the street. No, she's out in Florida. She's in another state. They have to so, go down there to fuck with them. When he wants to put on the bloody bunny suit. And just roll around on the ground in front of Big Cat Rescue signs and be all like, oh, God, my guts are all out. I'm fucking dead. He has to drive down to Florida to do that. It's incredible. Yeah. Tiger King. The Tiger Lords. Oh, my God. This this is the, every, everything about this 
is the best. Again, the only thing I have to say about, and just in terms of just like the documentary making, um, well, one, it was pretty, it was pretty like interesting to see why the uh, the reality TV guy was there. Right? Like, why are you following him? Oh, why man. are you talking to him? And it's like, well, because your story has a conclusion, you know? Um, but sure does. But no, the problem is that um, when you are, uh, when you get to that final episode and you're just in the like, well, legal stuff, you know, it's like, yeah, we got nothing else to really say. There's nothing else going on. So let's just follow um, the uh, the amputee guy around. Cause, uh, and you're like, what are you? You know, can we stop following this guy? Like, what do we have to? Uh, John, what are we John Rinky and Saf, and I forget the third guy's name. The the emaciated uh, Shaggy do uh, Shaggy. Uh, sure, the sunglasses. He was legit. That dude. Those those yeah. three people. They're legit, and they seemed like real good people. Shaggy, and they got. Fucked, man. Shaggy was just like, yep, I uh, saw a job on Craigslist. It's like, you want to take care of tigers? I'm like, I sure ain't shit. Ain't done that before. So, yeah, totally gets in there. And it's like every time he's doing things, you know, he's just riding around with this fucking he's pouring gas in the intent from one container to another with a lit cigarette hanging out his mouth. You know, and you're just like, yeah, this dude's real, man. And they're just like, cool. Uh, check it out. How do we got? How do we eat? Well, here's the buckets of fucking pizza of of meat, of old meat from the goddamn uh uh grocery from stores the from the Walmart. It's like you want to have some of this exotic pizza. Yeah, where do you think the meat came from? It's it's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's great. Um, yeah, could have been one episode shorter. That's the only thing I gotta say. Or it could have been one episode longer if they waited. One year. If they waited one year, I suppose. <laughs> but hey, people people needed Tiger King now. Now was the time. You know, and, and, and anybody who's currently filming a documentary, you have to wonder if they're like, they're filming it and everyone's kind of wondering. It's like, if I wait long enough, do you think something's going to happen? <laughs> if you're following a case that's kind of interesting and you're like, should we cash out? It's like Killer Instinct. You got all this damage, and you're going like you got your auto doubles going. Oh, 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 da, da, da. <laughs> and then you're seeing big, big damage, and you're like, I can just do the ender right now. But if I could some, just do the ender right now, but if some crazy shit happens and we're still filming, it's gonna be even better. I, I want to go for a godlike combo, you know. And you're waiting, to, you're waiting to see if you're gonna get a uh, counter broken. You know, you want to know, you want to know, but until then, you got to keep rolling. You got to keep hitting those auto doubles, especially the weirder the character, the wilder the location, the more you got to keep it going. You're going to hold out at least for another couple months. There's going to be a sequel to Tiger King in like 25 years where they just find like a hundred skeletons of something. In one of their yards. And it won't be tigers. It it really is interesting, too, how, like, the takeaway after all of it, everyone lands on the same page, which is, as fucked as this whole thing goes, the absolute go-fuck-yourself villain 
is the one who's framing herself as the uh, protagonist, right? Yeah, Paige was able to to nail it down just why everyone is, like, the takeaway is like, okay, Jeff Lowe, he is a professional scumbag. Professional scumbag. You can see that from far away. He made his fortune on scum, yeah. His friend, uh, a possible murderer, small-time criminal. Convict guy, yeah. Joe, insane. Just insane. Yeah. But Carol... Carol's trying to tell you, oh, Doc's a leader of a cult. Cult leader. You get that. Big, big uh, fucking manipulator creepo. But but Carol is trying to tell you that she's Cat Jesus. Yeah. And there's the something about that insincerity is just like, ah, ah, Especially, fuck. And like, here's the thing. I hate it. Like, of course, when they cut to the missing husband's family, you go, oh, there it is. But even before they show them... When you see her um, just, like, uh, 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 basically being like, well, you know, uh, we, like, like we, we have, we're Big Cat Rescue. We're not a zoo, but we still do charge tickets and admission, and we still do basically run the same kind of business. The only difference is uh, we don't go we pet. don't let you pet we the We don't cubs. touch them. Don't pet the cubs. But otherwise, no. it's the same fucking shit. And also, um, we don't pay our volunteers, so there's that. Uh, we get millions of hits on YouTube, and we get millions of hits on Facebook, and Facebook's, and we get these huge checks online or whatever. But we have people that are here that get shirt colors, and the longer you volunteer, the better your shirt color gets, and you get more privileges. You can you can clean the shit even better with the right color shirt, and we just fucking literally rip through people that are volunteers, not even knowing their names the whole time, you know. And it's like this is. This is like, it is so much more sinister because it's that false Jesus thing, as you said. Meanwhile, there is a Mm -hmm. literal skeleton in the closet. You know, the how how they met, you know, it's just like, here, hold this gun on me. We just want to drive around, all that shit. What? Why? (laughs) Why did we just jump straight to gun? Escalate immediately to gun violence? Like I believe this was the phrase. Well, there you go. Full marriage started, started, escalated uh, uh, from the jump on gun. Relationship starts with gun. Anyway, uh, I feel like Tiger so King. You should can, probably all watch. Yeah, Tiger I feel. King. I feel like we can talk about it for fucking ever. But there you go. Yeah, that's. It's it's pretty all right. Um. And it's not, and 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 you know what, um, you don't. I, 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 even though I think I think the extra episode was to, uh, uh, didn't need to exist, it still is only seven. Yeah, it's a pretty quick watch. It's a pretty quick it's watch. Very concise. When'd you finish it? Uh, la- uh, fucking Wednesday. Okay. Uh, did you watch anything else? I did not watch anything else of note. <coughs> Bless you. Okay. Did you play anything else? I did. I played a few things which were video games. All right. So obviously, I don't know why I phrased it that way. That was weird. Sorry. I'm. 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 I, I'll admit I am befuddled and annoyed at apparently my incredibly poor audio quality on this call. It is. It is throwing me and. I don't understand why it is broken this way. 
Um, Apparently, I sound markedly worse than I usually do on my own regular Discord calls. How do I sound to you, Wooly? Right now, you sound like a Discord call. Discord quality, which is what I'm more or less used to. Um, Huh. This is what it is. But... That's weird. Of course. Because you sound fantastic in my headphones. Um... But of course, you know, on the uh, on the MP3s, you're 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 just giving me the local on that, so it is what it yeah. is. Yeah. Oh well. Anyway, regardless, back to video games. Sorry to to cut that for y'all. No, it, it is it is it is experience. like for, for for the most part, like like there was a like last week there was occasionally a couple of like robot outs. You haven't had any this week. The quality of mm-hmm. the actual Discord call is like it's Discord quality. This is what. I hear it's like it's not great, but it is what video calling is. See that see that's the part that's weird to me because people that I talk to on Discord quite often, I actually come through on those Discord calls about as clearly as you're coming through on the regular podcast right now. Okay. We'll have to workshop this afterwards. We'll have to check settings. It's possible that you're record you're you're breaking in through like a weird speaker or something like that. Um, okay. I mean, some, you know, I'm looking, most people are saying it seems fine. It seems consistent. Those people are liars. I don't know anyway. what else you're getting from that, but I, I don't know what to tell you. Um. All right. Well, never mind then. My bad, guys. Sorry to kill the momentum of the podcast. Regardless, speaking of killing momentum... Wooly, do you remember how long the fucking first ten hours of Persona 5 were? <laughs> ten hours? Yeah. But they're longer than that. They certainly do feel that like, way. It's, it's crazy how long it takes to get into the actual game of a Persona game. It's... It's fucking absolutely nuts. Uh, I've been playing Royal. Yes. Uh, which came out. I... Uh, and I've been streaming Royal. No troubles? Uh, no troubles. So uh, I'd like to actually go into what the deal with that is. So German Spy was streaming Royal. And I was like, hey, German Spy, what's up? Good old good old pal Franz. And uh, he was like, hey, hey, what's up? And he tipped his fedora and all that shit. Uh, so he streamed the entirety of Persona 5 and uh, encountered no issues. And if you remember, Wooly, he was the one who broke the news to us that uh, Atlas was being a bunch of big babies about streaming and uh, LPing the game and whatnot. Uh, so he had done all this research and he had fucking uh, followed up with people and looked up about who got strikes and whose streams had trouble and Seemed like after a couple of weeks, Atlas pretty much forgot that Persona 5 existed in terms of social media. Okay. And for Royal, they actually addended their streaming guidelines and their LP guidelines and their YouTube guidelines. As we covered. To be a lot vaguer. Mm-hmm. And it included a, a straight-up apology. It's like, we're really sorry we threatened your channels. We never meant to threaten your channel. And it's like, nah, you did. You super did. Um, and despite the game being out in October, uh, back in Japan, and uh, people out in Japan streaming it nonstop, 
Uh, he was unable to find anyone that had ever gotten a single complaint or thing or anything about it. Um, on top of that, I was able to talk to some people. It's not official confirmation, but I have been given the definite impression that Atlas didn't quite realize how ridiculously difficult it would be to police everyone. Mm. And just fucking gave up. Mm. Like, right away. So like it's... Right away. It's not that they realized how silly it was. It's they didn't realize that they can enforce it. But they, Yeah, because it's not Sega doing it, right? It's Atlas. But that, which means somebody at Atlas has to actually go file DMCA claims. And actually write letters of complaint but, to Twitch. But what about simple content ID? Well, I'm not putting it up on YouTube. Ah, well, there you go. I suppose that uh, it's the old. Okay, it's the well, only uh, yeah. of my streams that I'm not putting up on YouTube. It, I put it into a little collection in Twitch. Okay, that's a, uh, you know, it's just like a playlist. And the, which at worst it'll get muted, but um, at worst it'll get muted. Okay, but that is okay. So first of all, that is a humongous like difference though like if you're not even gonna throw up the archive yeah no well see youtube like auto fucking dmca claims they're they're not necessarily can be automated but like there are companies that just fucking go for you know just yeah just fucking go nuts on that it's like i i like that archive channel and aside from this one it's it does okay in terms of like people's convenience but hey let's just let's just cut that little headache out and just go ahead. Um, the timing of it is couldn't be more perfect. Uh, do you have the Toei thing in the news this week? Um, the channel that went up? Yeah. Uh, I, it, I didn't throw it on the docket, but um, I did see it, and it looks pretty cool. It was like Toei threw up a bunch of their legacy Tokusatsu shows, and then some of uh-huh. them got claimed and pulled down uh, by Toei themselves. So they Yeah, the whole channel's dead right now. Is it? Yeah, that they killed the channel with copyright strikes automatically. But it, I saw it that it died and then came back up. Are you sure that it's not back up? Last, well, I have not checked this morning, but the last that I saw, it, it had died. Okay, the last I saw, it went down and came back up. It's still up. Toei's the worst. So, Toei's so the actual it, worst. It came back up, and a lot of the shows are still there. Uh, a couple of the ones that were actually licensed by different companies stayed down. Oh, that's incredible. But the majority of the shows are still there. Oh, Toei. So everyone's so for, for the most part, you're just looking at, you know, um YouTube system just eating itself. Yeah. Um Man, you Jonathan Blow getting YouTube struck fun? by his own copyright. Isn't YouTube fun to put videos on? Yeah, well. Where right. it's like a fucking dice roll as to whether or not uh it's it's anyway, also- so persona f- <laughs> No, it was just going to say that it's like, it's also like, you know, it is a uniquely, like, really difficult situation to try and, like, navigate the amount of bullshit that is, like, legitimately, like, hey, you can't put this movie up here. It's in theaters right now. Um, right. That's not, you know what I mean? It, it, it is a, it is so, like, they do have to figure out something. And, like, remember that, like, Every time you consult with lawyers, like lawyers are not c- concerned with like some of your soul dies. Yes, uh, the lawyers are not concerned with like uh, user experience or like 
um, any sort of ease of use thing or anything that is like content uh, frustrating for creators, anything like that. It doesn't matter. It's just, are we, are we liable? Are we liable? That's Mm -hmm. the bottom line. And if you can do something that will piss off everybody, but keep you non-liable, then that's the route you're going to go. Well, good thing YouTube has cut back on staff that can manually review and uh, also demonetize you if you mention COVID in your video title. Well, we can trust those robots. Yeah, those good old YouTube robots. Never been a problem for us. Shoutouts to Latin Author. The folks who do covers of all, like, fucking game and anime songs and then, like, trigger, uh, trip the originals so that if anyone has... Any shit that needs to get fucking that they get that they upload, they get flagged, and then the music goes not to Square Enix but to Latin author. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. Uh, so Persona Five Royal, mm-hmm. much like Persona Four Golden, and kind of Persona Three Portable before it. It's an expansion slash re-release of Persona Five, and. Persona 5 was really good. And really long. And really long. This game seems even better and even really longer. So is it longer in the same context as P4 to P4G? It is longer than that. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> Big long. Uh, the... The average, uh, I've spoken to a couple people who beat it, and assuming you're playing it like a normal person, it adds about 20 to 30 hours oh onto it. Oh my god. With the, fu- with the January, February Extra month, month uh, extra confidants. So, uh, I had a list that I was going to go through, but it's not all that important. Battle rebalancing, confidant rebalancing... Two new confidants, one new party I member, an extra month. No, two. Two including the party member? One one completely redone confidant as well. Two two including the party member? Yeah. Uh, and one confidant, which would be the... Who was it? Was it Justice? I believe it's the Justice confidant is completely redone from the ground up. Okay. Uh... Yeah, it's justice. Uh, so, on top of that, I think probably the the thing that just pops the fastest is when you get to the first dungeon, and all the little tiny things that they changed about the battle system just make it a lot more fun to play. Uh, Baton Pass is a default ability. You don't have to unlock it ever. Nice. You can now do a little mini game to boost it, but you it's just default. That's good. Uh, guns now regenerate ammo per battle. So you can actually use your fucking guns. Wow. Okay. Uh, and there's there's new types of like super strong enemies and gimmick enemies and stuff like that. Um, and they've expanded on the dungeons. Like the dungeons have more rooms and are just overall expanded. And what about? Uh, it's great. What about those? Um, uh, 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 what are they called? Showtime attacks. I have not gotten there. I am fairly early. I'm on uh, the last stream that I did was uh, the very first day of player control in which I beat the dungeon in one go. 
So I, I've barely gotten into the meat of the game. Okay. Because um, uh, my friend is like currently on, I want to say, I think like Haru or so. And yeah. uh, she was telling me, she was just, she was just sending me clips of the Showtime attacks. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, these are fucking like they stand out with a sore thumb because of the quality of them compared to the other things almost. Yeah, it's it, they're real fancy. They're fancier than everything else, so you can you can see they were made after the fact. You know, one of the one of the more interesting things is that they have uh, they have so the the new party member uh, is spliced in from literally the first day in the game. Mm. She's in the tutorial, like she's in the in the casino tutorial. I saw the uh, um, I saw the seat moment. Oh, it's so bad. And she establishes herself as like basically Lady Joker, um, but the honor student, so the delinquent. But uh, so that you know, her scenes are added, obviously, and they're 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 spruced here and there. Uh, but they have added and tweaked a bunch of existing lines in existing scenes. So they'll be like, uh, after Kamashita confronts you and says he's going to expel you. There's like a nice little five minute scene where Kawakami is like, "The fuck are you up to, man? Yeah, what are you what are you doing, man?" That wasn't in the original. And then one of the other things is that when you meet Kawakami, there is a single, I think it's two lines added during when you're meeting with the principal on your first day of school, where she gives you her card to call her. Uh, she gives Sojiro her card to call her uh, as the teacher, and she fucks up and accidentally gives him the other card for a second. Before grabbing it back and giving him her teacher number, and you get a little little shot of like the little maid service card. Okay, and you know it's just it's just sprinkled right. here and there. Okay, see the uh, I feel like there was so much in the original that like it would be hard for me to notice like the small changes. You know, well, luckily enough, I'm playing it with an audience, and I get to go. Was that new? And people go, "No, idiot, you just forgot." Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that is yeah. new. So. Yeah, um, boy, the the fucking girth added to this, and like my my friend that is on on that that is uh, on Harrow, she was saying that like, oh, well, I'm gonna have to let you go for just a second. It appears there's someone at my door. Okay, uh, you want to hit that pause you button? Just ex- excuse me for just a second. No problem. All right, so Pat can stay on uh, timeout. Uh, in the meantime, I was just gonna say that um, I feel as if. Uh, what I've been told is that like there's almost like so many directions to go in that it's like it's paralyzing. You know, it sounds like like it's always it's always been a little bit of that, but they kind of slowly open up the world to you, and apparently now it's it's getting to a level that is just like like you're 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 paralyzed with choice. There's just way too much to do, and that the only way to make um progress is to kind of like actively ignore things that you'd otherwise be interested in checking out you know um i i look at that as something that i'm like i definitely need to find out how cool uh this is gonna be but i can't necessarily see myself committing that much time to it until at least like some time from now you know uh i also tend to not replay things really close to to each other 
like I'll play I re, I, if I replay something it'll be like like years away almost in a lot of cases but but you know we had a discussion about like how much I do replaying so yeah a couple years from now I think I'll be ready for that um and you know uh of course there's always the curiosity of just like well maybe maybe there can be a, a maybe there'll be a like distilled like what did you miss what's different kind of kind of you know um video or something like that that someone puts out there although it makes me kind of think though that like i imagine that that's the exact kind of video that like atlas would be afraid of is like for those of you who don't really want to buy the the full game again like if you were to watch a video that says like here's everything that's new then that would 100 percent dodge the sale and they probably are 100 percent not in favor of that existing. So if any, I feel like that's probably why, or that's probably the time I would imagine it like, unless let's like Pat says, and like, they're not really pursuing it. I feel like that's the number one kind of video they'd want to target, you know, is like the, here's the stuff that you can, if you watch this video, you don't need to rebuy the game, you know, which, uh, (sighs) yeah, that's, uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see where that goes. Um, I I hear really good things about the fact that uh one of the characters inserted is like a therapist into the story and that seems like really fucking necessary. <laughs> that seems really necessary. I feel like uh hey there, you're back. Hey man. I'm back. Cool. Yeah. Uh, the short summary of it is that of what I said is uh, I feel like if someone were to make a video, like personally, I, it's too long for me to probably want to replay anytime soon. I'll replay it in the future. Uh, I, I don't mm-hmm. replay shit that often anyway. Uh, I said uh, that I imagine if someone were to make a video that's like, here's everything that is n- new. Oh, there's too much. It would be hours long. It would be hours long, but it would also be the type of video that Atlas probably hates. Because that's the thing that says, "Hey, you don't have to buy it again. You can just watch this," and that would be one hundred percent like their their like fear. I imagine. Of I guess, but that would be like you know, like a th- that'd be a full game. Yeah, it would, that'd be like thirty hours of like, you know. Uh, and then uh, the other thing I was saying is that I hear that like one of the new characters is uh, a therapist for the kids, a, a counselor, which sounds fucking like immaculate because it's like yeah yeah it's a guidance counselor yeah these hey what do you want to be when you grow up oh it's not a therapist criminal oh no, it's a counselor oh okay okay school counselor okay. okay fair i just hey kid you got problems at home yeah i'm a criminal ah well more like uh post kawakami uh mm-hmm. uh uh kamoshida rather post kamoshida you would think that there would be some serious therapy on campus for these kids i don't know why everyone keeps saying it's a fucking therapist considering the arcana is literally the counselor arcana okay well um it's the type of thing it's the 100 what i was thinking to myself i'm like yeah the fact that kids are supposed to just deal with uh a fucking predator teacher followed by uh an attempted suicide and then just like back to school do 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 like just you know i'm like okay what like there were definitely you'd need someone to show up and be like hey kids let's talk about what the fuck just happened here you know you might not understand some Mm -hmm. of it we can at least provide even if it's the most generic 
you know, uh, a fucking state coverage on it, they would at least do, you, you would at least like hope for that much, you know? But anyway, mm-hmm. is he, did you meet him yet? I have not. Okay. So apparently he is, in fact, a actual therapist brought in specifically due to Kamashita. Wonderful. And Perfect. He has been given the counselor, uh, what do you call it? Arcana, specifically to trick me. Awesome. Awesome. That's exactly the type of thing that I'm like, yeah, this would be necessary. Great. Great. Yeah, it would make sense. Oh, man, we had a lot of abuse and suicides and beatings here by a stu- uh, by a teacher. Huh. We got to cover this up. How do we cover it I mean, up? That's make what the ha- kids better. Okay, good. It happens in real life, you know? Uh, it happens in... The, there's tons of instances where it's like um, when something traumatic like that happens in a, in a particularly public way. You know, I mean, fuck that news station that aired the um, the HMOs are evil guy. Oh yeah, Mister Shotgun Man. Um, mm-hmm. After that, they were like, "If you need therapy, call this number. We are providing one." You know, so oh, that's nice. It's uh, yeah, but anyway, um, that's gonna yeah, game's still good, but and that has more good stuff. It seems a lot more integrated than Golden was. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember? You played Golden, right? Yeah, Golden really throws it in at a clear moment in time. With a- there's a real fucking poochification <laughs> going on <laughs> there's in Golden. A, there's there's a there's a there's a pooch chapter. There's a pooch chapter yeah. for sure, for sure. <laughs> it's like it's it. There's a real the story hard ends and like, the pooch begins. Pooch rises. Oh, I don't. I I don't just mean the pooch chapter though. There is that right. I mean like right away. They're like, "Hello, I am Margaret, and this is Poochie." Hello, I'm Poochie F Steak from the meme. You know, um, Kasumi feels she's well. She's she's a massive Poochie. She's Poochie to the max, well, but mm-hmm. she's a better, more integrated, more natural Poochie. Well, my my question was going to be that, like, uh, I you have to imagine that she can't be of much consequence because she mm-hmm. is injected. You know, she's the whole. She's in the whole game, but she only comes to like uh, the the party uh, in essentially the new shit. Right. So. So it, it it would feel like an optional party member in a, in an RPG, right? You yeah. know, that's that's the yeah. There's a feeling of like this is core, and this is did you go can uh, fulfill the conditions and then talk to this person? Then you get this mm-hmm. party member, but otherwise you don't. And if you didn't, there's, the game doesn't feel like there's a huge hole missing. I'm I'm personally pretty excited because. They completely redid. How do I put this? Yeah, Yuffie. Yuffie, 100%. So in Golden, we had Poochie, right? But then in Golden, we also had redone Culprit uh, or tweaked Culprit, I, let's say. I didn't know about that. Uh, Yeah, okay. So, so, hey, guess what? I mean, mm-hmm. it's super old, but still going to give the spoiler alert because it's the main reason to play the game. Yeah. Right. Yes, it's an old spoiler, but it's so significant to the game and the purpose of spending the eighty plus hours playing it. So, Wooly, spoiler alert for all Persona I'm 4. Saying, uh, all I'm going to say is that as of uh, now, in the original, as of now, okay, go ahead. In the original Persona Four, Culprit was a much more de-emphasized as a character in general than they were in Golden. All right. In Five, Culprit 
it was a character. You remember how that happened? Yeah, yeah. Um, In four original, there they didn't have as many scenes before the reveal. Not, not nearly. Ooh. Here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you a message on Discord. Okay. In that case, yeah, that takes away from that. That would take away from that a lot. Um, in so my head, you can check what I just sent you. You want you want a nice, like, you want you want that you want that that who done it moment to be like you know to have some weight mm-hmm. on it. You see? Damn. Okay. Yeah. 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 I right? see it. I see it. So it's not that big, but what they do in five. But that like that's right? that's a huge that's a huge difference for sure. But instead of that, which they did in four, which was well, I, expansion, I, I give the spoiler warning. So it, it's it's literally yeah. like he get, he gains an S link. Culprit yeah, gets he an, gains S-link. an S link. Otherwise, it uh, wasn't in, there. In five, Culprit doesn't gain an S link, but is almost entirely rewritten. In Royal, sorry. Interesting. Uh, which is really bizarre. I would like to uh, know. So I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of. I would like to know how. That's interesting. Baffled as to how they're gonna go th- through with that, because that sounds awful. That sounds like the worst. That it's rewritten. Yes. Uh, not if it's rewritten for the better. I mean, if his link is, because like his link could be improved. You know, there's ways that his link could be improved. Uh, I would like to see. I guess like. You kind of you kind of have these little incidental you know moments that. Uh, Considering what you know by the end of the game, like you could, I could see ways to put more weight and gravitas to those those little encounters. You know what I mean? Hmm. But yeah, <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm getting a bunch of bizarre messages from a friend of mine right now. Okay. Uh, could you give me a, a second, please? Yeah, no problem. Sorry about that. No worries. Um. Okay, so uh, anyways, in the meantime, here's what I'll say. Uh, It doesn't seem, it doesn't seem likely that we're heading for a world where Persona 5 Arena exists. It doesn't seem likely. I kind of was very excited at the prospect, especially when there was those, you know, everyone's following the copyrights. They're following the... um, Oh, you know, Atlas re- trademarked this, Atlas trademarked that, and you're like, yeah, you know, um, maybe it's among those, you know, but it it it's it's such a bummer, man, because like even if they had to, let's say, even if it wasn't like a, a quote unquote sequel to P4 Arena, even if it was like a brand new um, P5 characters only kind of game, like. P4A and P4U were so much fun and they were just such interesting fighting games that 
um, to see what they would do now with the level of like fucking just beautiful design aesthetic and that they have and like you know with all the, the with with all the the experience that like Arxis has gained like it would be unbelievable like I think I think it would give Strive a run for its money you know I think it really would it would it would be everything they built off of I'm back sorry about that no, uh, today is no like problem. fucking popping off like crazy just talking about the idea that uh Oh, I, I was I was still here. Okay. I didn't actually leave. I just had yeah. To. I feel like P five P five A uh, A would give Strive a run for its money. Possibly if they if they put all that the 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 combined experience and money and love and artistry into it that we've been seeing from Marxists recently. Um, and I mean, fuck. Like, if you want an example, look how great Scramble looks. You know, Scramble looks gorgeous. Um, don't stream it though. No, don't stream it. Uh, Scramble looks so man. Fuck Atlas. You know, like so. I'm I'm the, I'm I'm playing P5 Royal and I'm really enjoying it. And it's just intrinsically linked with like man. Atlas just doesn't like me personally. <laughs> it hurts my feelings. The Stegosaurus is staring at you like uh like Mundus like alerts at ninety nine percent. Yeah, like like Mundus in in the DMs in Dino staring in his tower, yeah. looking down at the city like <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> Uh yeah um yeah uh I, I think uh I think considering that you know and, and obviously the dancing games we we you know I've been I've been thoroughly warned uh, uh about their quality um but like scramble they're not good scramble looks pr- pretty fantastic and um yeah I'm 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 really sad I'm really sad that it seems like P5A is not on the horizon. It's extra sad considering, uh, so I got the fancy version that came with all the DLC, which is hilarious because it, it takes like 17 button presses to actually unlock all of it. Mm. Um, and one of the things in there is like a, a shadow operative costume. And it looks like the cost, it looks like Persona 5 arena costumes. Oh, given to the P5 cast. man. Like we graduated uh, and this is what we're doing in life kind of like that yeah because the 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 p4a uh uh designs are basically like okay post high school what are you doing what are you up to it's like a it's like a look where they they have like black suits with ties and like red goggles and like the like a similar seized looking armband thing and it's like what the like you mean the fucking nazi armband (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah well japan apparently has decided that they're gonna try and keep that going we're gonna pretend the armbands are not what they are like what do we do <laughs> yeah no man yeah why they gotta ruin armbands yeah armbands a cool look no big 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 cheer team squads have them too the oendan and um glove yeah. on fight uh uh cheer squad people are they got those things going too. armbands are there yeah they love him they love the armbands but I don't know if you can save them, unfortunately. Maybe. Persona 3, they weren't bad. Maybe if you pick a color that is not red. Yeah. You know? It's funny because in, in P4 dancing all night, I think it's I think it's you. But he doesn't have an armband, but he does have an armbandana. Right. Instead. And it's yellow. Friendly yellow. Yeah. Um... The fact that the cease uniform also happens to just be like, and it's red. It's like, ah, well, you know, 
you know, there it is. So those DLC <laughs> costumes and all that shit are massive ripoffs and no one should get them. But they do come with one cool thing. And it's uh, the DLC costumes for all the different like Atlas games. If you change them on Joker, the battle music changes. <laughs> Sorry. Cease uniforms designed by Hugo Boss. <laughs> mm. Mm. Uh. No, it would be... It would be designed by like Mitsuru's like uncle, who was a colleague of Hugo Boss, or some shit. Sure, sure. Um, it changes the music. Yeah. So uh, I, in fact, um, my, I, my, I saw a clip um, my friend made of like uh, one of those one of those Showtime attacks was being played over mass mm-hmm. destruction. Yeah. I was like, oh fuck, that's cool. I really wish you could just change that without the costume. It's only costume. It, you, it's only Joker's costume. That is a humongous bummer. That sucks. That's a huge, so like easy to, easy to fix problem. So, for example, uh, I really like his Persona Five uh, Dancing Star Knight outfit, uh, but I hate the song that goes with it. Does it play? So does it play? Uh, if you go P four, does it play uh, original battle theme or? Other um, uh, two or gold? Okay. The uh, the uh, the classic look plays "Time to Make History," and the Persona Four Dancing All Night one uh, plays uh, "Retouch of the Truth." Okay. Because, but yeah, those are both great. But you got to reach out to the truth on that. You know, P five, but better. And even longer for extra value. Time to make time to make history is is it's fine. It's just not anywhere near as good, you know. Yeah, but it it's but it's a good song. As somebody as somebody put a lot of time into Golden and uh, P4 original, the main thing is that time to make history is a little easier to listen to mm-hmm. forty thousand times. I, yeah, yeah, I I, I agree. I agree. Um, I th- and uh, P5 has the same thing going on where there's now two battle themes. Last Surprise is the one you get normally. And uh, what's it called? Takeover is the one you get if you ambush anybody. So you mostly hear Takeover. Mm-hmm. And it's just as good as Last Surprise, but it's a little easier to listen to on repeat. I would say Time to Make History has um, e- easier listening and, and like it because it, like it, it has a, a, a better like um verse to verse to bridge you know mm-hmm. and then the but then the chorus d- is not as strong you know yeah uh what else do i want to say about it uh yeah there are some changes that are really really minor overall like they're not the biggest deal in the world mm-hmm. but to anybody who played and beat the game they would probably make your eyes light up um some of the confidants had their abilities changed and there are two that are really like important. Did you ever get to get Ryuji to rank seven? Probably. In his confidant. Probably. Where he unlocks the ability that when you uh, uh, sneak attack anybody below a certain level, they just die. Yeah. Okay. You remember how that gave you nothing? Uh, you would get a mask. You would get the persona if you didn't. Uh... Yeah, but you never got any money or XP. Okay. Now you do. So that made grinding like a total pain. Okay, so they changed it so that you do get the money and the XP. Okay, so yeah. Okay. So you hit up Mementos with that shit and just roll around and just fucking don't even fight the battles anymore. It doesn't even matter. So is Mementos completely different? Mementos has been changed significantly. 
Uh, there's a there's a shopkeeper in there. There's collectibles to find down there. Uh, there's just a little bit more to do. Mm. Um, and the other one, the other confidant that they changed is uh, Chahaya, the fortune teller. Mm-hmm. Her final skill, uh, once you unlock it, just straight up tells you what the right answer to every social link question <laughs> in the game is. <laughs> yeah, sure. For the replay, and sure. I see that. Well, you can unlock her. You can hit rank 10 with her like a third of the way through the yeah, game. Yeah, early. Okay, yeah. And it's the kind of thing It's like nobody can compete with Becky in terms of like time management, right? Like... The ability to just go out at night yeah. after doing whatever Directive was super powerful. Of course, of course it's, double, it's double time. Um, so Becky's nerfed. The reason why Becky is nerfed is because often Mona will let you... Uh, he won't let you go out when you're tired from Mementos, mm-hmm. but he will let you do stuff in LeBlanc. Yeah. So he will let you watch a DVD. He will let you clean up yeah, the place. You're, at, you're, still you at, you're stuck inside, but you're still you can still do a nighttime activity at home. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the day, it was just like, no, go to bed, bitch. Okay. So Becky nerfed Chahaya buffed. Okay. And also, uh, you remember Tower Kid, the one with the Get Smoked hat? Yeah. Uh, no big changes to him, but because you can use guns in every battle, he's actually way more useful. Oh, interesting. Okay. Because before, you'd get like 40 handgun shots for like a whole dungeon. Yeah. And it's like, you could blow those in one fight. Here, you get like eight, but it's every single per fight. fight. So you could use like... You could use like downshot every single but fight. but against bosses that becomes a motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I you, it's better than saving all your bullets for the bosses. Though, I would for real. I would like them to rework the um the uh, the computer. What about? I feel it? like the computer shopping like it, it, like it it almost sucks that it takes time because you're just it's just item mm. acquisition. Oh, repairing the laptop. You mean? Yeah. Like. I feel like I feel like every like the fact that you have to go into that and then do those activities and they take up your night kind of sucks. Like it ju- that should just be a cost, you know, to yeah. make some of those materials. Though you do, though you do get way more like overall nighttime freedom now. So they're like so they added the month to the end of the game, but if you combine all the evenings that you were locked in to doing bullshit before that are now free, you gain probably about like sixty days, maybe a hundred days. Okay. Is the extra month uh, at the end? Yeah, it's January. Okay. Just like Golden. We're like, oh, we dealt with that. Now for uh, another thing. Whatever. (laughs) I wonder. Again. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. No, I I think... um, I think uh, uh, it, it was pretty much clear from the jump that it's like every Persona game has had this kind of thing happen. So... Like yep. if you're if you're patient and you're willing to wait long enough, then like yeah. So when Persona Six be, comes out, wait four years. If you if you are willing to wait long enough, if you weren't if you weren't rushing towards it anyway, then yeah, you could exactly put that time in. Otherwise, it's gonna be what it is, you know. Or what you could do is just beat it the instant it comes out, and don't do a new game plus run. Did did you? No, I did not. Okay. Because I figured this was going to happen. Yeah, that's correct. Sai, you still can't date Sai. That's not okay. That's not okay. Game gets a point docked. Yeah, you can't can't date. You know, the the there's all those Ryuji lines where 
you can go for it. And he's just like, hey, I'm happy to see you're happy, bro, bro, <laughs> you know, or like, oh, look at you. You're pretty excited. Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're just like, ah, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, no, maybe, you know what the, so, you know what the problem is? What is the problem? Joker with? doesn't have meth. That's true. If he had meth, those girls be eaten out of the palm of his meth. Those husbands, bro. Meth. Oh, that's true. Infinite hey, husbands. You know what? Ryuji is totally the type of moron who you could trick into getting addicted to meth. He runs. He's a runner. Hey, I can tell you exactly. Here's 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 the two step program of getting Ryuji addicted to meth. Step one: get meth. Step two, tell Ryuji he can run really fast on the meth. Tell him. And then step three is Ryuji's, and he will go, for real? (laughs) Tell him it's a workout supplement. Yeah. If he wants to get nice and buff and impress everybody, he should start taking this. Yusuke, you could draw really cool stuff if you were high on meth. Really? Fascinating. Oh, man. Yeah. Yusuke's such a dumbass and an ass. I hate Yusuke. He's my favorite party member in battle, and I hate yeah, him. Yeah, he's he's very, <laughs> very, very good in battle. And not only I, that... I hung out with him all the time, and I was cursing under my breath the whole time, being like, oh! His sword is cool, and his mother- ice is oh, great. You need him. I Shut up about your art. I hate Also, it. did you ever do card copying? I, occasionally. I did it like once or twice for something really good, but I feel like it was like two or three yeah, times. not not that not not a yeah. big deal. Um, yeah, and then there's all those little things too, where it's like, gotta go get your kale shake, <sighs> yeah. gotta go get your mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah all that shit. Anyway, so yeah, they they added a lot of those things to the game. So I saw the daily life stuff. I saw one where you take the twins to fucking Big Bang Burger. Yeah, you can date the twins. Or, sorry, you can take the take twins out on a date. the twins. Re- is that what they call it? I don't is know, it- but I was I was reading a breakdown of, like, what's new in Royal, and one of them was, you can take the twins out on a Dude, date. Dude, my impression of that was, you're going on a babysitting adventure. That's what I thought it was. Anyway... Here's hoping. Uh, Here's hoping that's what I it assume is. it is a babysitting adventure where you take the twins down to Big Bang Burger and then you win them a Happy Meal toy and it, and then yeah. they're happy that you get them the toy. That's that's what I got. Hopefully. That's what I got. Just like when you hung out with Elizabeth and she didn't know what the fountain was. Don't remember. Did Did Margie ever leave the velvet room? I don't think so. The twins Wait, suck, dude. Mar- Mar- Margaret, They're terrible. Doesn't Margaret go to your room? I don't remember that. I think she does. Yeah, she does. So there's that. She totally mm-hmm. like that shit goes down. <laughs> that shit totally goes down. Yeah. Anyway, darn. Yeah, game's good. Super long. Super ridiculously long. Uh, even more so, much improved. Uh, I forgot. I, there's all, all sorts of shit I didn't mention. Like they added a whole new area and like ten new things to do with your time, like billiards and darts and shit. Uh, did they just throw in new yeah, persona as well? 
Oh yeah, a bunch of new persona. Cool. cool. Um, so that they could be ready for SMT five, right? Yeah. No. All right. So to put it into perspective, and this is uh, this is a a a black mark against both games. I was able to completely beat RE3 Remake on its hardest initially selectable difficulty in the time that it took to get control of my character for real in Persona 5. Yes, yes. The railroading in P5 is probably... Maybe I'm just misremembering. I could totally be misremembering. But it felt longer than any other, right? It was. Yeah, okay. In P3, P3, it was like three hours. P3 takes a minute to get you... In, you're you're railroaded for a while in P3. Um, in P5... Uh, sorry, in P4, it's like five hours. And in P5, it's like eight hours. It, it's crazy. It, it, yeah, you are you are on a track. You are, you are on a track, yeah. Um, I imagine... I imagine on replay... If you're mashing through the the dialogue, um, it, the, a lot of that becomes so, more bearable. So if you're doing like a P3 new game plus, I imagine you just you can blast through it and just like, you know, you're not reading anything. But if you are in fact going through it that first time, you're feeling that length for sure. So I have confirmation from a friend of mine, uh, my head mod guy and a good long term friend of mine, a guy named Strident. He was uh, challenged or dared or whatever by some dumbass that, oh, you couldn't beat Persona 5 Royal in like a weekend. Turns out that cutscene skip shit is really powerful. Because if you just mash through and skip every fucking cutscene and piece of dialogue in P5, you can clear that in like 30 hours. So here's my question. Is it uh, doing fast forward times 100 on the dialogue? Like just all of it. Just, just as fast as a human can go. Okay. Now, it would be... I, I talked about this before. And it would be unreasonable to expect. But I would have jumped on if they did the 999 feature... That is yeah. st- old save file, new game plus. We are going to gray out text you've already read and stop when it's new. Yeah, see that wouldn't work because it would, like they've in, they've put in like so in like a conversation of like thirty lines they've they've put in like three new lines and then certain scenes take place in slightly different locations and stuff like that. Like it, it would still be stopping you constantly and it would be really weird. Hmm. Or if they change the word here or there. Yeah. Perhaps. Fair enough, yeah. They went to the trouble of re-recording a bunch of the dialogue and adding all this stuff, and yet they still say Sakamoto and Takamaki and all this shit. <laughs> they didn't shit. fix that shit? They didn't fix that shit. Damn. And it's like, it's infuriating. It's absolutely infuriating. Yeah. Well, you know, <coughs> hammer at it. Bless you. You know. Do it, do it, uh, yeah. do what you gotta do, and and uh, here's what I here's what I would like to know in the end, right? Is that like additional content aside, additional content can be fantastic, but um, changes to main plot are not necessarily always for the best. So 
the mm. big curious is like, is this better? I didn't care for Golden Story Editions. Um, I really didn't care for it. Um, but Golden's gameplay stuff was like incredible. For P5 Royal, I mean, I just started, right? But so far, there have been a lot more little baby tweaks. And I've liked all of those so far. Okay. Uh, this probably invalidates P5. One of the, you know, one oh, of those, for sure. For like, sure, for eh. sure, for sure. Um, but I mean, like, unless there's something that, like, completely ruin and ruins uh, the final bit, I, yeah. which, you know is possible but unlikely um Mm -hmm. cool okay interesting so yeah so by the way if you want to check me streaming that and ff7 remake which is coming out this week apparently uh you can check that out over twitch.tv slash pat stares at but before that last week i streamed re3 and like i said it's a black mark against both games I was able to completely 100% beat yeah. on hardcore. So you one-shotted that. RE3. You one-shotted that. Yeah. Um, Just sat down and did now, it. Now, this was like uh, going off of, of course, like uh, textbook memory of having this since your childhood, but like shit was not identical, right? It, there was enough changes in no, the same in way fact, that the old game was. In fact, I would say that, um, I mean, you saw, you've seen enough of RE2 over the years, and you played the remake where you saw, like, oh, it was faithful, and it was, but they changed it, right? Uh, RE3 is not like that. RE3 is a completely different game. Head to toe. Head to toe. And, yeah, there's, there's almost no overlap with the original. Nemesis is there, and it is in Raccoon City, and you do go to a hospital, right? But it's... The the room layout yeah, maps different. The the map, the where enemies are, what enemies are in it, what the what they act like, it's completely different. Old police station was um, still like left side, right side. Oh yeah, you know. it was still uh, nearly faithful. It was it was updated. Mm. This cat's got mats in his fucking hair. Oh my god, you're so gross. Now does it kind of bum um, you out to not see like fully realized 3D versions of like the map you know? Absolutely. And in fact, uh, the biggest bummer is that, yeah, Resident Evil games are short games, right? This one feels short because they cut a lot. They expanded in places that I don't think they really should have expanded. Uh, And they cut a lot. They cut about half of the city part of the game. Was it fluff? No. Hmm. They cut the first half. Hmm. Everything that Jill does in the original game all the way up until like a little bit after the police station is gone. And now Carlos is the one that goes to the police station. How many hours is that? And how many hours is what? Or not hours, but like how much like like how, how much time is that? In the in the so Resident Evil has a really really uh bizarrely um, fixed like formula in which you have primary location one, then you go sub location of primary location, then you go primary location one again. So uh, in RE2, which you're the most familiar with now, it's the RPD, then the basement, then back to the RPD, yes. right? 
And then you go to adjoining area, which is usually a sewer, then lab. Mm-hmm. And they pretty much all do that. In RE1, it was uh, mansion, guardhouse, mansion. Uh, in RE3, it was uh, city, then city, then clock tower, then hospital. Here, they've truncated city dramatically, and it's a lot more linear. And they've expanded on Carlos. You play a lot of Carlos in this game. It's it's about 70-30 Jill Carlos. Um, and the hospital was greatly expanded, but like the park got cut. And the the final area got completely redone, and it's it's basically a completely different game. Are there any um, are there any like Marvin level performances? Yes, good. Uh, Jill and Carlos kill it. Cool, cool, absolutely kill it. Um, but yeah, it feels short because the it, it's it's not it's a pretty good game, but it's not a very good remake. If that makes any sense, I understand. In that, yeah, I get it. Uh, it's it's wearing the like they do a lot of cool new stuff. Like Nemesis has a lot more. Uh, he he does a lot more crazy things to chase you, but you also fight him less. You fight him a lot. Okay. I'm being screamed at by people <laughs> that there's more content in Nightmare Mode. Okay. So here's the thing. The game, you, gotta... you, you, start, you start the game, there's assisted, normal, and hardcore, right? Those are your three difficulties. Once you beat hardcore, you get Nightmare Mode, which is an enemy and item remix, which is significantly harder. And once you beat that, you get Inferno, which is a enemy and... Uh, item mix again, which is more difficult. I'd just like to take a moment to... Most people are never going to see Nightmare Mode, guys. I'd just like to take a moment to uh, acknowledge and uh, laugh at the the new... The, the new the new uh, uh, form of this podcast in the sense that now we have the flavoring of talking, 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 pause... Okay, I'm being screamed at, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and, and, and sometimes here's the thing. sometimes it's it's for the best. Sometimes it is the it is the fact check that is necessary when we're super wrong. Uh, other times it's yeah. it's not, but uh, it's always really funny. And uh, I I do like I, if you're uh, if you kind of hate that that happens nowadays. I'm I'm sorry that that's not your thing, but it definitely is pretty funny. Just listening to this to have yeah. that pause and so well, the world is screaming at me. Yes, the new difficulties do add remixed content. However, Max went through all of those on stream and said that it was fucking terrible. Ah. Now I have not gone through it myself, but Max knows what he's talking about, and he fucking hated Nightmare Mode and thought that it wasn't play tested. You played on uh And I seriously doubt they actually added new cutscenes. So wait, Nightmare is not the hardest difficulty or is? No, Inferno, Inferno is. Inferno is. And yeah. you played on Inferno. No, I played on hardcore and I'm going to try Nightmare later. Um the the game just It feels like a big missed opportunity and the biggest missed opportunity is you don't get to fight Nemesis enough. Um, Nemesis in the demo, everyone was like, oh man, he has so many moves, uh, he can chase you so relentlessly, it's incredible, but outside of that demo area, like the cityscape, 
he doesn't really stalk you. Punch mom, can you do yoga over there? It's distracting. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Appreciate uh, it. You get two to three. <laughs> you get two to three boss fights against like the nemesis that you would expect, and where he chases you and you can't really kill him. Yeah. And then he kind of fucks off and becomes like a boss fight that chases you in cutscenes, and it sucks. Um, Mister X had more of an impact on his game than Nemesis has on his. Really which is stupid. Yeah, weird. But I guess, but Mister X is. But then again, you said Mister X is like the persistent mechanic, whereas um, Nemesis Nemesis was the more persistent mechanic mm. in the original. In in the so in original game RE2, you would see Mr. X seven or eight times. In Nemesis, Resident Evil 3 Nemesis, you would see Nemesis out on the field seven or eight times, but then you also had like two or three extra boss fights against him that were scripted. And the difference was that X couldn't chase you between rooms, whereas Nemesis totally could. In Resident Evil 2 remake, Mr. X is there for like a while. I mean, you remember mm-hmm. that. And uh, he shows up a couple times. And in RE3, Nemesis shows up and you kind of get away from him. And he, I, I think I, outside of like storyline stuff, I feel like he chased me less than X did. So and it was fucking So weird. it sounds like the takeaway that is uh, you prefer the, the level of remake that 2 was, was on. Like oh, absolutely. Level of faithfulness. My my near my my opinion at the end is whatever you felt RE two was dock a point off for RE three. Okay, but so if if you th- if you thought RE three uh, RE two remake was like incredible ten out of ten, yeah, I give this one a nine. But uh, I guess if you wanted to look at a silver lining, um, per- perhaps that's indicative that like they're willing to completely change something that would need complete changing, such as I guess from what I hear, Code Veronica. Yeah, but this one didn't need it. Right, right? you're saying RE3 uh, like, was good. It didn't need the changes, but like So let me let me let me give you a good example. Hmm. Um uh Nemesis uh, this you can go uh, people can go check out the clip from my stream. But uh Nemesis shows up the first time you burst through a wall and you're like, "Okay, time to fight Nemesis. Let's go." And I clicked, I think it was left on my D-pad and threw a grenade at him. And then he took one step towards me. The grenade grenade went off. A uh, a, a item box flew out of Nemesis's chest, and he took a knee for multiple minutes and let me beat the entire sequence while he was down. (laughs) Okay. And that was on the hardest initially selectable difficulty. Okay. And it was like, oh wow, oh great, yay! Whereas nades in the old game. would there were no nights in the old game but even then like y- y- there was no way to do anything other than fight your ass off against like he's easy yeah. he's easy to down he's easy to beat he's less scary than x and then you can dodge and then pop your x factor and do jill loops yeah absolutely <laughs> uh and like the game's only about an hour maybe an hour and a half shorter than RE2 but it's so much more linear that it feels a lot shorter. Where in RE2, you had the big police station that you were exploring for most of the time. And where the 
the you know item progression path of you got to get this key then this key then this key was in fact linear your ability to explore around the rpd and go into different rooms at your leisure you could do that for a while in re3 it's pretty much only the first area that's like that and then it becomes very linear for the rest of the game it's a it's a bummer okay so characters overall improved uh game progression uh easier and doubt and like not as good um, yeah, and you still also there's no puzzles in the game. It's not one puzzle. Is in the that game. a bad thing? Kinda. Oh, sorry. No, I'm wrong. There's one puzzle in the game. <laughs> there's a single puzzle in the entire game, and it is uh three buttons that are, you sit to uh, mid, low, or high, and then you have to get the things in the middle to line up. I mean. But it, it like because re puzzles that I, I'm thinking of like the fucking book and the statue and the little like examine the object and then you know rotate yeah. and it's like what? yeah well re two still had the the re two still had the get the power to the right level mix the uh mix the 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 fucking v jolt to kill the plants uh get the the puzzle pieces for the the weapons locker mm-hmm. and there were a couple mm-hmm, others mm-hmm, that I forget. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, and like, even past that, there were like, I wouldn't call them puzzles, but they're item completion things of like, uh, go get the puzzle pieces that will go get the gear from here. And then the crank from here in order to do the clock tower thing. Right. In RE3, it is go get the fire hose to hose down the fire. And then that, that'll be open. And they're all basically just keys. Okay. How much it it did, it feels way more like a platinum game, which is probably because people that used to make platinum games worked on it. How much um, giddy je ne sais quoi? Oh my god, it's the game I I remember is like because you know when RE two dropped, it was like holy shit, it's fucking Resident Evil. Oh 2. yeah, a lot less because it's a lot less faithful. There, there. Uh, so when I was playing RE2 the first time, there was all there was this ever-present feeling of like, oh, cool! This is what they did to the library, or oh, this is how they remixed this encounter, or um. So there's a really good example in the original RE2. You go into that West End hallway, where in the remake you find that guy with a horribly slashed face. And that's where you fight your first liquor and it drops down from the yes, ceiling. Yes, got it. Right? Yes. In the remake, you find claw marks on the wall and you find a dead zombie where that guy was. And then they move the first liquor encounter to the star's hallway. Mm-hmm. So it's like playing off your expectations. That happens... I don't f- feel like that happened once during RE3 because you don't actually inhabit the same locations almost at all. Okay, so the fucking with your expectations and then the payoff of it being similar but not quite what you expected, it's too different Mm -hmm. to even play with that. Yeah, so Resident Evil uh, 1 remake did the same thing, where it's like similar layouts, similar kinds of gimmicks, but they've been remixed and tuned up and improved so that they... They mess with you, and they they they're both a new experience, and then they play off your old experience. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this one, it's like, oh, I wonder what'll happen when I get to the clock tower, and the answer is not be able to enter it at all. Okay. And it's like, oh, ah, bummer. 
So and and you haven't you haven't seen any of the extra stuff yet, right? I have not seen any of the nightmare okay. stuff. Um, are there like extra character chapters too and stuff like that? Extra? No. It's uh, you play as Jill and then you'll switch between Carlos and her uh, throughout the story. There's no like extra survivor like stuff nope. in that. Okay. No extra survivor. Okay. No second campaign. Well, I mean, um, most of what you you just talked about was like negative sounding. Uh, what? What's yeah? Your, what's it's your one of those things where it's like though, because I, I don't want. I really, you know. I really enjoyed it quite a bit. It. Hey, uh, you know what it is, Wooly? Yeah. Do you remember all? Do you remember the dozens of hours I spent talking shit about Dark Souls yeah. two, and then was like, "It's my game of the yeah. year." It's very similar okay. to that. Where it's hey, it's really really yeah. good, and it was a blast to play. But the one that came before was just so incredible and excellent yeah. that this one just feels like a letdown. Right, like if you're able to say in two sentences, yeah, the the performance by the the characters is incredible and then it takes yeah. you like 10 minutes to walk through the specifics of why the changes are not as good it's going to sound yeah. a lot more weighted to the negative but but that's why i'm that's why i'm asking you to sum it up you know because a lot of the stuff that re2 does well this game also does well and it feels better to play like in terms of uh like control because of the dodge cool. the dodge makes it feel great i mean like that just as an idea is obviously fucking sounds super rad. Yeah. Uh, shame about Nemesis being easy though, I suppose. Uh, he's, he's, he's laughably easy and, um, doesn't chase you that much. Like you fight him like 10 times, right? But a couple of those are only in a cutscene or like, you know, uh, microwave hallway shit. Um, the second half of those is big scripted boss fights, you know, that are tied to certain areas. And the classic, I'm using air quotes, nemesis, that is like, oh, no, he showed up or he bust through a wall or he jumped off a building. Ah, what do I do? Is is done with in the game's first 90 minutes. And that is easily the best part. Do you think the, um, the shortened dev time could have uh, had any impact on this? Mm, maybe. I think the fact that they bundled it with Resident Evil Resistance should have given us a hint that the game was going to be a little threadbare. Oh my god, it was bundled with the multiplayer, wasn't it? Yeah. <sighs> I forgot about that. I uh, loaded that I loaded that game up and tried the tutorial and was like, nah, couldn't, fuck it. I don't care. Couldn't even. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I just don't care. It's not. It's It's no outbreak. Is it a, um, is it a, a standalone boot or is it on the main menu? Uh, I got the PC version, in which it's a completely different entry on Steam. Yeah, it's a standalone boot. Okay. Yeah. Um, Resident Evil, all the Resident Evil games have a problem. And it's almost every single Resident Evil game ever. Uh, so let me Dumb think. Story. One has it. Remake has it. No, no I mean, yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's really stupid. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. Every single Resident Evil game has the same problem. Whatever the first area you start in is, is the best area in the game. The mansion, the RPD, the city streets, the village from RE4. Village is the, the best. Village, village is the best. Village is the best. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I was right. just going through that in my head. Uh, the, the Baker house in RE7, etc. It's always the best area. RE4 Cat, never. The second area can sometimes be really good, like the... the 
the castle in RE4. Yeah. But castle and the reason f- castle is a nice um tr- it's a castle Cast- is a refreshing ta- a trade-off from uh the woods and the mountainside mm-hmm. and the fucking like like lake you know yeah. but uh it, but islands can go fuck itself but 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 castle does not beat the village yeah so and the re- the reason for most of that is is because even in RE4 you can see it but the first area is the most open and gives you the most control over you where you want to go uh that's a lot more pronounced in the classic style games and then you hit whatever the middle section is and it becomes more linear. And then you get to whatever the lab is. It's always a lab. Mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. And the labs are super linear. Lots of long hallways, lots of enemies, stuff like As that. As a lab would do, um, to be fair. Yeah. But so it's this thing of, yeah, you, you kind of expect if it follows the trend that the first area is the best area. The problem with that is that RE3's first area is also like an hour and 20 minutes long. And then it's done. And then it's a sewer, which is kind of cool. And then it's the RPD, but it's as Carlos. And then it's the hospital, but it's as Carlos. And then it's a, a really, 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 really linear lab as Jill. And it's like, ah. I imagine like part of that is when you design a premise uh, you have a setup for a a game right you kind of you know you go what's your setting what's your what's your cell what's your vertical slice almost of like you know um this is what the vision of the game is going to look like and you know when you go okay uh you're in a police station you're trapped or you're in a village and everyone's Mm -hmm. turning or you know any of those you're on the city streets shit's shit's going bad right um you pretty much can you you're going to green light the premise that you can um you can continuously use and do a lot with you can play with it in a lot of ways and then at some point you go and now it's time to change it up just so that there's some variety for the player and then at that point you have to kind of come up with a second thing you know um but mm-hmm. the primary thing the the first area as you're describing it's like that's what they greenlit the GDD on you know so there's this weird thing that goes on with RE3 where, in timeline-wise, it takes place the day before and after RE2. And the most interesting thing about that was that in RE3 original, you got to see people that were alive. There were civilians that would occasionally run through the street. Interesting. Or, you know, whatever. And in RE3, at the very beginning of the game, you get that cool moment, very similar to Last of Us, where it's like, it is the exact moment where it went from... Like, this is a big problem to the city's falling mm. apart. And that's cool. And then in the first city area, you see, oh, this guy ran there and you're trying to save survivors. And it's like, okay, there's people around. Not that many. And maybe you only see them from a, a distance, mm. you know, but they exist. And one of the cooler ideas was that, well, A, if you're going to remake this, you know it would be a really cool idea to expand on? The day after RE2 where the city is completely fucked. Mm. And there are no humans anywhere, mm-hmm. right? And it's just ruined. You Once the date rolls over into September 30th, you literally never step outside again. You are indoors the entire rest of the game. Okay. 
and it's like i'm also thinking fuck, like come on could it be as well that like you know um the village uh the town in re5 you know all the the police station all these places are like you're seeing like i guess like a believable setting go through this transformation whereas after that yeah. you're like the <laughs> castle the sewers and you're it's the evil it's laboratory the vi- and then you're like oh it's the video game level it's the video right? game play. the sewers the castle the yeah. magini town <laughs> right the yeah. fucking fucking blue magini town the 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 marshes yeah the you're marshes. like okay we've went from the real world setting into the video game level yeah 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 um there is uh two other things i want to say about re3 um you play through this and you're like i'm pretty sure they're gonna do four guys because there are retcons in this game that connect to four. You know how <clears throat> you played four, right, Wolves? Uh, no, what? You didn't? I just know Magini. Te- what? Yeah, I played four. I played four. Yeah. Okay, I'm just no, checking. No, no. I, so it, the conversation can flow. I played four. I played four. Um. So in four was Parasites, right? Yeah. And it's big monster parasites called the Splagas. Well, one of the throwaway lines from the original game was that the nemesis is actually a parasite yeah. from France. Ah, okay. And here it is a parasite from Europe. Okay. Not specifically the French lab. And when you fight nemesis, they're, they're- a big fat Las Plagas pops out of his chest. And it looks exactly like one. And it looks just like the centipede ones that would bite right, your head off in RE4. Right, okay. And on top of that, Nemesis can turn zombies into parasitic zombies that have long tentacles that will swing at you from a distance. And on top of that, the knife in Resident Evil 3 has moves associated with it. It has a stab, it has a stab and hop back, and it has a counter move, which is like a running, jumping slash. Wow. Like uh, and I'm Achilles lo- and Troy? Yeah, kind of. It's like you do a dodge roll, and then you run and essentially do like a Shoryuken with a fucking knife. Okay. And I'm looking at all these things, and I'm like, okay. And the other thing is that now we have this progression in which we have... Resident Evil 1 Remake, which is fixed camera, difficult to aim, difficult to play. You have RE2 Remake, which is the you can move and shoot now, but your aim has to take a long time to, to focus in. Then you get to Jill in RE3 Remake, where her aim focuses much more quickly, and she has the dodge. And I'm like, well, what would the jump from 2 to 3 be if it was from 3 to 4? And it would be Leon in RE4. It would be the professional. It'd be from rookie to super cop to, you know, special. Agent. Yeah. Now the now the and there's a really clear feel. Now the that. remakening is going to be felt a lot less hard when four does get made. But it's like, what are you going to do? Leave all that money on the table? You insane? Yeah. Of course you're making. You know what they should do? They should four. they should do four. They should also do five, and they should do six. But it's a completely different game. <laughs> they should say it's the re6 remake and it's completely different it's literally a hunt like a hundred percent just throw it out and the reason why i said that is that 
they actually massively who cares about resident evil story right well capcom does for some stupid reason and they do a massive massive change to the story of three that makes six impossible oh um part of six's plot is that nobody in the united states knows that raccoon city was nuked they just know it was blown up and they don't know why in three it's being broadcast on the news like the national news that Raccoon City is going to get nuked because of a horrible Original virus. 3? No, this, this one. one. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so it's like, oh, okay, well that part of 6 makes no sense now. Because like let's all let's all re- be realistic. If an American city got nuked, it would kind of be difficult to actually hide that. <laughs> that would be very difficult little, to cover up. Bit impossible, yeah. And I guess moving off that to the final thing I want to say about RE3 is that um, the intro cutscene is a nightmare. The intro cutscene is like legitimately terrifying for real. It's the scariest thing in the entire game. Um, let me just pull it up so you can look at it for like a second. Wooly. Sure. Um, I was going to say um, that I imagine that like if you are... You know, if we're talking about these changes and everything like that, when it comes to remaking 4, since it's already, like, behind-the-back similar camera view, and since so much of it could be so similar, that would probably need to be the game with the most, like, remixes to your expectations. Yeah. I'm trying to find this thing. Uh, Maybe, uh... Can I get... Maybe, like, you can play with, like, Chainsaw Man. Hmm. Oh, that'd be... The persistence. Yeah. All right, here we go, Wolves. I'm gonna I'm gonna timestamp you this fucking thing. Uh, start at 48 seconds. Here you go, Wolves. Now you obviously don't have to watch this entire thing, but the thumbnail should tell you a lot. Okay, I just clicked on it. One second. Yeah, yeah. That is that is a clear news report about how shit is going down. And uh, so uh, it is a live action segment that has a news reporter and riot real live yeah. action lot riot. Footage yeah, yeah, yeah. And a man speaking on the White House podium talking about the most deadly outbreak in American history. Buildings on fire is look at all these people that work at Universal Studios, all these extras that they fucking got into the game. <laughs> and okay. like. There's this moment of like, oh, oh, come on. Also, super, come on. super sterile umbrella commercial moment. Yeah. Yeah. After, after that, it's all, it's all dumb, evil shit. But it's just this moment of like, this, this was timed poorly. This feels bad. I, you know, what are you going to, like I talk, like I said, uh, um, there's uh there's that trailer on the Nintendo eShop for the the board game Pandemic and it's yeah. like it's just like just live action fucking talking about like how everything is going to hell and you're just like wow dude like we were we were playing Dokapon Kingdom this week and and like randomly a board event just kicked in that was just like ec- epidemic oh no epidemic has hit the kingdom what are we gonna do everybody pay money we gotta fix the problem gotta fix it guys 
you know and um it's, it's just there's a there's a there's a line of dialogue in the first like 10 minutes where <laughs> accident. Jill goes, oh my god accident oh my god there's so many infected how did it get this bad so fast and brad turns to her goes i don't know man but one fucked up thing always leads to another and you're just like oh. <laughs> yeah yeah i tell you one thing you're gonna have where uh, uh there's gonna be more than enough uh writing prompts for anybody who needs to tell stories like this in the future uh ari but you're trapped in a mega church that decided to hold a humongous sermon baptism thing where everyone was oh, not no, they're all they're all monsters yeah now. so you're in you gotta get inside of a super huge old church and like everyone's fucking turning in the congregation ah crap yep um resident evil but it's spring break and you're trapped on the beach and the town is already gone and uh oh, no. you have to make your way from the beach to the other side of town where your hotel is and maybe you get to your car but who knows i don't need that basically anything that's happening right now it, where people are being utterly ridiculous it's like yep that's a setting resident <sighs> evil so yeah already but you're trapped in a prison that that game exists. Which one's that? Uh, Revelations okay. two. That that game does mm. exist. And Dead Island is apparently the Spring Break game. So, yeah, that's that's accurate. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, Resident Evil uh, re- uh, three remake. Uh, it's got a bunch of cool shit. It's a fun game. It's not quite as good as RE two. Kind of disappointing overall, but it's still good. That's 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 my that's my take. Fair enough. We're done now. Cool. If you want to check uh, the archive of that, if you want to check out P5 Royal or FF7 Remake or other bullshit that I do, you can check that out at twitch.tv slash patstairset. What's the location of uh, the Code Veronica? All I know is it starts in a graveyard. Code Veronica is in... Uh, the first place is an a island that is deserted except for military base called rock fort island uh which is a military slash prison colony for test subjects of umbrella and the second part is a secret base in antarctica okay so pure video game setting it has it has no link to any culture location language it's all labs and bases it's one of the reasons why it sucks so much couldn't create uh code coronica it's not like a cool house. Like it's kind of nuts v- that like the a military like <laughs> Vode Coronica. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Like they've made lo- they've made like iconic and super cool locations after like an old house mm-hmm. in Louisiana, but like Code Veronica has all these crazy military bases and they're the most boring fucking shit in the world. Yeah. So I think I think I think pointing out that the interesting first setting locations are uh, what make those games great is like every single and the game. ones and I get and that's one that ha- doesn't have that right so it it doesn't yeah. have that that star that star like location. even even the spinoffs like the ship is the most interesting part of Revelations the prison area is the most interesting part of Revelations too like all of them it's ridiculous 
It's so ridiculous that it even followed Shinji Mikami into Evil Within. Because the first area in Evil Within is the most interesting part oh, of that no. game. Oh, no. Damn. Hey, Wooly. Ballpark what the three areas in Evil Within 1 are. I was going to assume that they were... Well, based on the name of the game, I honestly thought like you probably went to some creepy house and then ended up going, spending most of the game inside your own head. Well... I assume that... The three locations are... Village, Castle, <laughs> and City. Oh, man. Okay. Damn. <laughs> That's pretty uh, predictable. Is there is there a lab too? <laughs> yes, because the lab is the final part of the city in the mental hospital. Mm. I honestly thought I I just just based on the name and I guess that trailer I saw that uh, I was like, oh, this is fucking in your head shit, you know, the cell. Mm-hmm. See, Evil Within Two is the best like layout of all these because Evil Within Two, unironically, goes town castle um lab but the town is like 70 percent of the game oh my god dude survival horror has a rigid formula fuck why can't like why is that so you can't play with that at all like we can't pick any other settings what do we do both of them that's a whole other franchise that that is the strongest anti cell I've gotten for that entire series. Like, hey, you guys I? talking about it not being a, a great time, you know. Notwithstanding, I hear the DLC is really great though. But for uh, which one? Um, the one where you play as the boss or whatever. No, which game Evil are you within, talking about? Evil Within I One or two? two? Evil Within One is not that great. Evil Within Two is incredibly is incredible. Okay. Uh, I, I was. I, I think you you play as the the monster in the DLC for two. Yeah, every, every, everything about Evil Within One is kind of mediocre. I would say. Okay. Um. Hey, Wooly, you want me to you want me to fuck you sure. up? Fuck me up. You're fan. a fan of Devil May Cry One, right? Yep. Melee Island. All right. So. What's the <laughs> roles in Devil May Cry One? <laughs> Ding. <laughs> it's castle, castle which is the biggest and most interesting location sewers then you make a little side trip to the sewers, sewers. then it's back to castle at night yeah. yeah outside for a little bit but whatever and then to hell which is the source of the evil uh-huh. Uh-huh. so it might as well be a lab <sighs> well it's not a lab though but you know yeah i mean but like dmc does end up in a lab by the time in four you know yeah, DM- DMC has the same actual progression. Like, literally, all of them do. They just change lab and bio monsters for hell. Okay, but... Like, look at DMC 4. City, castle, jungle, lab. Yes, okay, but 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 to be <laughs> fair to 4, to be fair to 4, it is, like, different city, right? Yeah. And, um, and then at some point, you're going through, like, not sewers but caves and then you go mm-hmm. castle and then you go um jungle right um 
and then you go back to other castle. But like, I mean, shit, but, dude. E- even five does it. But five does city. Yeah, but but then it. But does but, but I, I just, but I just mean to say that like, there's a difference between saying city and referring thinking about like Raccoon City and saying city and meaning yeah. the Vatican. Yeah. Oh no. Of course, they're different cities. But like the the, the it is a fucking formula, mm-hmm. man. Like it is hilarious. And like DM, like oh, the, you know what DMC's remix is? The last level is either hell or not quite yeah. hell. Like DMC five, it wasn't hell; it was sky hell. Oh yeah, it, it, it's <laughs> no, no, no. It, it's it's a hundred percent there for sure. Um, I mean, hey, I can still hear you. I'm just getting up to get some water. Excuse yeah, me. like city to rooftops, rooftops to, to sewers. It's it's all still there, and then you spend a bunch of. T- There's only so many fucking <laughs> locations you can possibly go, but yeah. they're always in the same fucking order. Well, um, credit to credit where credit is due. Bayonetta ends up on a fucking sky ship, an airship. Um, uh, again, another Vatican-esque city when you're running through Vigrid. Um. Bayo at some point ends up like literally just on a vehicle on like on you know on the road on the back of moving things and then Bayo goes to fucking space you know um Bayo Bayo tries a little bit to not go so hard into uh a lot of the aforementioned things Bayo 2 has big old city for a while though Hey, let me let me really let me really bust it down for you because Bayo, you know what Bayo's mm. doing? It's not taking its roots from the Devil May Cry or um, uh, Resident Evil formula. It's taking it from the anime formula, which is <laughs> empty wasteland slash village, city space, <laughs> and it's the same thing every time. I mean. Well, if you're going level by level, like just like graveyard to plane. I mean, shit. Well, they like uh, DMC five even splits the difference between hell and space, and mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that it's hell, but it's really high. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just I'm thinking of the uh, uh, empty wasteland area you were talking about, like uh, where which part are you referring to? In Gurren Lagann, you know, like... In, the, in Bayo, I mean. Like the villages. Because oh, you, you go from graveyard, uh, then you're on the back of the jet, and then it cuts to you going to the city. And you're going through... Then okay. You so go yeah, through Vigrid for, for a while. For Bayo, for Bayo, it's city, 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 space. <laughs> it's pretty much the one level. Road, back of... Back of, back of... Then, then, then air, sky, you know... Mm-hmm. Uh, and then space. Yeah, space comes in. And you mm-hmm. spend some time in space. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I guess so. And at the end of the day, too, like, you put all fucking video games on a goddamn roulette wheel and, and crank them. And, you know, yeah. you're going to get you're going to get a set, it, set of the, textures. The, I mean, this this kind of goes like to a place. The The main thing is that the Resident Evil series does it. So it like it's so um, set in stone. It's always the first area is the biggest. Then you go to a little baby area. Then you go back to the first mm-hmm. area, and like so, it's one, two, 
one, three, four, and it's that way for all of them. Here's what I will say: um, the details matter, and like if you're describing like you know like evil within following that same formula in in that way um i guess zoomed out and hearing it in that like simplified way you kind of i kind of go like oh my god really but let's not forget that uh a game like um hollow knight presents you 14 different kinds of caves <laughs> oh man <laughs> right Hollow Knight presents you with caves, and then caves too, and then super deep caves, and then pretty caves. You get caves where, like, like di- got this cave's got rocks. This cave has bodies falling from the heavens. Oh, right. So you got you got like you know, and then you, and then eventually you hit like okay, here's creepy lab. Here is uh, steampunk city, but then you connect right back mm-hmm. to fucking caves. You know. So so Hollow Knight is like 14 different flavors of cave and you 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 get the the art of how uh, they're designed. Here's City Cave. Yeah, here you know and and like the the Here's Gross Cave. But the details matter. So uh sticking with the formula is fine if the details are interesting and fresh. Super Gross Cave. Uh I would like to I would like to point out that somebody uh, uh, try is trying to get me going. RE7 doesn't have a lab in the end. That's right. It's a salt mine, and in that salt mine, you discover the lab. Now the lab is only two rooms, but that qualifies it as the lab. Okay. Well, uh, let me uh take the opportunity right there to uh, interject with a quick word from our sponsors. Let's do that. Right on. Who do we got this week as our wonderful sponsor? This here? week, the Castle Super Beast is sponsored by Manscaped. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta keep it in mind, folks. Um, there. Hey, would it be upsetting to you if I used uh, Manscaped's excellent products to trim my, uh, you know, package hair into something that looked like your face? My face. Yeah. Um. I would like you giving like a thumbs up. I would not be no. I I would not be upset by that because I would be impressed at your craftsmanship and your attention mm-hmm. to detail. If you were capable yeah. of trimming that big old red bush into something resembling my face, giving a thumbs up, I would have to applaud it. Uh my my I would be equally as impressed as I would be disgusted. Yeah. So as I as I as I uh frowned I would have to applaud. Well, but here's here's what we're getting at though. Um you know, just cuz you're locked down, you're not, mm-hmm. you know, it's possible that you're not paying attention to to what's going on down there. But I'm trying to see how many days I can go without washing. That's not true. I shower. Don't do it. But it matters. Regardless, the point is somebody might not be paying attention to their uh, their particulars, Ex- which would be upsetting to their SO, which they are trapped yes. with. Yes. Make sure that, uh, and even if it's just for yourself, it is, it, is, it is key that you stay groomed and stay clean. And what better way to do it 
than with the Lawnmower 3.0. Uh, it's a third generation electric trimmer featuring a cuttering edge ceramic blade to prevent manscaping accidents. Uh, million. Do you know what those? No. Millions of balls are safe thanks to the nick free advanced skin safe technology. Uh, and the perfect package 3.0 kit comes with a new and improved lawnmower 3.0, a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your manscaping routine. Um, uh, some of the liquid tools for your family jewels, I had rhymes, folks, includes the Crop Preserver, which is a name that I super, super duper love. Uh, and yes, and I, and I, and I can, I can 100% personally attest the Crop Preserver, uh, works and does its job. It is an anti-chafing deodorant for your balls. Game changer. You put deodorant on. Ball chafing is Ball chafing is terrible. It should be fine. And you deodorize your armpits. Why not deodorize the worst smelling part of your body? Uh, Crop Preserver. It's good stuff. The Crop Reviver uh, is a spray-on toner and refresher. Gives you a little pep in your step. It's aloe and hazel extracts. Anti-inflammatory, anti-burn, anti-dryness and hydration are all in in effect. So um, you can... You can revive your crop. That's the uh, that's the that's the name of the product. It 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 works. It works. It's all part of the perfect package. It also comes with a travel bag, disposable shaving mats, and a set of um, comfy anti-chafing boxers. They're super duper slick. Slick. I actually have decided to start using the little the travel bag is now my bathroom bag whenever I go places. So I put I transferred mm-hmm. all my toothbrushes and. You know, uh, um, every other thing that you take with you on the go, I've moved it all into the, the the perfect package travel bag. It's pretty pretty handy for that, and it of course has a little pocket on the side to can to, to travel with the the lawnmower three So it's the perfect package for your perfect package. Wah wah! You can get twenty percent off plus free shipping with the code SuperBeast at Manscaped.com. So. Get 20% off and free shipping with code SUPERBEAST at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com and use code SUPERBEAST. Don't be a noob. Trim those pubes. Please tell me you just invented that off the top of your head because that's fantastic. That is 100% in front of me on paper. There's some real, some real big gamer words in here. Big gamer speak. Level up your grooming game. And uh, listen up, gamers. Maximize your joystick. That I, <laughs> I, I artfully, I artfully eggshelled around. <laughs> I artfully eggshelled around a lot of that, but uh. There's definitely some, you know, we're video gamers, aren't we? We're big gamers. I and am a huge we gamer. We rise up, so there's... And I love video games. Yeah. Keep your D-pad clean, level up your grooming game with uh, with Manscaped, folks. It's just that simple. <laughs> That's cute. It's cute. Get your shit in order. Fix your nuts. They're probably gross. 
You min-max your character. Why wouldn't you min-max oh, your balls? <sighs> you grind out your ca- <laughs> Okay, that's enough. That's enough. Huh. <laughs> this week, uh, the podcast is also sponsored by... DoorDash. Hey, DoorDash. What's up? I'm kind of hungry. Do you have anything yes. for me? They've got many, many things for you. They've got 300,000 partners to choose from, actually. And DoorDash has been open uh, pretty much for the last month on my phone as I've been getting lots of takeout. Uh, it's been very handy to get delicious food from different places as I have needed it. Um, yeah. No, it's, 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 you know what it is. Between the uh, between everything that you 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 are busy with, between not necessarily uh, wanting to leave the house, between restaurants not being open to the you walking in because that would be irresponsible. Because stop that. Uh, DoorDash is still is uh, delivering, and a lot of places are open for only delivery. And yeah, you want to get uh, anything you're craving. Whether it's pizza, Chinese, Froyo, whatever it is, there's something for everyone on DoorDash. Uh, continue supporting restaurants in your community safely. There's thousands of them open for delivery, and they need your patronage now more than ever. So you can support your favorite restaurants on DoorDash. Uh, it's an app that brings you the food you're craving right now straight to your door. Ordering is easy. You just open the app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. I have been absolutely making use of that as well. Uh, you know, a couple uh, weeks ago, we were talking about the Death Stranding-esque, like, put the package on the shelf and slide it through. Uh, we're pretty much we're pretty much doing that. Uh, folks are, are doing the contactless delivery. The drop-off of the delicious eats is being done without the driver. And usually, um, by the time I hear them, you know, walking away, I just can I can just shout out a thank you, and they'll be like, "Yeah, no problem." Oh, I don't, I don't open the door until they're long gone. Okay, I definitely, uh, I catch them on the way out. I catch them on the way out. Um, you know, or you can even just or even talk through the door if you want to. That's fine too. You got to leave them with a little keep on keeping on. You know. Um, yeah, so you can, uh, exactly get your food delivered contactless and safe. So right now our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more and zero delivery fees for their first month. When you download the DoorDash app and enter code castle, that's $5 off your first order and zero delivery fees for a month. When you download the DoorDash app in the app store and enter code castle, don't forget that's code CASTLE for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Thanks, DoorDash. Thanks, DoorDash. And with that, uh, I've been drinking a lot of water, so I got to pee. Yeah. Oh, yeah? All right. Well, you want to take a five-minute break? Because I could go for another pee. I've been drinking you water. You can go for well. a pee? Yeah, I you can go, go for a pee, pee bro.
Yeah, let's get. Hey, hey, bro. Let's go for a pee. All right, bro. I'm down to pee. All right, bro. Yeah, I'll okay. see you in a bit. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna start peeing pee. right now. Big pee. All right. Hey. Okay. There we go. All right. Sorry about that, live viewers. I had to use the bathroom more than I thought I did. Big piss, bro? Yes, a big piss of solid uh, food baby from my ass. Oh, that's not a piss. It's it's a form of piss. All right, well, you know, bodily functions. Mm-hmm. They're horrible. We do them. They're pretty horrible. I hate them. Well, um, was it a was it healthy? Good color? I don't know, man. As long as there's no blood in it, I figure I'm good. Nah, the the color tells you a lot. Yeah, you know. Sometimes doctors are like, "Yo, take a picture of that shit. And let me know." And they'd be like, "Damn, I guess." I guess it. you're dead. I know if you take a white shit, that means you have, like, horrible barium poisoning. Yes. Yes. Uh, so, light color, white almost, is super bad. That's your fucking... Yeah. We're out. We're out. We're out. We're out. We're out. We're out. Um, all right. So, I had a week, and uh, things happened in it. What? Crazy. Well, um, yeah. So, I guess first I will... Uh, first I will bring up not 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 a ton of things, just really really short. But one, um, a, a shout out to the folks over at Hero Versus. It's that uh, that mobile game that I'm in. It's the fighting game, and uh, it's coming along. It looks pretty cool. They put the the teaser up and uh, they put the um some combo footage up, and they just they just sent like literally right before we started. They just sent a box with like stuff in it. So I'm like I'm holding up. One of these like shirts that has like me printed on it with the thing, and it's the you. Really cool art. Yeah, and it says King of the Ring, and then there's like these cards that have the same thing on it, and then there's like a poster and like hoodies, and like it's a big old merch bomb of like me as a fighting game character printed on a bunch of stuff, and it's like, oh fuck, that's really cool. Um, so we're there. So shout outs to Hero Versus. Uh, I like that that the first combo they show off is like some sick boxer pressure mm-hmm. into some dirty resets and a command grab. And it's like, fuck yeah. Watch out. Um, uh, I took a look. We had a, a little bit of a race wars and uh, took a look at Sonic Robo Blast 2 Kart. Uh-huh. And... And uh, Sonic Robo Blast 2 was the the Sonic game I talked about not too long ago. I'm that shocked really that you just added the word cart to the end of that and it's a new game. Well, so the reason why is because um, when I originally found... The way I originally found out about this game was a t- podcast topic that was about this the cart game. Mm-hmm. So you may not remember it, but it's the one where the trailer I was describing, they showed off... Uh, basically a bunch of different like all uh, sonic characters racing in a cart game mm. but then they showed off like beat from jet set radio and then ooh la la and then i i and then fucking kiryu riding in a race cart right 
He would do that. And then it, and then you get a bunch of Sega characters all together. And then on top of that, they're like, how many levels does it have? 70? 80? Not, and then it's like, it's like as the whole trailer goes on, by the end, it's like there's over 100 tracks. That's very many tracks. It's insane. So um, we decided to, to take a play, take a little look at it and play it. And yeah, man, it feels really good. It feels uh, almost like a right in between Mario Kart 64 and Mario Kart the original. Okay. Super Mario Kart. Uh, it, yeah, it feels like right in between those. Um, very tight and very nicely responsive controls. Again, tons of uh, characters to choose from. And it's essentially, it's a modded version of Super Robo, uh, Sonic Robo Blast 2, that, that uh, 2D sprites on a 3D uh, engine do mod um, game. They mm-hmm. turned it into a kart game. And yeah, it, it's like a fucking perfect kart game. Um, it's got... Uh, Wait, perfect? That's quite the goddamn... Like it is, it is really, really. It is all the things I like about the Mar- old Mario Kart games. You know, um, I felt it, it. It had like a ridiculous number of of racers to choose from with different stats. It had a ridiculous number of colors to like set them to. You had a full like probably like um maybe like sixty colors per character to choose from, so you can run any color OC tails that you want to be <laughs> i want green tails you can do green tails i want to be weed no the problem. tails 420 the tails you've got four different shades of green to pick from oh my goodness um and then uh there's fun little tie-in stages like here's mementos with the mementos music what here's the super mario um here's cat princess peaches oh i guess that like, is castle. sega isn't it huh that's weird. No, no, no. It's not about that. There's, at this point, it's just fan service, right? So, like, Vice from Skies of Arcadia, all right, is a fucking uh, uh, driver. You can you can choose. You know, it, it doesn't matter. A Hatsune Miku is a is a is a racer. Like, it, it, it's just throwing in all kinds of wacky shit in there. You can. Um, yeah, you can race in Mementos. You can race in. There's literally just tracks lifted from Mario Kart <laughs> and put into it. So, like, yeah, just okay. in case you wanted to go do gonna, that, if you you're can. You're just gonna steal tracks, then uh, you can get that fucking list up there. Yeah. Um. So, ton of ton of great mods uh, uh, that have been done. And this is a mo- it's a mod, and then people have modded this mod to be to inc- to feature even I more content. I see. So, um. But like when you go to the official download for it like it comes and you go to the add-ons and you t- like you can turn on these extra characters as like little add-ons and things like that and, and add-on tracks and shit so you're modding the mod um to get a, a, a really solid racing game you know uh i am like notably bad i'm worse than i thought because i remember oh, our kart when- racer's not your thing well, no, I remember when I thought I was okay at them because I played them and had a lot of fun as as a kid, you know, and over the years I would be like, yeah, like I, I enjoy some Mario Kart and I guess uh, hitting some of like the, the, what I, what I would consider like more difficult levels is like when we start leaving the, um, the racetrack levels yeah, because there's always a city and there's a city with 90 degree turns on it. Every right? time, yeah. There's, there's a city where you have to just like completely swerve or you hit the face of a building. 
And like the track is basically navigating through a grid of 90 degree turns. And I'm always like, oh man, like I'm, I'm having a hard time with that, especially like not knowing the, 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 the lap, the route. You're like, is that a left or a right? And you're not sure. Um, I, I, I you know, but, but aside from my ability, uh, the game is, 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 is a very good racing game and it was a pretty fun time. <clears throat> I would, uh, I would definitely put it up there, um, even though you know it's 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 and it's it's coming off of the the the, the engine I liked with uh, Robo Blast too. So big shout outs to that and just the the sheer volume of content inside of it. Did you ever play Blur? No, but I know it. It's the weirdest fucking thing. It's just the weirdest fucking because I was just thinking like. You're like, it's pretty great, and it's right up there. And I'm like, how much competition do kart racers have? There's Mario Kart, which rules the roost all the time. CTR. There's CTR, but that was just like, that's like, that's both old and new, and there's really only two CTRs. And then Blur tried? Hmm. Blur was weird, man. CTR was was pretty fun. I enjoyed CTR. I think, um... There's a couple others that tried, you know. Uh, I mean, well, there's fucking Sonic, right? Although it's not exactly a cart, but the idea remains. TSR was just fucking whatever. You know, there's obviously Diddy Kong. Oh, right. Um, Sonic Team Racing is not Sega All-Star for racing. Yeah, those are somehow different. Those are not the same. It's fairly confusing. There's fucking Garfield. Is there? Garfield Kart. Yep. Huh. So, you know, there's a couple of different uh mascot racers out there and, and a couple of other things. But uh yeah, I'm I'm gonna say that if you liked the Mario Kart uh if you liked Super Mario Kart, Mario Kart DS, Mario Kart sixty four, that kind of feeling of game, um, this is what so- Sonic t- uh this is what uh Sonic Rebel Blast two kart reminds me of. It's it was very good. I I liked it. Um, I'm going to also mention. Nope. Oh, okay. (laughs) Did you just check like an embargo list or? No, I, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. I'm working. I'm working. I'm working through something. Oh, you're working on something. Okay. Working on something. Uh, if I'm just petting the cat's like, belly. If you would like to uh, tune into uh, what we got going on, which is right now we got Black Mesa, uh, where I have switched over. Even though, uh, so this <laughs> shout outs to Wool who pointed out that um, watching Wooly versus streams is like reading the manga and uh and like watching oh, right, YouTube yeah. is like watching the anime <laughs> it's such an apt comparison it's fucking it's, guys it's shut up the, the man we haven't caught up yet god <laughs> it's great it's great um the uh so i want to say that uh black mesa on youtube just hit the point where i had my worst controller foible uh yet was it the part where it made you go damn it i need a cube pretty much um, I had an extremely embarrassing encounter with a soldier and a shotgun point blank, and uh-huh. I just couldn't fucking. I, it was really bad, and I went, "All right, fuck this," 
and I and I immediately switched and grabbed uh, my my away suitcase and I grabbed a mouse and then I started doing the hybrid. I did a little uh, you know impromptu on the on the moment config setup for it, mm-hmm. and then at the end of the session, I kind of refined it a little bit and whatnot. Uh, came back and then uh, had that ready, but I also had the Steam controller. Oh, so God. then I was like, oh, let me try, oh, let me try out the Steam controller, you know. So uh, the you know the cube was available, the Steam controller was available. I went through a lot, some of the options, and I took a look. And you know, to the Steam controller's credit, uh, there are many different settings you can customize on it with the Steam overlay. That's like, true. There are. Set, there are you can many set, There are more. There are more options I noticed on that available than like pretty much any other controller like uh, setup you can do. You can you can set the D pad on the left side to be uh, like a mouse wheel or a weapon wheel or just a D-pad or another stick entirely or a touch to like kind of almost like represent the um, the area of the screen you're you're, t- you're clicking on type of thing, like a touch screen almost. Um, and I was like, yeah, there's a lot of options there. It's still a fucking an abortion to hold in your hand. It, it is still- the cheapest feeling controller I've ever held. It, it is. It is. The Duke was not as cheap feeling. The Duke was more was less comfortable. But you know, what are we saying here? It's not saying much. It's not a great controller to hold. Um, I pref- I'd rather hold the Ouya controller. Personally, that's where I was at. Yeah. And yeah, probably. Yeah. Um. And uh, some angry, angry, <laughs> angry messages from um, from from Steam controller uh, marks out there. There are Steam controller marks. They've they've sent me videos of the proper configuration that I could have if I bothered to learn it. I oh, could have played off. like this. <laughs> Steam controller marks. It was, uh, I'm like, you know, hey, man, there's got to be one for all of them, you know? But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I'm hitting, someone's, I'm getting, uh, DMs about, about the proper way to, to set up my Steam controller. Um, but, you know, that's fine. If you are, uh, an anime watcher and you've missed out on the manga, it's no problem. Enjoy it, please. By all means, watch the anime. It's more, it's more important that you do. But, um, I, 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 was done with that session. I played for about like maybe half an hour with it, and you know what? It worked better than a deep than a than a a, a, a twin stick, mm-hmm. right? It works better than a twin stick, but nah, nah, not gonna. It's not gonna replace a mouse, you know. Of course not. So I then switched back to my hybrid and um, loving it. Been doing great with the hybrid. Been able to, uh, you know, properly use the the uh, machine gun. You know, the MP5 was kind of just like. Uh, a rough go with the twin stick beforehand, and now I'm and now I'm running it. So, I got I got a stick in one hand with a controller. I got a mouse in the other hand, and it's best of both worlds. So I'm 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 back to the hybrid. I have no idea how to adequately describe why the hybrid is so upsetting. Mm-hmm. But it is, it is upsetting. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Um. If it's upsetting, I, 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 sure, but, uh, it is, it is to me, it's the optimal solution on both hands, you know, 
I uh, a mouse is better than a thumbstick for sure for accuracy. Um, but then to me, a thumbstick is better than a Wazda. So that's where I'm at. Doesn't your wrist I will do th- get tired from holding up a whole controller with just one hand? Opposite. My wrists get tired from keyboarding. What? The um because the it's 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 basically like depends on where the surface level is, I suppose, right? Like uh I feel as if there if if you have kind of like a table full support and whatnot, you'd probably be more fine. But like uh the angles I was at, it wasn't it wasn't as comfortable. I don't I don't feel like the thumb was a problem because I would just basically hold the thumbs to the, the controller on my lap. My hand was fully rested. There was there was no lifting of the wrist type of thing. You know the, the uh, someone someone had a had a theory, and that was that uh, the uh, the fact that I play arcade sticks so much means that like like what my hat my my button tapping hand is 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 favoring the right instead of the keyboard hand, which is the left. And I was like, maybe, maybe that could be it. Who knows? But one thing's for sure. Um, I super like, I super like having a stick in my hand and a gripped triggers and hands and I like it, you know? So what I did was actually, and I, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm, I feel the same way that I did when I first talked about this on, on, uh, with Overwatch and with Apex in the sense that like, um, there was, there will continuously and always be, uh, uh, a desire to fix what I'm discussing here. It's like, no, you're not doing it. You need to fix this and change it and and do a different one. And I'm like, I'm pretty comfy comfy with this, but I'm uh, you know for the sake of fun and just seeing how it goes, I got that Steam controller. So I also um, I'm getting one of those. The thing that everyone links me to all the time, where I've like where I've retweeted it and let people know that I've seen it. It's the one handed Hori like um, yeah. It's kind of like nunchuck, PS4 pad, PC pad, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a weird hybrid built in. Yeah, so I'm 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 gonna grab one of those and see how that feels, just out of curiosity. But like the controller being held, even though it's like even if it was cut in half, it'd be fine. But even though it's not, it's like yeah, it still just sits in my lap. It's it's you know like a nunchuck almost. Um, and you know I I I I, uh, I feel like those who have heard me talk about it are kind of get tired of hearing me talk about it. Those who haven't heard me talk about it are going to be hearing it for the first time, but it, it just, you know, I, the, 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 I feel much more, uh, accurate with the thumbstick and I, and I feel like I'm never going to have an issue tapping the wrong key on a, when I'm holding my controller. Whereas when I have to use my pinky to do control and shift, and I want to have to go over oh, no, to but R. Nobody uses control anymore. Everybody just uses uh, their pinky for shift and then the their mouse buttons. It's it's still a pinky button I don't want to press. I don't want to press buttons with my pinky. <laughs> I, I don't... It's not... I don't enjoy that. It's not a, a thing that I like doing. And uh, moving over to the surrounding keys and then possibly like... I feel fucking- like this controller hybrid thing is the the fucking perfect microcosm of everything infuriating about the way that you play 
any game you are you are jumping through every conceivable hoop possible to the point of even setting up a cube specifically made to give you the ability to use mouse and keyboard without the problems that you have so that you can do it your way this fucked up weird hybrid that no one has intended ever and you you man you tried a steam controller before you tried the keyboard you're insane everyone says i'm crazy but I'm you're not- crazy I'm not trying to convince anybody to to play my style. I don't want anybody to copy me necessarily. I'm not out here telling anyone that this is superior. I'm not preaching this as something that people should do as opposed to using the keyboard. I'm just saying that personally, I absolutely loathe the keyboard for directional movement. It's unfun to me. It bothers me. So even putting in the time to getting comfortable with it like I would with a hitbox like I did and like I was able to do it would still be like I can play like this I still don't enjoy you're it you're talking about learning a hitbox a hitbox is like a fucking weirdo fucked up thing for crazy people but do you know you understand j- why I'm using but do you know why I'm using the analogy yeah it's because it's replacing a directional stick with buttons in the exact same way that a WASDA replaces a stick with buttons. And I can learn to move properly with the hitbox. But I didn't prefer it. And then besides the hitbox, I showed you... Remember I showed you the um, the mix box? That one was weird. That one was actually just a keyboard. It was actually just WASDA. Right? Do you, do you recall it? Yeah, vaguely. Okay. So I, I used that. And uh, I, I I used the keyboard and I got I got used to it and I was able to play and do shit and like I was playing like Dragon Ball and I was messing around with some other stuff at the time and I was like yeah I I can play with this and in fact it would make certain inputs like it makes an instant air dash go a lot easier for example um, but at the end it was not preferred it's it works I can do it it's not as comfortable to me. And in that instance, there's no extra keys to worry about. That was even optimal because that was just the four keys of the direction without any surrounding keys to accidentally hit, for example. So you're, I'm not going to try to tell anybody. You're insane. That's fine. This, this is like the hybrid is pretty crazy in and of itself, but you cycling through every single possible permutation of controllers in order to avoid the one that the game was built for is but did, like did what i just so i just described something and you processed it and then went back to step one yeah because nothing you said actually <laughs> dealt with step one which is i'm i'm insane it's just that simple Okay. I'm not I'm not again. You I'm know what this push- you know what this is, Wooly? This is I'm I I refuse anybody. to learn how armor skills in Monster Hunter work because I just want to play it my way and be bad. It's not at refusing. It. Yes, it's you did. Refusing. You totally refuse to learn. It is it is it is literally it is a controller preference. 
it's an extremely, extremely unpopular controller preference. But I am choosing config that I like over config I don't like. And you're basically forcing, you're, you're kind of saying like, uh, and anyone, and you know, if you're like, no, fuck you, learn bumper jumper. And I'm like, I, it's a much bigger change than that. It's a much bigger change than that. But at the end of the day, like, it feels more comfortable. And I don't know how else you want me to quantify that. I mean, shit. What, well, I, don't I, know, I, I, I play a bunch of games on controller that I would otherwise... Essentially, I play Doom Eternal on controller instead of mouse and keyboard, yeah. right? Yeah. But, like, the cube is specifically built... Mm-hmm. For the to remedy all of your mouse and keyboard comfort problems, it is. That's true. You know, and, and, and uh, it, so it's, the- it's just, it's just, it's just so frustrating. Of game after game after game after game, and now controller preference of like, oh, this is the way you know that would be effective, and it what comes back is Wooly going, no, I'm gonna do it the Wooly way, and everyone goes, why that way sucks, and then you go because it's the Wooly way for Wooly, and it's like, but why does it suck? Can you why me, why can you, does why you, does the hybrid suck? The very first thing that pops into mind is the dozens of games in which every time I accidentally uh, bump my mouse with my elbow, the right. UI starts to go right. crazy. So, and uh, the last time you brought that up, we talked about how that was fixed, totally turned off and patched out. So when that doesn't happen, oh, what, that's been fixed in every game now. No, that was it, happening well, in Resident Evil, that, like just the other day. In uh, when we talked about it, it was in Overwatch, and mm-hmm. then that got changed, right? Okay. But uh, right now, so for 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 Black Mesa, for example, doesn't exist. Doesn't mm-hmm. have that, that. That doesn't happen. So okay. continue. Also, uh, for the vast majority of the cases, just the left side of the controller doesn't give you access to enough buttons. In Black Mesa's case, it does. Well, I suppose for Black Mesa, then, it works out fine. But for keep most in mind, games, it does not. Keep in mind uh, that I got a mouse that has um, the the seven thumb buttons on it. Oh. As well as two beneath the middle. So I have a mouse with a lot of uh, functions that help me. For example, the my weapon wheel mm-hmm. uh, is just the wheel on the, on the thumb of my mouse. Oh, okay. So, so what's the I regular can scroll, scroll the, wheel do? So the regular scroll wheel is also the weapon is also a weapon wheel, right? But uh, if I want to go specifically to a class of weapon, uh, it's got crowbar on one, it's got pistols on two, it's got you know uh, machine guns on three, and so on and so forth. So you would rather learn to use a mouse with ten buttons, and you have your thumb and every finger on your right hand be doing everything except for your pinky, than have your left hand comfortably sit on many of those keys with only slight alterations. You would rather learn an MMO mouse than play with a keyboard. That's even crazier than the hybrid. Can I I interject and say that, uh, one, it's my three fingers. It's not my every finger. Two, it's not the MMO mouse with the 15 buttons because that's a different add-on piece. 
It's a seven button. It's it's much less than the fifteen. The fifteen was is was way too much. I took a look at it and I'm like, that's crazy. That's way too many, and like that's way it's way too easy to get lost in that grid of buttons on the MMO mouse. The circle was much less of an issue of seven buttons or so, and uh, it's otherwise it's left click, right click, scroll wheel, button beneath it, thumb. It did it. So. Again, I, it's not that I wanted to go into this in such vigor, and I definitely did not want to go into this in a, in a, in a combative fashion, but when you're like, it's so crazy, it's so stupid, and I'm asking you why, the first All reason right. you gave was, the first reason you gave was because it makes the UI change, and then I'm like, well, no, it doesn't. And then the second reason you gave was because uh, it doesn't have enough buttons on it, and I'm like, yes, it did. And then the third reason you gave was because of the mouse functions that are like all crazy in an MMO function. And I just said, no, you don't use all your fingers and it's just the seven. So all three of those reasons have been clearly answered. Do you have another one? I do not. All right. I don't push anybody towards using this controller. I don't anyone. I don't want anyone to do that this way. But this is absolutely much more comfortable. I would like you to try and remember this conversation in the future for when you make fun of my goblins and the way that I do things as being silly and just don't do that because you are just as insane with this shit. Your total refusal to adapt to any situation ever is fucking so crazy. It's I will keep so it in mind, nuts. providing that you can do what I just did and not list me a number of false reasons. Then absolutely, I'm totally for you. With that being said, in Black Mesa, I got to the part I'm where... sorry, hold on. None of those were false reasons. I did not invent them as if they were not true, Wooly. They may not have applied to you directly, but false is disingenuous as fuck. Okay, well, if they're, if they're not applying to me, then they're not creating the scenario where I would have the issue that you're suppo- supposing I would have. So not applicable, like, maybe, but false is bullshit. But then why would you use them as a way of saying you, you're circumventing these landmines, you're jumping over these landmines to get somewhere when I'm like, these landmines don't exist here. There's no landmines here. The ones you're describing aren't here. They're not applicable. Therefore, there were no landmines. So to make it look like I'm jumping over them is also disingenuous. There are these things called examples, Willie, and if they don't apply to you, that doesn't make them false. That makes them not applicable. I thought they applied to you. You showed that they didn't. Right. Okay. That's fair. False is implying a manufacturer or a lie. No. It is disparaging. Okay. I, I did not mean to disparage. I apologize for that. That's not what my intention was. My intention was certainly to look at it and ask you if you had reasons for your feelings... Because you had a feeling of this is the reason is like like, I am I am having PTSD over 
a million years of LP videos where you okay. just desperately only want to do it your way and you won't okay. listen to anything anyone is telling you. I mean, for what it's worth, I I'm you know, I'm 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 trying to be as contrite about this as possible and and say that like, you know, the way that I'm I'm comfortable doing this is very much against the grain of what the entire world I would wants. say that is accurate, yes. So I I am not I I am as I am to like how outside I am having my flavoring like a is here. mental breakdown over the idea of you workshopping this fucking abomination of controllers and you're the same person mm-hmm. that I had to tell to drop your shield like 400 times because oh, yeah. no, you my, wouldn't my... learn that one thing. Right, because no, garbage habits <laughs> in video games where I'm just like, I'm panicking and thus not thinking properly about the situation <laughs> are going to show themselves every time I play something, right? The the uh, I, That happens to me in other genres as well where it's like, Wooly... The answer is to just do this thing in the game, but you're you're panicking and you're doing the wrong thing, right? And it's like, yeah, that's coming with the challenge of the video game and me personally not having the skill required to to adapt to that thing, right? But but in this particular context, uh, I'm describing something where um, I, I understand just how niche and fucking outside it is. For me, as long as I can walk you through the the steps at, to see where how we got here. I don't mind if that's how you feel about it, right? But that's why I'm, I, I always take it from the top and I go, well, here are the list of reasons that I have for why I'm over on this side of the fence. And it's a very weird place to be. But as long as you understand those reasons and they make sense to you, then sure. Uh, if you might disagree with them because you don't share them, they're not the same uh, uh, hurdles for you. But if I can describe them to someone and they can follow the the path, then I'm like, oh, okay. So there's that's fine. there's something that you just said that actually like locked it in, like as to like why is this why is this such a sticking point? And it's because there are many times where I have explained like weird OCD mind goblin shit the way that I do things mm-hmm. a certain way, and mm-hmm. my answer will nearly always be. I do it this way because it makes me feel comfortable or because this makes me feel uncomfortable. And the answer that comes back is usually, well, just don't do that. (laughs) From you in particular. Just don't be crazy. Just don't do that. And it's like, but if it's about comfort, then those things aren't crazy. Right. Like, I want my volume at 5 and 10 or whatever. Yes, I do too. (laughs) I do too. Am I holding the toilet paper in my hand and stripping naked in the toilet? No, but that's very comfortable. A, but it's very yes. Now here's also the, about thirty percent of people do that. I I, t- I did a poll and I was shocked how many people also get completely naked to take a shit. Now do make fucking fun of me for my controller setup. By all means, it's weird. It's totally out there. Throw me under the bus. You know, let's have fun with it. (laughs) But, but like, and in the same sense, I'm like, bro, you're stripping naked and you're holding a thing in your hand. That shit's fucking wild. Wooly, you know, I will tell you this right now. And I think this is why we can't meet in the middle on this. This is why we can't literally agree to disagree. I think your fucking 
mouse controller hybrid shit is markedly more insane than taking off all of your clothes to take a shit. <laughs> that is you my would. line in the sand. Of course you would. You're the guy. <laughs> <laughs> you're there. You're descri- you're saying this to me while you're naked holding the TP roll. That's right. <laughs> What do you want me to fucking tell you? I desperately need to turn this into a poll because I want to see if it's anything other than 90-10 in your favor. Can you do me a favor? Can you do me a favor? Yeah. Can you phrase it in a... Oh, yeah. No, it'll be neutral. I'm saying... not a pat. What is more insane? Taking all of your clothes off every time you take a shit or using a mouse and controller combination for pc games do you want to put in a third option do you want to put in a third option that's just like um i want to vote the funny answer oh i hate that instead of being accurate that you know so just give them a give them a place to click that go i want to vote the funny answer instead of what i I, I hate doing that because that all that's that's always that's always the thing that it ruins every poll ever so taking you're right, your clothes you're right, off you're right. and using in controller mouse. Uh, you yeah. mouse and controller hybrid. Can I just say for the record that, like, I'm willing. I'm. I. I don't even fully disagree with the assertion. If you're, I, it's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say you're like to me. No. All right, to polls me, up, everyone. That's on my Twitter at Pat Stares at. To me, at, to me, any discussing video game habits is always going to be less of a of a major thing than clothing and whether you should wear them or not. Well, see, on, here's a, the... on a on a global level, but I can probably be convinced. So here's the thing, because it's so much more important that you're not wearing your clothes in the in the bathroom than video game stuff. Video game stuff is not that big of a deal. But it's like unconscionable that you would wear clothes on the toilet. But but because it's not that big of a deal, that's why it couldn't possibly be crazier, right? Because everything matters less. It's like if the option could be at the end of the day, okay, just don't play the fucking video game. Like then it's like, well, then life goes on, I suppose. I feel like taking your clothes off in any given scenario has much more on the line. There are higher stakes <laughs> yeah, you the, know what there I are mean? higher stakes, which is why you there take your clothes stakes. off. Yeah, yeah, but 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 uh, uh, to to you, to get back to what I was saying though is just uh, like you know with with each of those moments of crazy, by all means, by all means, I will fucking rip you a new one, and I encourage you to rip me a new one, as uh, I do what is completely uh, outside the realm of norm. Hey, listen, for, guys. For playing my video games. I have a secret for y'all. You know how Wooly's all, like, normal and kind of cool sometimes? He's actually just as insane as I am. He's just better at hiding it. Mm. A lot of people have been saying that about me. Just uh, as crazy. A lot of people have been saying that about me recently. They say that uh, <laughs> I am I am just as nuts in very specific ways. Yeah. Where I don't... You have a widespread... <laughs> yeah, crazy. yeah. I, I'm a shotgun. <laughs> and and I have I have uh, a sniper rifle yeah. of like yeah, you're yeah, only I'll... gonna hit this one shot but it's a far sight <laughs> yeah all right I'll yeah I'll, a... I'll sign up for that 
that you universal know. truth shit was out there. Can't believe you tried to start a cult on this very podcast. I can't believe you framed it that way and successfully <laughs> everybody into 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 you know. Hey, we I I established this already, and it is you can do, is, you can do amazing things if you just reframe the question. If you are funny, you win. If you are, it's not if you make sense, and it's not if you're right, and it's not if you're on point. If you are funny, you win, and funny becomes the truth. And it, well, you could also have math that also helps. Yes, yes, math too, math too. Um, I am, I am going to, in most cases, not have the punchline you have and thus not win the lore battle mm-hmm. in most cases. And I think you know this. And I think you're aware of this power. Oh. And I think it's why in most case situations you're willing to engage uh, 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 to the nth. Oh, I just love to do it. I just think- the, it is It is the Patrice O'Neill defense. Funny equals victory. Dude, this cat smells. Yeah, you, yeah. I just picked yeah. him up and I'm looking at him and he fucking reeks. He's like, he's there gross. have been so many times where the room is fucking hostile and um, comedians are at the table at the comedy cellar and they're firing bullets left and right and the wrong person walks up and like Patrice has like literally. He was in the middle of being thrown under the bus or squished under it for that matter. Yeah. And literally, like, the next comic that walked up had to become the Dow's. The, the <laughs> <heat. Yeah. laughs> and you just walked up and he took all the heat he was taking and shot it at whoever it was. <laughs> and who and they fucking their shoes got it. The stupid shirt they were wearing got it. Their garbage act got it. Their fucking haircut got it. The their cross-eyed. That shitty ass phone that they're using got it. Right? <laughs> Your ugly ass teeth. You oh, know, like teeth. Oh, that's personal. They got wrecked and the fucking room lost it. And then that target took the heat off. All right. And Patrice was no longer under the bus. So Funny we'll, equals victory. Walls, we have an update. So we've got about 1,700 votes in. You are totally winning. However, much like I thought, you're winning by way less of a margin than you would expect. You're winning by about 15%. That's Now, that's a lot closer than you would think, right? But that's not enough. (laughs) Come on, people. Come on. You d- right, Wooly, you don't understand what's going on out here, man. Out here being your toilet. Yeah, the toilet. All right. A well, lot of people do things that Okay, here's this is going to ruin your life. Wooly, you can't a ruin. lot of people do a lot of the crazy things that I do more than you think many many more than you think okay so here's what i here's i know i have had that exact thought but here's what my version is right Mm -hmm. um ye who is not guilty cast the first stone right right. uh whoever uh comes at 
us for anything. It'd be yeah. like, okay, cool. Let's find that about your life and let's find the thing that you do. Uh-huh. You know? This I sounds, wish I knew your this thing. This sounds vindictive. This, <laughs> this sounds... I wish... To, to, <laughs> I wish I knew... You're so lucky I don't know your thing, says Louis C.K. <laughs> Everyone knows my thing. If I knew your thing, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, it looks like we're going to be uh, 58 to 42 in your favor. Mm. 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 Four to but, six. Uh, yep. You know, you know, you know, how fucking how fucking cool would it be if everyone who wrote a comment on YouTube, Reddit or even on Twitch <clears throat> or anywhere uh, on Twitter would be like, um, you're super wrong about this. You didn't bother doing that. Uh, I don't know. I, this shit's getting really annoying. And then underneath it, just a little thing that just says, my thing is. <laughs> and then it just inserts thing. My thing is, I kind of really like it watching animals fuck. <laughs> my thing is, um, I don't like, I, I like the, the stinkier the sock, the better. Yeah, I don't know. Like, what is what is it? You know, you just put a little underneath, almost like um, like flare in Reddit. So it's like everybody can just be like, this "Hey, by a- the way, I'm criticizing you. I'm throwing you <laughs> under the bus." And by the way, this is the word that I mispronounce all the time. I've never oh said this word God. correctly oh, in my life. So bad. And everyone in my friendships and my family knows that I mis I mis I mispronounce this word. But no one on the internet does, so oh, here it I is. I hate that. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Level the field. Even footing. Oh, squash Reveal. the curve. <laughs> we got to flatten this it. curve out. Yeah. That's what it's yeah. about. Totally. Right now it's imbalanced. Y'all know too much about us. We don't know nothing about you. So when the criticisms come in, I'm like, cool, I'll take that. What's going um, on? <clears throat> sure. Share. Open up. You know, you know, I said fucking turquoise instead of turquoise up until yeah. like a month ago. Like my whole life. Sure. My mother um, drives me so fucking crazy. You know, like the you know the gallery on a porch, like depending on the kind of house you have? Yeah. She Veranda. is in her sixties and calls that mm. a galdry to this day. Right. And I've never been able to get her to explain why. Uh, uh, the, a recent one I've been enjoying with Punch Bomb has been uh, her inability. So she always says finally when she wants to say ultimately mm-hmm. because of finalement. Well, yeah. So English is her second language. So that's like, that's fine. Right. Everybody who's but speaking l- their second language gets a pass. But. Sort of, but not really, because her she's like actually bilingual. Like she actually has both. Yeah, I know. But my sister's got like a a degree in in English, and she still says all sorts of weird, stupid French shit. I think she got. I think she got English first. I'm like, I got to check that. My sister still says cachet instead of hidden. That right, one right, right. word never never jumped over. Yeah. Um. So there'll be like things where it's just like, uh, yeah. So finally, I decided I'm not going to do the thing. You know, and I was just, uh, and I'm like, ah, finalement, you know, but yeah, man, you know, that's, that's, that's what it is. That's what it is. Um, and, and 
there yeah a, a whole lot of that french related shit comes up with me all the time obviously since you know i'm i'm, I'm reggie and min super have the french thing going on um I'm so sorry and then there's just and then there's and then there's my uh, <laughs> and then there's uh my like like i sound like i know what i'm talking about in english most of the time but i'm no, still raised in very sweet woolly I don't have an accent right now. I'm speaking what is masked English. No. Because I'm saying you just said that you sound like you know what you're talking about most of the time in English. Okay. And I said, well, that's really sweet, buddy. Okay. Well, in any case, what I'm trying to say is that every once in a while, despite the fact like if I if I talked like this the whole time, then uh, everyone would think that, you know, hey, yeah. he doesn't speak the English. Mm-hmm. And you gotta get more H's in there. You gotta get the, hex, the expectations. There it is. Are a little bit. Come on, the. Oh, your JP low. is pretty good, right? Your if JP I spoke is a little, good. if I spoke a little like, if I spoke like that, expectations yeah. get lowered. It is what it is. But I'm I'm speaking in a much clearer. Uh, camouflaged English to everyone, so you're hearing a very clear English accent. Uh-huh. Uh, and then when it scrapes against something that is hard Quebecois, yeah. then it's like, uh oh, ripped out of reality. Turns out it's not doing. the it's not the world we had, right? It's not the same flavor. Every once in a while, uh, uh, folks get reminded that uh, I I I am not uh, from the same uh, uh, fucking place. And I have a different, uh, you know, I'm coming from a different flavor. I'm Anglophone. In hey, you don't speak English. You're Anglophone. It's a, it's a very different thing. So, you know, we French Canadians, right? As it were. I always uh, get the fun one because I got the French last name. So I call up the government and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, bonjour, Mr. Boivin. Comment ça va? I go, hello. Hello. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they go, but uh, so, so, do you see the, the, the your your mm-hmm. French? Uh, no. Okay, give me a second, and then they transfer me. <laughs> mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Yeah. No, Gasquang was super wrong, but it'll follow me to the ends of the earth. You know. Yeah, sure it'll, will. It'll follow me. It'll you follow me what, to the ends of the earth. You know why? It'll follow of, you because of avalanche. Avalanche. Yeah, because of avalanche. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it was, it was 100% gas coin, but like my, like me thinking that there was going to be a French pronunciation just Man, didn't know how to do it. I gotta, with those I gotta be real. I don't remember that, that whole sequence, like all that clearly, like exactly how long it went on for, but mm-hmm. like, I do remember having a vivid feeling of like you going for that and be like, yeah, gas quang. And like knowing already that it was gas coin. Yes, being I like, remember that you being knew. like, let's see how long we can just and, until he says it in the game, yeah, or until uh, someone else says it, and uh, just like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, so we, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you, you saw like? ahead, you knew, you knew, you saw it ahead, you knew, you know. Oh and man, I was that's, like, that's oh, that's a that's a silly, that's a crazy name that guy has. <laughs> <laughs> just like knowing in an hour or two, someone would say it out loud, be like, the oh bus. yeah, oh wow, yeah. But it's even it's worse because you knew what I was going for, and you oh, were like, absolutely. oh, absolutely, I knew exactly what your this, thought process was. Yeah. I yeah, may have in just, fact made the same mistake myself had I not already seen it in a preview thing. But it's tattooed on my back. Yeah, well, 
That's that's the way it crumbles. He I handled I handed you he the knew. shovel, but you still had to dig. I did. I did. And uh It's pronounced know. gaslighting. Alright, that's pretty funny. <laughs> that's pretty fucking funny. <laughs> Every now and then these guys are actually pretty yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the only thing, the only thing is, is, uh, like these days, the only thing that I, that is when, whenever people think that I still think I was right about it, that's the part where I'm like, no, you're not following the truth here. Because it's like the, the code didn't, like the compile fucking failed. But my attempt at following the, 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 the C++, the logic in the code was going through a French thing and it just fucking failed upon completion. To be fair, I can understand why people would think that it's happened. Uh, similar things have happened to me where I, I'm wrong and then I correct myself and they don't catch it. Because if they don't catch the actual like, oh yeah, no, it's totally wrong. We are both notoriously stubborn, and it is not out of the realm of the ordinary to assume that you or I would hold on to a, a factually incorrect statement in our mind. Until we die. This is true. It's especially less effective when the meme has grown powerful. Yes, memes memes don't help. When when it grows powerful, you're now fighting against a life bar. At first mm-hmm. it was just a word, but yeah. now that word has a life bar. And you know, what are you gonna do at the end of the day? You gotta you gotta just lean just accept it. You know, just take you know, it for what it is. You know what, Wooly? I don't think I'll ever understand your controller hybrid nonsense. And I don't think you're ever going to understand. The, you should try it, taking off all your clothes before you take a shit. But I guess we're all just going to have to agree to disagree. When was the last time I said that? I feel like I used it one time in a way that made you super mad and <laughs> it then was, that, it was that like one was like ago. two years ago i want to say it was more than two more than but i two. i do remember because, i don't remember what it was about well, but i remember because whatever my that mind. was because whatever that moment was from what uh, uh 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 from whatever the years ago it was <laughs> was consciously the last time i ever said it okay cuz like i remember what like, it was the moment that happened i completely removed that <laughs> from my vernacular because it wasn't wasn't i i i i I didn't i didn't re i didn't like the a reaction to it (laughs) was so surprising to me because growing up it had always been used as um like a way of kind of like acknowledging a meeting in the middle i didn't at all expect the re the the extreme rage reaction that it got where everyone was like it's so infuriating when you won't admit that you're wrong and i'm like but i i feel like i admit that i'm wrong so often it's it's i don't know but so i just i'm like you know what that phrase elicited a completely wrong response uh that everyone uh had to it i'm never going to use this again because i clearly have no idea what it actually means it causes i mean you're you're uh, you're outside the realm of like why this is infuriating but like it causes for me anyway the same type of like internal combustion as like when somebody goes hey hey woolly uh you you got a second and you get back to me you turn around you finish doing what you're doing and 10 seconds later you get back to me you go oh yeah hey cool what's up man never mind and then you turn around right 
Like that is that that I would describe the emotion that that causes as internal combustion. That is hmm. like just just like what? But what? No, but what was it though? As ah, don't worry about it. It's not important. And it's like every time somebody like politely explains how not important it was and doesn't mm-hmm. say what it is, the mm-hmm, temperature mm-hmm. rises a little bit. Right? Yeah. The t- the temperature. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good metric for it. Um, like even right now, it's kind of fascinating. Like I like this is the kind of thing that I find interesting because, um, it it definitely helps me learn a bit about like perception and perspective, right? Because like. I know that, like, I've been, especially as of late, like, super um, kind of, like, almost, like, self-chastising in a lot of cases, apologetic in many ways, and been like, yeah, I I don't know what I'm doing here. Like, I'm freely, quickly going to admit that I'm, I don't have the skill to do the thing or um, I didn't understand the situation or, you know, like, I feel like mm-hmm. I freely put that out there. And I feel like also years ago even – uh, there was that that quote where it's just like, hey, if you could tell the whole world one thing, what would it be? And like, I remember like the thing that like stands out to me and it still does to this day is d- don't be afraid to admit you're wrong because like you want to try to improve and be the best person you can be, best version of yourself you can be before you die. And like, I still believe those words. But even in these moments, right? And even in, I guess, in the heat of debates, like right now, for example, a ton of people are... Uh, 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 you know, like in the chat, for example, are like, Willie, you never admit you're wrong. You never. Admit I, you're wrong. I would, no, you I don't. would absolutely actually agree with that. Wow. Wow. Okay. I, I, it's so, it's really interesting because I feel like I self flagellate. So that's the thing. So that's a, that's the trap, right? Because you totally do. But self flagellation doesn't actually have anything to do with your opinion. Right? But so what I do you, you say- going like, oh my God, I'm so stupid. I can't believe I did this. But to be fair, right? The it's it's it, the any any attempt at explanation, which would otherwise necessarily be like part of a process, is taken as excuse. And then people go. Oh, well, he doesn't really believe it because he just said that. But I don't uh, want to make an excuse. And it, and especially in circumstances where I will... I'm still here. Like I'm in, just getting up to get water. Yeah. There are circumstances where I, I feel like I will literally say the words like, yeah, that was my mistake. Yeah, that was my bad. Yes, I was. that was the wrong thing. I mistook that. I didn't understand that. I, I did the wrong thing. I made the wrong choice. Like I feel like that freely comes out in many circumstances. And... Like if it doesn't, I have to fucking like literally no, it, now it stop. It does. It totally does. Right. It totally and, and it totally always does. I, I'm, I'm and, very and, serious. And, and, so, but, so what it makes me wonder. So what it makes me and, and so like at first you kind of go. I'm like, okay, is it possible that even though I say it a lot, that there are times when I stand my ground and I don't say it, and those are the ones that are forming the most memorable moments. Mm-hmm. For so, example. So uh, as Chad is currently pointing out, this is this is a, right now. Right is, now is that but, what you are doing right now is exactly yes. what I'm talking about. It right. And it's because, so, so, so let me let me let me let me. So like right now, yeah. let me talk about what Wooly is. Right. Right now, I'm literally trying to understand something that everyone thinks differently about. That's and right. All I can do is ask questions, mm-hmm. and I'm fully I'm open a- to the. 
Because like you tell it, because right now, for example, I'm saying that I feel like this is something that I say, but I'm I'm all I'm walking you through where I'm at, right? And if I were to simply say, um, you know what, you're right. I never admit when I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't be genuine to what's going through my head. Right. So that's why I want to try and explain it. And then if you can go like, well, here's these things where you you know it clearly didn't go that way and i then i'd I'd have to be like well shit you're right there it is so i just looked it up there is a word for this okay there is a legitimate new shit term for this okay so you're familiar with concern trolling right no Okay, concern trolling is uh, it's uh, it's typical like a, a like a, a kind of a like a gossipy lady way of trolling. It's where it's like, oh, do you look okay? You look like you're not getting enough to eat. Do you, does your job pay you enough? Like, just it's okay. it's being a bitch under the mother-in-law the shit. Pre-te- yeah, mother-in-law shit. Perfect. You, what people think you are doing, but I don't think you are actually doing. But it comes off like it is. Is called sea lioning. What's sea that? lioning is has it has a Wikipedia article, not even a fucking like Encyclopedia Dramatica article or whatever. It is a type of trolling or harassment which consists of pursuing people with persistent requests for evidence or repeated questions while maintaining the pretense of civility and sincerity. So it is the it's the it's the I'm just asking questions, man. Like kind of like, thing. Like like being passive aggressive? No. You're actually being polite and courteous. But okay. you, you it appears that you are not actually interested. So when people are like just admit you're wrong, just admit you're wrong or whatever about like yeah. left or right or whatever the fuck, right? Right, right. People don't care why <laughs> they don't they none none of these people in chat give a single shit all they want is yeah you're right guys that was a that was a that was a big mistake oopsie right and the instant you open up your mouth to explain how you got there that comes off not as sincere but as a way to escape Because, and this is part of our society, the overall sincerity of any particular person is doubtful. And the problem with that is that you are a stubborn guy and you don't like to admit you're wrong. When you are, you're like, you're very much like me, actually, Willie. You don't want to, you, oh, how do I put this? You want to admit that you're wrong, but you never believe that you are, just like me, right? So you will claw through every particular piece of, no, but you see it was this, though. Or, ah, but actually I was thinking this. And that makes all of these people all crazy. So I want to even interject here, but instead I'm going to ask you, Mm -hmm. then what should I do? Because if... Oh, I don't know. It it seems like because <laughs> well, if what you're if what you're describing as sea lining is ultimately an insincere insincere way of deflecting blame, mm-hmm. but that's not my intention. 
mm-hmm. then without my words, I have no idea what to do. So, like I, I, I'm like like if you were to take that away from me, for example, to be like stop trying to explain yourself. Yeah. <laughs> right. And this, to be fair, right? To be fair, it's um, a video game podcast. Everyone, it is. It is. <laughs> uh, to be fair, uh, to like you know the dad that doesn't exist, right? In uh, for mo- for mo- in most cases, <laughs> right? I know okay. it's going places, but it all has right, to, but. But okay. it has to. It has to, right? Um, he was the kind of person that would like very much talk things through to get to the bottom of it, so that like it was not just a like yeah he had that fucking kind of he had he had like a a bit of that like analytical way about him, and then my brother as well, and like uh, uh had a much more you know like sort of like stay uh, make sure that you can explain. An emotion, or at the very least, like you know, you, you want to follow the the, the pathway mm-hmm. to where someone, like, if someone's going to explode, you don't want that explosion to come out of nowhere, right? So, for all the things that I became and adapted and and and, and whatnot, um, when when you describe something like this, where you say that like your dis- your attempt to describe your thought process and how you came to the wrong decision appears to be sea lining, because if it mm-hmm. is such that so, it is insincere and it is a pure, and it, it is a, a way of putting the blame off of you but i'm like but really and truly deep down that is not what i feel i just have to use my words to try and convey what happened so because i here's the thing here's the other thing is i want to make sure you go like oh you're fucking batshit crazy i like <laughs> I'd, I'd like to like walk you through the steps right yeah. you take that away from me and say stop explaining why you got there mm-hmm what am I supposed to do? So uh, somebody in the chat actually did me a solid uh, Zelhesia because they were able to su- sum up in like a single sentence exactly what the problem here is. The problem isn't even your method of speech. The problem is that this is a misconception on the listener side. So it's all of your fault. All of you listening to us right now, <laughs> which includes me, I guess. It is it is a it is a series of how do I put this? It's so much easier to believe that you're stubborn and you don't want to admit that you're wrong that even your sincere desire to actually explain how you got there can come off in the listener's brain as insincere. That's why when the situation that you were just describing that took place between you and your brother or your dad or you know whoever, right? These people are all trusted and long-term members of your family, yeah. where there's obviously going to be a, a much, or should be anyway, a much closer rapport than, say, with uh, Professor Luigi, who thinks this part of the conversation sucks. <laughs> well, you know, because um, it, it definitely, like, it speaks to, I can see that, like, the moments I, I decide to, like, step in and reply to a comment or tweet somewhere are when I see moments of what I perceive to be great misunderstanding of my intentions. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, You've always been bad with the intention thing. Well, you know, um, but yeah, but you also are the same way in that we both are very much, uh, like, you'd, like, not but... Uh, uh, maybe an hour ago at this point earlier mm-hmm. in this podcast there was a moment where you're like hold on a minute 
that was not malicious. Right. It is very important to distinguish Mm -hmm. between what is malicious and what is not. And I'm the exact same way. I feel like we've, over the last decade, Mm -hmm. been able to uh, both rely on that in moments of confusion. I would say so. So now then, I am looking at a scenario where I'm like, yeah, I tend to, this is where I tend to, 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 to you know, step in and say something when I feel like gross uh, misunderstanding of intention is where I want to say something. Like now I'm like, okay, oh, I so have <laughs> is it even possible then to admit fault and explain the steps and not come across as insincere is it is it even is it at all possible i don't know and that's the fun thing about this line of work think of every like because we're talking about controllers and taking this is deeply this is deeply upsetting this is deeply upsetting right we're talking about in fact we're talking about left from right or mind goblins or whatever this this is low tier shit think of every single youtuber apology ever Right. And how bad they all suck ass. Right. Right. <laughs> right. 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 Because on the one hand, it's right. Uh it's here's what I did. Here's but the explanation. But then you have a thing to save. Right. So you know yeah, so, so that go- you have to look at it, you have to raise the eyebrow and go, uh and does it how does it shake? You know? Yes. Yeah. Because there's the two variations, right? There's, here's what I did. I'm very sorry. Here's the explanation, right? Yeah, okay. So maybe I... um I videotaped uh, a dead guy in a in a sacred place and uh, made a bunch of jokes about it in a foreign country and made myself look like an asshole. I realize now that that is very bad, blah, 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 explanation, 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 right? And every time they try and explain, it goes, oh, you're trying to get out of it, right? That's the natural state. Well, because because the stakes right are what a but right if it's if it's like I did the thing in that video, I am very sorry, and that's the end. Then you flip flop. It's like oh, they don't even know why they're apologizing. They just want. Of course. And so why is that? Because of the stakes, which means that there's no winning. Now here, the stakes are our pride, right? But that's that's still a stake. It is a stake. It's very minor. It's not at all anything on the level of what you're describing because those those are the words of someone essentially fighting for their career, mm-hmm. right? And uh, it's going to change depending on who's viewing it. Different cultures and different people are going to interpret either an explanation or uh, shutting the fuck up and just apologizing as more or less honorable. And that's going to go person to person. Right. So basically what I'm saying is that you have to become comfortable in your garbage. Right. Right. That's the only way I found it. But the only reason why I would go through all these lengths to spend a fucking 45-er describing to you my controller preferences is simply because I just want Mm -hmm. to make sure that, like, you can follow how I got here. I want to see the breadcrumbs I left behind me. And... At any given moment, when I find out that I was doing the wrong thing, that's mm-hmm. that's all I want to do is go. I well, first of all, I want to know what the right thing is. Mm-hmm. Right, the right thing is to use a mouse and keyboard. 
And then the second thing I want to do is <clears throat> show you the breadcrumbs. Uh-huh. You know? And if that's you, you not didn't, enough... You didn't have, you didn't have a, a, a decent PC when you were a child, so you never learned how to use a keyboard. And, um, and it, you grew up uh, sad and unfulfilled because and you never played not, Counter-Strike. And if that's not enough, uh, then there's not much else I can do. <laughs> right? But... Like, to me, if I were talking to myself, I would see the breadcrumbs, <clears throat> right? I would I would see the pathway they took and go, they're comfortable sitting over here for these reasons, right? Oh. Kind of like when the lady showed up on the Maury episode about fear and mm-hmm. about uh, phobias. Yeah. And they're like, this girl is afraid of olives. What a <laughs> fucking weirdo. Yeah, or balloons Ooh. or fucking... Well, here comes a plate of olives in yeah. a man in a giant olive costume. Yeah. And she's like, ah, and she runs away. And then they run around the so studio fucked. for a while. And then eventually they're like, okay, get out of here. Get out of here, Maury. Get out. Right. And then uh, uh, and then they sit her down and then they go. So what's the deal? And she goes, well, when I was six, my grandfather died. And in my culture, they put olives on your eyes before you. they closed the casket and they lifted me up and they put me right in his face. So I saw my dead grandfather at the same time as I saw the olives on his eyes. So when I see them, they just remind me of the worst, most horrible thing. And they're like, and oh. you go, oh, oh, yeah, fuck olives. Right. I love Oops. olives. They're delicious. Love, I don't care for olives. Don't. I love them. I love green. I love black. I love olives. Give me more. Ugh. This girl has a completely good pathway of breadcrumbs yes. to why she fucking hates olives. Mm-hmm. Right? So if I'm talking to myself, if I can see that path, then I can go, you know what? I don't agree because I love olives, but here we go. Unironic use in the way that I think this term should be used. But I can agree to disagree with you because I know why you think olives are terrible, but I love them. But your reasoning, I get it. Your pathway, I get it, right? Mm -hmm. And then I can just go like, all right, well, that's different people. That's life. And then then I step off. And that, to me, if I were talking to myself would be like you know sufficient hey, but this is me and and this is me using the term in the way that i think it's meant to be used I know not ex- the way that it was received at the time i know exactly what the problem is here woolly let's go you're talking to me you're talking to these people you're talking to your brother you're talking to what whoever as if they were like you and want a genuine answer with logic and rules and all that shit. I have experience talking to people that I know don't think like me, because why the fuck would you think that centipedes could get into a can? (laughs) They obviously can't, but I thought they did. You can't talk to other people like they're you. No one's going to understand you. Right. That's why I just go, ha, 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 ah, they could have gotten the can with their strong mandibles. Right. And, uh, <laughs> and as a result, uh, 
no, you are insincere, Willie. You don't admit you're wrong. And we always see you not admitting you're wrong. And it's mm-hmm. like, what led to that pathway of thought? What led to that complete divergence from my intent? Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, it looked like you were trying to explain your choices away and defend them and thus not actually understand I mean, the problem. If you want to thus, put, yeah. If you want to put this into a single sentence, is the way that you explain how you got there sounds a lot like it reminds people of people in their lives that are just completely full of shit all the time. Right. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. I super get it. Fuck me. That sucks. It's basically chat's fault. It's who I am. It's literally who I am. (laughs) It's literally who I am. Straight up. And all this because of crouch jumping, huh? All this because of crouch jumping, bro. It's a single item. You can toggle it on. It auto It auto does yeah, it. Yeah, it auto does it. <clears throat> Fast. But what if it didn't, though, man? I don't even know I what actually, crouch is on the controller. I actually modded the INI file so that oh when god. I... Uh... Oh my god. Now, to be fair, this was a I... problem on... Let me finish, please. <laughs> please let me finish. Oh my it's god! It's not what you think. Let me finish. It's not what you think. Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you're about to think you're like you did that instead of just submitting. And what I'm about to say is no. This was a problem on the keyboard as well. Okay. I wanted crouch to be a toggle, but in the game it was a hold. Mm. And I like a crouch toggle instead of a hold. You so can do I that modded the any file. I modded like, the I uh yeah, yeah. There's a, a thing you could someone had a solution for it, and then you just paste it in, and then when you tap shift, uh the toggle stays crouched as opposed to a hold. That's it. That's all I wanted to say. Stop. Stop. Chill. Chill. <laughs> Everybody chill. Everybody fucking relax. <laughs> God damn. Put your guns down. <laughs> All right, let's find out where that poll is at. We are at, yeah, 58, 41 and a half. Uh, yeah, you, you have won at, a, at a, a smooth 60%, but 40% of those people would rather take off all their clothes. <laughs> Use a controller mouse. By the way, just before we, uh, we swerve off of this, I would just like to also give a, a special message from the future. To anyone who did not listen to the full conversation, oh yeah, full conversation in its entirety, but has decided to pause things, come in, <laughs> and start talking about the half thoughts. Oh yeah, and give giant righteous fury uh-huh. about half thoughts before you got to the end of the conversation. You can go fuck yourself. I can't believe I spent this whole time bullying you. Can you believe that? At least get through the fucking conversation. And then you know what? If a callback happens in the letters, then hey, it is what it is. I still prefer you fucking listen before. But the half thoughts, though, guys, guys, stop it. Wooly, I still get people every single night in chat that are like... Dude, you missed it. And then I pull up my inventory and I literally point at it and go, did I? Or were you not watching for 10 seconds? 
Yeah, except it, it, this is the this is the conversational version of that. You know. Oh, I love this work. Oh. It was uh I throw think more really- tomatoes at me, fuckers. It was like, what the fuck is wrong with people? How could you diss sweet and salty? It's delicious. And it's like, that's why we spent like 10 minutes listing all the delicious sweet and salty things. You know at what? At the back the, half of that conversation. You know what, what the happened, craziest bro? one of those was? What? There was a guy, because every time you talk about like boiling stuff, people yeah. get like fucking crazy. Like they get oh, yeah, nuts. because the, I saw I saw the one about, like, the um, – I forgot what country he was from, but he's like, I'm from a country where boiled meat is a huge ingredient in a lot of shit we do. Right. But, like, the one that I saw was, like, what does Wooly have against cooking meat? And uh, it was like – and it was like – and somebody yeah. went boiled and, and yeah. like, the, the response was, like, something along of, like, yeah, sure. Of, like yeah. – but, like – the word boil yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. so so here's what i love right (laughs) so you see that right and then right underneath it is i don't listen to the podcast what are you talking about (laughs) yeah right or like oh i fucking missed it this week or i've tuned out i've stopped listening what is this about right Uh, and then they go terrible i don't know why right and it's like yeah dude fucking hates it he's his tastes are so weird he eats raw meat will he eats raw meat he eats raw meat (laughs) (laughs) done right dude i had like yeah i didn't listen to that shit but apparently what the fuck dude's eating bloody meat I had he's killing had, his food and biting in like an animal. <laughs> I had the one. Uh, I had one yesterday, which was um, uh, it was a thread about Pat's hot takes and which ones you actually agree with because Pat's insane. And one of them was like, uh, "Yeah, the only retail one I don't is when he when he tr- he went to that store to get that guy fired." And I'm like, "That didn't fucking happen." You weren't even there for that story, were you? You're just going off other people's dumbass shit. There's a difference between I don't care if he gets fired and I actively tried to fire him. One's scummy, the other's like straight up evil. Come on, guys. Get it together. There's plenty here for you to shit on. (laughs) I snag salmons out of the river like a bear. <laughs> I mean, that is a, a good fighting game training thing. I wait at the top of the river, at the river mouth. Only the freshest salmon feeds the woolly. <laughs> Only I the freshest. Just crouched over them. That's it. That's what happens. I can't yeah, believe yeah. you eat raw meat. I am telling you, Wooly, yeah. one it's year so from now, one year from now, Mm-hmm. There will be someone who goes. I heard that like Wooly and Pat got some guy fired by forcing him to eat raw meat. <laughs> <laughs> well, now for sure. And then, um, and then and then the boss came in and the guy was just chewing on like raw ground beef in the store. And Pat was like, "My work here is done," and ran away. I suppose the silver lining of um, getting my personality cracked open. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, earlier in this episode is that um, for future reference, there will be a video I a can clip. To you can just yeah, you can just send it to people. just go. Hey, so watch this and then see if you know, Wooly. 
that changes anything. It almost feels like you prepared this whole segment so that you would have a clip to send to people the next time you refuse to admit you're wrong. Well, it's not what I intended, but here we are. It's definitely a benefit. It's definitely a benefit. I can't believe Wooly set up this whole thing just so that he... Oh, my God. There's no escape. There's no escape. Just start shitting all over yourself. Just just start yeah. pooping. I mean, that is, like, way down there on the galaxy brain plays. The yeah. fucking, you know, the universe men. Mm-hmm. Like, it's pretty high. It's pretty low on the, uh, on the uh, you know, on the chart. But it is what it is. Um, anyway, so, you know... I feel like that about the video games. That's how that's how I feel about video games. Hey, how's it? How are you liking the fact that some douchebag moron uh, MIT grad with some goofy looking suit and a crowbar can fucking kill like a billion Marines? A tank, dude. <laughs> a tank with a crowbar. Yeah, dude. Gordon Freeman's the shit. Yeah, <laughs> like putting the game logic together with, you know, all this yeah. and the fact that Barney's are like, hey, man, I'm just security. I don't fucking know. And the nerds are all the nerds. Yeah. But you're like the chattest of the nerds. Yeah, absolutely. You know, 100%. and then it's- there's literally a chapter at the end where it's just like, forget about Freeman. Get the fuck out of here. Is there is you there a, a word for that? Because you just called a game logic. But. It's it's because we talked a lot about when Vanquish came out that we want to see what everybody else is seeing yeah. um, uh, when they look at Sam. And it's this kind of thing where like Half-Life is such a good example where you go through and you're like, wait, what actually happened in this game? Right. What did well, Gordon lo- Freeman actually literally do? In canon, right? In canon. Yeah. And uh, I mean, you and like many people have pointed out that there's deals, there's extra campaigns that give you yeah. context because you're playing as security guys and whatever. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, someone who even went as far as to explain that, like, uh, one of those campaigns, because you're playing as a good army man, you realize mm-hmm. there's good army and then bad army. That didn't, and the good guys didn't know. But at mm-hmm. the, by the point you make your way through the bad ones, you get up to the good ones, but you're just that guy that's been killing army. Yeah. So now and they're like, oh they're shit, just, it's the Freeman. So they're just fighting you, but they're not actually yeah, the same it's, as it's, the ones that were malicious. It's great. It's fucking great. So hence, do you feel like a hero yet? You know? Do you? Um, I mean, you, you can't argue. Like, Freeman's in a situation that's very different. Motherfucker, like, what? Like what? I'm supposed to distinguish between one son of a bitch like in this uniform shooting at me and the other being not that because of their attitudes you know hostile is hostile that guy has a gun if it was not if it was an easy to distinguish scenario then it wouldn't have been a plot twist in the game Mm -hmm. the reason why we're talking about it is because it is a oh shit that's a hard situation to fucking deal with Mm -hmm. what do you do you know so there you go. Um, Half-Life uh, continues. And uh, I think the rocket secondary fire is probably the coolest rocket secondary fire I've ever seen. Is that the tracker? It's the laser pointer. Yeah. Yeah. That so the great. lock-on in most games is cool. 
right? Shoot straight or lock on, takes longer, fire, it'll do the thing. Laser is guided and it's lock on with manual skill. It's really good. Fucking it's, awesome. That's in uh, two as well. Okay. And it's just like, just I can't hit it from the front. No problem. Yeah. Into like, the distance you go. Now laser point onto that. Curve, come back around. Hit that shit. Shoot around corners. Like, do, do all sorts Amazing. of shit. It's, it's, Amazing. it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I, didn't, I didn't quite understand it until... Like I had to, I had to fire quite a few to get what it was going, what it wanted me to do. Yeah, but then because I've never, fi- I've never fired anything like it. And you're like, oh shit, this is better. This is better. It's much better. This is much better than remote detonation. Yeah, which is hit the usual, the you know, rocket upgrade. Like that's the one you in can, Doom. It's remote detonation. You can, you can hit it from the back. That's correct. Um. So yeah, man, Half Life is uh, uh, rather uh, Black Mesa is going, and uh, that continues. And um, I am, I am hybriding and having a good time with it. That's over on Wooly versus alongside Kotor Two, which, uh, as of this point in the game, I have now spoken to uh, two members of the Jedi Council, and oh, if those conversations are all as good as the ones I've seen so far. I can 100% why, uh, see why this is many people's absolute favorite Star Wars game. There's, it's, it's, it's incredible. Unbelievably good. Um, those conversations are just exactly what you want from like, uh, 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 taking a binary system and ripping it wide open. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I realized too that for a lot of folks uh, that are pretty deep in there with the Star Wars lore, even the premise of this conversation is an eye roll because you're like, yeah. yes, yes, we get it. We've been seeing all these shades. We've been following for the decades, AU, so we know. And- I- I'm, I'm <clears throat> here. We go. I'm, I'm. This is new to me, and like, I like this. I like this cracking open of like, um, you know, the council, so to speak. It's this great uh, feeling where Star Wars is actually giving you a, an incredibly complex nuanced not pure good and evil situation yes and then it's like now make a binary good and evil choice and you're like no wait <laughs> that sucks <laughs> that's and the exactly, game that's is telling you yeah, yeah that sucks yeah. doesn't it yeah yeah light or dark <laughs> light or dark you know or really dark right and that's why it also gives you so many distinguishing uh, uh versions of it right because there is uh, the Jedi do what is right. There is, uh, I am a Jedi and I will do what is right. There is, uh, I am not a Jedi, but I think this is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. There is, uh, no, like, uh, fuck the Jedi. The Sith, the Sith must rule. And there is fuck all of you. Me, I rule. Me. And, me, me, and they me. let you distinguish between those choices. Yeah. And I, I like that because there's, that is an important distinction. In the same way that, like, the same discri- the same sentence, but with the words lie <laughs> in front of it, means all the difference in the world. Yeah, that's you an know? old RPG trick. Those old CRPG tricks is just give you, give you five different answers and then double the answers by adding lie in front of every single one. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, tons you know? of different contexts. 
evil because you pray to your dark lord versus evil because fuck everything is is very uh or, or fuck everything that's not me i should say listen i'm just praying uh, to the dark lord so i can kill the dark lord and then fuck you it's like oh i don't even know where that falls on the oh. that was basically me in doom 2016 yeah. fyi yeah a little bit so you know um uh, that continues and uh, i really really like yeah those <laughs> conversations are fantastic um, I'm also hitting some points. Um, there's some moments in the game where I'm like, that's stupid. That's old. Right. Yeah, well, the games from I like just went, 2004 yeah. or some shit. We went to the, the, the poison bar on Narshada, the Jak Jak Dar. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you're like, there's a bad guy in there and he had no plan whatsoever. Nah. And the only thing dumber is or rather the only th- maybe not i have to wait and see where it goes but at that point the only thing dumber than this complete lack of a plan is the dumb party member that shows up and and decides to run in there ahead of you and have no plan and you're like Mira, what the fuck are you doing a lot of people don't have many plans yeah a lot of people apparently like her and i, I hope i hope to see her improve but um i wanted hanhar yeah, yeah. well um anyway so kotor 2 continues on woolly versus and uh yeah you know we're also gonna of course continue with the dokapon salt party and lots of other fun stuff um in fact gonna get hey, in a- let me ask you a question about dokapon i saw an incredibly bizarre tweet yesterday or maybe the <laughs> day before yeah that was min was like my voice is doing fine. Don't yeah. worry. Wooly even bought me a pizza. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on over there at Dokapon? It's not, that's, not, that's, not, that's not what it said. But like, okay. one, we played a salt party game in which uh, Min raised his voice louder than anyone ever has, including you. Including, oh. including Matt yelling for breakfast. Including all of them. Yeah, okay. Um, and he literally broke his voice on a video. Nice. So uh, there's that. Then second, <laughs> Dokapon Kingdom got so toxic uh-huh. and salty. Like, <laughs> I thought it was a joke. I thought everyone was kind of like, ha ha, the friendship ruiner. Ha ha, the divorce maker. Yeah, yeah. No, this game will make you fucking hate like am level like no other game mario Every party angstrom of my cortex Ma- Na- mario party is a joke it's a <laughs> it's a it's a fucking joke okay. compared to this game um <laughs> i i really really just like it's starting to sink in as as we go forward how absolutely dedicated it is towards fucking making everyone that's playing with you mad like unfair to i get whatever you know you, you're gonna you're gonna see it you're gonna have let, to see let it. me it's, ask you a question because this there's a there's one distinction I'd, I'd like you to make for me does it feel like the game wants to make everyone mad or everyone and then everyone mad but except for the winner who is happy no, because the game wants to make everyone mad, but in okay. addition, to, right? But but like the game wants to make everyone mad in the ways that like you know random shit happens in 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 Mario Party. Yeah, but you you don't get as mad at that because you go ah oh, fucking game right. 
Yeah. But it, any time it wants to get sinister, it doesn't randomly select somebody to punish. It puts the tools in another player's hands oh, and no. forces them to do it. And then those players are the ones that you fucking, you know? Okay, so it, it, it incentivizes, like, f- f- bottle throwing and, and stabbings. <laughs> Why take away your shit and punish you for stepping on a tile when I can buff up the person sitting next to you and send them to go kill you and take your shit? Yeah, it's not the game that did it. It's you or or yeah. Steph or whoever. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I'm not I'm not I'm not just going to like go, "Ah, you lost your shit." It's like, "No, no, 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 no. That landmine was actually putting a target on you and giving someone else shit to come for you." You know, highs are high, lows are low, and it is so fucking salty. Now, in addition to the fact that stakes are raised just because the game gets like like this in story mode. Um, some son of a bitch in the fucking on the stream came in and went, all right, boys, here's what we're going to do. What would you say towards creating a blood pool? And I'm like, a blood pool? What the actual fuck is a blood pool? A blood pool is a pool of donations put together for the winner so that the journey through this game will be so fucking painful and in the end not only will your pride be shattered and your friendships be broken but there will literally be a pool waiting for the winner at the end <sighs> it was the worst most brutal shit to throw on top of a game that was already toxic and by putting it out there in the ether, the moment you read it, the moment you read that message out loud, it has to exist. Oh, yeah. It's become existed. You can't put it back in the bottle. And I'm like, do you really not think this game is extracting enough hatred from us? And they're like, nah, we want more. More. More hatred, please. So the blood pool has started. And people have contributed to the blood pool. And by the end, it will be doled out with blood on it to whoever makes it and survives. That's fucked, man. Dokapon blood pool has begun. I believe uh, we all vowed uh, on salt, blood, and honor is how we're moving forward. Um, well, I mean, it's a pub- it's about as public as the setting gets, so like... You'll never be if you if you renege on the bet. You'll never be able to live it down. So it might as well be signed in actual blood. And you know, um, Min was being such a cunt for such an extended period of time <laughs> that he was legitimately worried afterwards about like everything about <laughs> like me his personal and about safety personally. And like that's what he's like to the point where he's like, can we just say that everything that happens in Dokapon stays in Dokapon? <laughs> and you you go no. And I'm just like, well, Absolutely that depends. On, that depends on you, buddy. That depends on you. So oh uh, when he said, "Hey, I gave him a slice of pizza," it was because he was unsure if I would have been willing 
to, to offer him, him a slice ever. of pizza yeah. okay. after mm-hmm. what happened. Oh, man. So we'll see. That's... We will see. Uh, it sounds how far are you into that? <sighs> I mean, like, I want to say, uh, you know, probably about 10 hours into story mode. Sounds um, like uh, sounds like that's getting intense already. It is. It's the most intense. It's the most intense it's ever been. And again, every other party game is a joke. Especially since I just took a look at like Sonic Shuffle, like fuck off everything. Every nothing has anything on Dokapon Kingdom ever. Mm-hmm. It's crazy that this game never got ported to a future platform with sequels and shit like that. It's crazy that Dokapon Seventeen doesn't exist, right? The fact that it's like Wii and then DS and that was it is wild because like there is a market for hatred. There is a mark. This is. This is like remember the joke fuck you grandma? Oh yeah. This is like fu- like that's nothing. That's absolutely nothing. You know? So anyway, Dokapon continues. Uh, all of that over on Wooly versus um Wooly versus on Twitch, Wooly versus on YouTube, you know, uh and Wooly Wolves on Twitter. Hell, you can go to fucking wooliverses.com if you want. Well, what the fuck is there? It'll just take you straight to the YouTube page. It's not a Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, sure enough, it totally does. There you go. Well, um, let's uh, let's take a look at what's happening this week. Oh my god, I gotta take a piss so fucking bad. Jesus Christ! All right, go for it. I'll be I'll be back in in two minutes. Excuse me, gang. I'm gonna I'll hit keep the my headphone on, on so I can hear you while I pee. No, no, no. I'll hit I'll hit the brick. I'll hit the brick. Oh, okay. All right. There we are. Hey, what's up, everybody? And I've been drinking so much water. That's what all these piss breaks are for. Oh, my goodness. Got to stay hydrated. Hydrated is good. Hydrated is good. So what's up? Well, we have an an interesting dynamic this week. We have a game getting canceled, and we also have a game getting uncanceled. (laughs) But enough of that shit. Mm. Here comes Space Godzilla. Have you seen Space Godzilla? No. Time for me to send you a picture. All right, I'll take a look at this fucking photo. Send me a photo, Wooly. In fact, I will send you an article, Mm -hmm. and you can just, you can read the name of the article, and then you can scroll down to take a look at this picture right here. Statement space. on Space Godzilla. <laughs> space Godzilla, the Void Invader. Wait, Space Godzilla, the Death Corona. Death Corona. Come on. Months ago, when Ecoria, Layer of Behemoths, was finalized. The world was a very different place. As we adjust to the world altered by the spread of COVID-19, the word Corona has taken on a new meaning. In context, the card we're about to show was originally conceived. Um, The Corona Beam is Space Godzilla's traditional breath weapon. However, we were unable to change our printing at the time to address the new meaning of Corona. The original card that went out as the Godzilla Cross Magic the Gathering promotional thing is Space Godzilla Death Corona. As it breathes the corona beam on everybody. Oh, come on. This was literally... Like, what are you going to do? 
What are you going to what? It is what it is. They're reprinting it so that eventually <sighs> Space Godzilla, the Void Invader, which also sounds like it has connotation. Void Invader sounds like a WWE sound soundtrack. It sounds like one of their albums. <laughs> right? WWE Ruthless Aggression. WWE fucking uh, uh, <laughs> whatever the fuck it was. Dorm Invasions or whatever. And now just... I don't think that Void was a real Invader. WWE event. No, just, no, just it wasn't. Suspicion. But, um, yeah, forcible entry, forcible entry was the real one. Get out, and, really? And now, now, yeah, and now comes Void Invader. Anyway, um, that's that is just bad RNG, bro. <laughs> you, uh, Wizards of the Coast, shuffled the deck. And they pulled out the wrong card. How could they have known? They couldn't have known. <laughs> That's so unfortunate. <laughs> chat, chat, you need to chill. People are wilding. Um, folks, it's just an unfortunate naming convention. And there's nothing you can really... It's not a plot a- by Godzilla... To get us all sick. Better not be, anyway. WWE statutory. <laughs> I knew I knew you had one more in you. <laughs> Alright, listen. Um Man, uh yeah. Hey, they 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 like I do I do appreciate in this story that the discovery of the story was statement on Space Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> that someone had to walk up to the podium and clarify, you know, the uh what was happening. But anyway. Um that's all fun. And speaking of WWE, uh I haven't seen it, but you must have heard about Apparently WrestleMania was incredible. Apparently, WrestleMania Night 2 was incredible. Night 1, there's some highlights. I definitely saw some highlights of um, just what it's like when there's no crowd and the sounds and such. And then there's the full-on, like, filmed performance uh, 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 matches. So, uh, The Undertaker is full-on teleporting and using powers in his matches. Um, Fantastic. Love it. Great. Good energy. But night two featured uh, John Cena uh, basically becoming Shinchi, from what I can gather, and going through various phases of his career and being forced into a literal like time lock chamber, and he John Cena is stuck in a mental prison because the fiend is fighting him through time. And in the match, different eras of John Cena actually, like, appear and try to fight the Fiend. I swear to God. And I saw, I literally saw at least one clip of Cena in his full rap outfit gear going D's nuts with a bag of nuts. And then he tries to swing at the Fiend and then the Fiend teleports behind him. 
And I'm yeah. like, okay. So what, I, so what I'm getting is that um, the lower stakes and the total lack of a crowd is legitimately the greatest thing that could ever happen to wrestling. And it makes me wonder, like, say the crowds come back because, you know, the, this. hopefully this will go away eventually. Um, will wrestling just go back to being complete garbage? Actually, the first, the greatest thing to ever happen in wrestling was Vince McMahon um, uh, making the gambit that uh, in court, if I basically can prove uh, that wrestling is not real, you can't mm-hmm. tax me like it's a sport. Yeah, and uh, that was a ballsy play, but he did it, and the result was sports entertainment, and we're here and fully magic. admitting, yeah. The kayfabe, but what happened in the process was all audience members became smarks. Yes, insufferable smarks. Brilliant. Dodge the tax. <laughs> Create the smark, the smarkiverse, and um, with that, you allow there to be things like the pipe bomb, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Second greatest, yeah, probably no audience and the creativity that comes with because now wrestling gets to just become television. Anime, if you would. Yes, sure. It gets to just become the stories that we've all been waiting for. Um, For people that have a a smart is a smart mark. A mark is a person who believes uh, kayfabe is real. Kayfabe is wrestling fucking carny talk for the you know the um the, the 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 fake things that happen in wrestling world. If you believe wrestling is real, you're a mark. If you know that it's fake, you're a smart. That's what a smart yeah, is. Yeah, you're a smart uh, mark. You still want to believe, but you can't. It's still real to me. Damn it, man! Wrestling is such carny bullshit. The fact that the fans best. are called marks is the most like yeah, you're a target. Is the most telling thing caught possible, right? Like a mark is like when a crook would want to steal your money. You're yeah, it's a con mark. man language. Yeah, it's fucked. Could you imagine if you were going to see a football game and, like, by becoming a football fan, they call you a John? <laughs> yeah, we got a couple thousand Johns coming to see the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, yeah, you you're know. like. Football what does that fans, say? You don't you don't know it's not the case. What does that say about me? I'm not a John. What the fuck? <laughs> anyway, so um yeah, I need to apparently go fucking catch up on this because yeah, they had they had like a bunch of really, you know, uh um interesting matches where I'll go you hear them talk shit. And of course, the uh the everybody talks too much segments of Botchamania don't necessarily get as much material this time around because you can't whisper anymore, right? No. So you're all that Beowulf or some shit. Every time you're in Skullgirls and Beowulf, it's like high spot, nice. Okay, now cover me, right? Like all that shit. Like you can't really do that because you're fucking. It's shit's empty, you know. So they they gotta they gotta memorize what they what they're doing and and, and do it or, or have more subtle c- signals, you know. Uh, yeah. I definitely, I definitely uh, uh, need to find out more. But that's been the takeaway: is the Fiend versus John Cena is wrestling become anime? But the other thing worth talking about as well that uh, everyone has pointed out is, in addition to that being great, 
um, and you know being shot at the performance center where everything's happening. Uh, AEW also did a uh, crowdless event, which was also pretty uh, fantastic and different and had a lot of fun with it. And it also revealed, I want to say it was like Matt Hardy joined the roster or something like that. Mm-hmm. But um, and he showed up and started deleting people. Oh, but fantastic. Uh, but yeah, apparently they're doing it. They're they're having a good time with it as well. So people are saying that Matt Hardy can also teleport. Sure, sure. So His teleportation uh, ability that wrestlers have gained is very powerful. So AEW is uh, is also having fun with the with the the crowdless matches, and it's like, yeah, God bless, man. This is this is what you do. Wrestling will adapt. You know, when when all sports fail, wrestling, wrestling is still remains. there. Wrestling is still there. It's incredible. Say what you think about it. Everything can fucking go. All leagues can go. Wrestling can stay. Unless sports go die, please. Unless they have uh, an esports alternative. Such as NASCAR. That was this week? That feels forever ago. <clears throat> so we talked last time about NASCAR and the oh, okay, esports. Yeah, was, okay, wait. It was last week. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. Remember we talked about that? Yeah, I do. So it happened. NASCAR iRacing was an event. That took place, where all the real racers got together, and uh, they did their thing. Uh-huh. However, Bubba Wallace, one Bubba Wallace, was one of the 32 drivers competing uh, in the, uh, the, the iRacing, the eNASCAR event. eNASCAR okay. iRacing e- Pro oh. Invitational Series. This Let's get it right. This is so stupid. Oh, my God. E-NASCAR iRacing Pro Invitational. In the match, um, Bubba Wallace wrecked on the 11th lap of the 150 Uh lap race. That's pretty early. Didn't take it so well. Uh Uh-huh. Ended up rage quitting. Are you serious? Live. Yes. Are you fucking for real with me right now? Dead serious. Rage quit, got the fuck out of there, closed his his fucking game, um, said fuck this, I don't take this shit seriously, spun this out. shit ain't real racing. And then he, he peaced. After he peaced, uh, which he was then disqualified and gets a, you know, uh, yeah, gets a DNF for that, a sponsor went, go fuck yourself. And pulled their sponsorship in real life. Perfect. They replied to him on Twitter saying, good to know where you stand. Bye-bye, Bubba. We're interested in drivers, not quitters. That's incredible. And they basically just went, yeah, you're fired. It's like, would you quit like that in a real race? (laughs) Like, Like, really? Dude. Sponsors lost from fucking rage quitting. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, I suppose, like, if you're sponsoring someone because they're a good look, then when they're a bad look, 
What do you, you know? That's fucking ludicrous. Isn't that fascinating? Isn't that so interesting? Yeah. And to be fair now, right? Um, I imagine that if any actual esports team were to have someone fucking rage quit in the middle of a competition, that that person would also face penalties for fucking oh, walking. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, this is what you're, you're doing. You're being you're being sponsored to entertain and get the not play even. Uh yeah, but no, that's that's what it was. This is NASCAR's replacement season. It's the fucking iRacing, you know, thing. This is what they're doing to to keep people interested and don't fucking rage quit. Don't do it. I mean, for what it's worth, they created a highlight of the of it and it's on their they put it out there on their official Twitter going like, "Oh, look at this quitter." Oh, uh, I look bet. at the, hash, look at the hashtag rage quit. Um, Wooly, we're we're covering fucking NASCAR news because it's like amazing. Like, it's also thanks, a video, video game. games. It's a video game, man. And yeah, and like you know, people people like we're talking about it as a result of this happening, you know. But this is where it's at. Um, but that sponsor, Blue MU, was not having it. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's that's amusing, amusing. Um. So some other stuff going down. Well, you blasted through Resident Evil Three. Mm-hmm. But will you blast through the board game on Kickstarter? No, probably not. Did you see this? Uh, I did not. Okay, but I, they, well, I think they made an RE two one as well. So there's a Resident Evil 3 board game. Um, I guess all Capcom board games are being made by, like, fan propositions. Is It's what it seems to be. Something like, like that. It seems like, based on, you know, like, Angry Joe getting the Street Fighter one going, and we saw that Mega Man going by another company, it feels as if they're kind of like, hey, um, we will negotiate this license for you if you want to do this, because we're not going to do it ourselves. There are fixed deck card games though for Resident Evil. Uh, mm. Did you did you find it? No, I haven't found it. Okay, well, whatever. Um, it seems like it's the same people that made the RE2 board game. Steam yeah, forged. that's figured. So yeah, they're going through the uh, they're going through the uh, the campaign right now. These miniatures look all right. Can you link me this? Sure. Let me uh, let me get the link over here. I'm gonna send you the article and then uh, you can yeah. go on from there. I can, I I don't know why my brain is failing me. I can't seem to find it. There we go. There we go. Um, blah blah blah. Yeah, it looks like it's gonna be starting on April 28th, and uh, it'll take cues from the RE2 board game. Um. Apparently, it can. It can take between... Okay, wait. Between one and four people can play together and attempt to survive Raccoon City, and it can take over 19 hours to complete. Holy shit. <laughs> However, That's the game will also... nonsense. The game will also be structured... speed run the real game in like an hour. 
the game can also be structured in a way that allows one-shot scenarios. Um, but that sounds fucking insane. That's lo- yeah, that's, lo- that's literally longer than the game. Then multiple runs. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's going on. And the Jill Valentine that I see here is not wearing the, wait, what? Okay. The Jill Valentine appears to be wearing the bodysuit from five, but she Mm -hmm. has the hair from three. So I don't know what to make of that. That's revelations. Is it? Okay. Yeah. They just combined the two? Uh, kind of. Or it's like that's what she became up until five is 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 what happened in in canon timelines. Kind of, it's she doesn't have her hat, so who cares? Yeah, that's a shame. That's a shame. Beret Jill was pretty good. Yeah, it's unlockable in RE three, and every single video I've seen of anybody after they beat the game is using explicitly just that. Can you explain why people are very mad about skirts? Because uh, they want to look up Jill's skirt. Okay. That's it. about it? That's it. Okay. Does does the squirt look bad? A little. I think squirts are kind of lame in general. But uh Yeah, that's 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 pretty much it. People are just mad that are like, I want to be able to look up her skirt. Okay. That's like well, that's why they made it a squirt, guys. Can you unlock her military outfit? No, it's just uh it's just uh, those two costumes and the hat. Weird. Didn't RE2 have more costumes? Wait, did you say military outfit? Do you mean the hat? I I mean the full thing. Yeah, the stars outfit, yeah. The full stars outfit. Yeah. RE2 had way more costumes, yeah. It did. Yeah, okay. Wait a second. So there's 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 Star's outfit, there's tube top, there's yeah. bodysuit the, blonde, yeah. bo- bodysuit not blonde. Yeah, but it's a different bodysuit. Oh. Yeah. Because one's a bodysuit and the other's a wetsuit. <sighs> okay. Well, in any case... um. The blonde is the worst, and that's how I feel. You're right. You're completely right. Well, anyway, so um, speaking of survival horror, mm-hmm. there's this game uh, that was just announced called Signalis. And it is described as a classic survival horror experience with a unique aesthetic full of melancholic mystery. Let me send you a link to this thing. Signalis. Um, trailer and art style immediately. Immediately a hard yeah, sell. Yeah, I took a look at this earlier in the week. It looks incredible. Hard sell on that. Right away. Um, S-I-G. Add this to the wish N-A-L-I-S. list. N-A-L-I-S. Looks fucking clean. And um, I'm getting vibes of fear effect. Does that make sense? Like some of the moments, some of the, the like it looks like a, like anime horror in some ways. Yeah, it is anime and it does have the same pseudo. Poli- like, I mean, 
polygonal style as yeah. the effect. And but like it's got like a, a lot more going on with the camera in the background. And it has like a bit of a, a Motoko style main character. Oh yeah, def- definite Ghost in the Shell influence. Yeah, yeah. Um so I'm seeing I'm seeing some fear effect and I'm seeing some Ghost in the Shell. Uh way more horror based lighting. Mm-hmm. Um and like okay, you see like a pause screen of like a cell shaded gun and shit like that. So the cell shading is definitely um um ever present. But yeah, this looks fucking incredible. Looks really, really nice. So uh this is being put out by Rose Engine and is currently TBA. But um, I'm glad we're finally at that place where we're starting to see like high end impossible to create PlayStation 1 games being right? made by small teams. Yeah, cuz like we we went through the era of like oh this is a NES game but it couldn't have been a NES game and this was a Super Nintendo game but there's no way it could have been a Super Nintendo game, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and now mm-hmm. we're at PS1, which I think is a really underutilized aesthetic. Well, not just that, but it also shows you that as we move forward in time the bracket that is indie gets mm-hmm. to move further in time, right? Yeah. So indie games go from NES to SNES, from SNES to 32, you know? And, like, we move a bit up and we move a bit up. Um, and, I mean, there's always been, like, you know, the high-end indie games, of course. But, like, yeah, I like seeing um, more targeted points of, like, this game is straight from this era and is, yeah, it's totally doing the cheated version you know, like Shovel Knight did. A cheated Ness. Except, well, well, pseudo. They tried to keep it as accurate as possible, except for a couple moments that they pointed out. Um, uh, yeah, Dusk is a great example. Dusk is a really nice example of that as well. Uh, but yeah, Signalis looks fucking rad, and uh, I definitely think everyone who is listening to this should take a look at it and see how they feel about it. Uh, a couple other game announcements. Um worth uh taking a glance at uh the other one that is probably uh right up your alley again is something called mortal shell have you seen yeah i saw that that is uh fucking viking souls basically viking souls appears to be the word um but there's also just I wouldn't even I, I would like but Viking Souls also is like taking away how much Dark Souls I see here. <laughs> like, well, they've they've I would say Viking Dark the, Souls. There's a have, lot of okay, sorry. They've replaced the word soul with shell. Yeah. And are going to do the thing where they sell it, say it over and over and over and over and over again. Uh You're going what to kind lose of shell? your shells. It's a, it's a mortal shell. All of them. Yeah. 100%. Uh, it looks amazing. It looks, yeah, it looks great. Um, really, really pretty. And apparently the developer, Cold Symmetry, is made up of former Call of Duty, Diablo, and Halo devs. Okay, that's a weird, like, combination. Yeah. I was trying to look them up to find out anything else I could, but all I saw is just, like, not much about them. Uh, it's just a team of, uh, yeah, ex-devs on those games is all we really know. And it is an action RPG, and it's going to be really hard. I bet. I fucking bet. Non-linear story campaign, upgrade trees, and its own twist on the genre, shells. 
Shells are the lost remains of defeated warriors who uh, you can take control of to switch up your playstyle. Different enemies have different skills and weapons, so shells can come in handy when you defeat powerful foes, for example. Little else is known about the feature at present, but it certainly sounds intriguing, and then you get the trailer. You can possibly play as bosses, is what I'm getting possibly. from the description. Kill Artorius, become Artorius. Oh, you wish. You fucking wish. There's no way it's going to be that cool. I mean, at certain points in the trailer, you see um, like what looks like a ghostly spirit kind of uh, apparition come out of the player and go into something else. So it looks like mm-hmm. that's your body switch mechanic, you know? Um, but you definitely also see some big-ass melee charge-ups. You see a moment where I want to describe it as, you know the exact charge and click of um, amplified, uh, uh, um, whatever, um, a, a distorted, no, what's it called again? Uh, with the with the charge blade in uh, Monster Hunter, where you do the big axe. Oh, thing. Ultra Burst, I think. No, that's not it. Elemental, al- Amplified Elemental Discharge. You think of the super gigantic one? Super gigantic one. Super altered, uh, super elemental, amped elemental discharge. Super amped elemental discharge. Yeah, that's. Exactly I probably what never called of. it that once. I probably just call it ultra burst. Okay, I think well, I that, might have invented that term myself. So, so me. it there's a moment where you see the the character lean back with like a spear and kind of mm. have a little click with that, and then you know like jerk it forward. There's another moment where you see someone kind of lean with the sword in a kind of parryish position. So, um, we're seeing some mechanics right off the bat. Um, lighting is fucking glorious in this thing. Yeah, it looks nice. Really, really pretty lighting and. Um, for a sync for a one minute or for a uh, rather 147 minute long uh, trailer, they're showing off a ton of environments, a ton of monsters, and a ton of like, um, I guess like boss, yeah, boss fights. Mm-hmm. In fact, it fe- it appears to be almost like mostly one on ones. Yeah, you know. So, uh, unless they're showing off the whole game, <laughs> like this is going to feature quite a bit. Uh, but every fight seemed to be a one-on-one in this so far, and that is probably the most exciting thing to me. I want to see more before I... Of course. Because there's been there's been some games that have come out, and they're like, ah, it's like Souls, and you're like, ah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, this yeah. one looks promising, but it needs a little bit more, you know? And of course, there's always Grim on the horizon. What's that? George R. R. Martin and FromSoft working oh. on uh, Elden Ring. Elden Ring. Yeah, yeah. sure. Whatever. <laughs> You're in the phase where it's not real yet. That's been years. Show it off. I I'm kind of convinced be- he forgot how to write at all. Hey, he just came out and said this isolation is actually helping him work in Westeros more than ever. It better. So. <sighs> Could you imagine if he fucking caught it, bro? Start writing now. Start writing now. now! <laughs> yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks Blaze. Yeah. Yep. Um... 
got Signalis, we got Mortal Shell, we got uh, Platinum Games has a fifth announcement coming to the Platinum 4 announcement. Because that fourth one wasn't the real fourth one. Ah. Well, the fourth one wasn't really an announcement. It was just they're opening a Tokyo office, which is cool. Which is cool. Uh, that means you don't have to go as far to stock them. You don't have to get all the way to Osaka, to the Shin Umeda mm-hmm. building, to uh, possibly the 14th floor, maybe? I don't remember. <laughs> it's in there. Yes, you don't have to go that far. <laughs> you can simply find your way to Tokyo. You know? Rent is high, so they got to make money. They got to sell big games. One day. <laughs> Fucking one day they will. Um, Fifth announcement coming at some point. We will see. We will find out. Um... Also, uh, out of the blue, Indivisible is getting a a, a pretty big update uh, that is adding really? uh, New Game Plus and Couch Co-op. Oh. So, uh, yeah, free update going to drop. Uh, in fact, it already dropped this week. Excuse me, on April 2nd. Um, so, yeah, uh, New Game Plus... Um, Replay with everything uh, you've completed from the start with access to new areas and abilities, um, plus the the hair change based on where that game goes. And then also, uh, you can grab three controllers and run around with Ajna and three other party members on the overworld and in fights, effectively, and play it as like a four-player co-op juggling kind of fight yeah that's a pretty cool feature yeah it, it it reminds me a little bit of like um the multiplayer that they add to like uh tales games mm-hmm. so like symphonia for example where you know you're still playing symphonia but if you plug in a couple extra controllers some yeah people can just sit down and combo some shit with you it's kind of like that it's cool i dig it yeah even games like indivisible can be fun with friends and mandatory shade and Man, it's uh, it is mandatory and then there's this one which you definitely probably haven't seen but i'm gonna throw it your way anyway because all right uh this is from the woolly this is definitely from the woolly school of like um never mind the graphics just the concept is mm-hmm. w- this is 100 percent a game i'd i'd fucking make <laughs> if i could this game is called fly punch boom Okay, off we go. Let's take a look. Fly Punch Boom is everything you've seen in your favorite anime fights. Fly fast, smash your friends so hard that whole planets break in half. Ram skyscrapers, whales, and asteroids. Uh, It's the wildest anime fight. Fly Punch Boom is basically two super-powered, like, Kaioken level motherfuckers flying at each... It's, 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 it's uh, fucking Superman versus... uh, uh, what's his name in the fucking Zack in the Snyderverse? Doomsday. Uh, not even Doomsday. Um, um, dude, there. Zod. 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 Right, flying at each other, and then you play a couple of mini games to like 
hit each other and go flying into buildings and debris and all kinds of nonsense. Or before you fly and punch the other the opponent, you kick a building to the other person. Now here's the thing: the sprites look super goofy, like complete meme face nonsense. Completely. Yep. <laughs> um the yep. moment the momentum displayed and the things you kind of fly into and crack through and whatnot i'm very interested to seeing how this looks because it's basically like yeah you take that kind of like shit 2000s flash game vibe but you kind of add um you know you know how uh, uh zao zao was like stick fighting yeah. but is like cool even though it was this- dumb this might be the first game in a long time that I would say to myself, this game looks pretty good, and this game looks fucking terrible, and yeah. both of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Like I know exactly what you mean. The concept is super cool, and it looks tons of fun, but it looks I wish terrible. It, I wish it didn't look the way it looked, but the but the flow of it is rad. Oh, it's a Nidhogg 2. It's a Nidhogg, yeah. Totally a Nidhogg yeah. 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. It, it 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 the flow of it looks super duper cool. Um, they're going with nine gag faces. Oh man! On some of these, on some of these oh, this characters, looks like fucking garbage. Looks fun though. But then, but then they <laughs> clash together, and you kick the guy into space, and you crack through the moon. And there's a planet crack that is straight out of uh, Megaton Punch in Kirby mm-hmm. Superstar. Like you literally you punch the planet and crack it in half. Like that's that's a that's a full on Kirby. Uh, moment so i'm curious i want to see it i'm I'm gonna check it out fly punch boom you know but yeah yeah it's it's simultaneously rad but also that that fucking goofy ass art style you can't unsee it it would be incredible if um well anyway we get it yeah if it was just like Imagine a different art style. Pick one. Almost any other art style. <laughs> like I was gonna say, like imagine like blasphemous or something. But it's like no, no, just pick anything. Pick it's like anything. do you remember? Do you remember uh, when Dust and Elysian Tale came out? Yeah. And it was like, oh man, this animation is so good, and these characters are so ugly. Wow. That game's really good too. It's like, man, bummer. A little bit of Dragon Ball happening in some of these uh some of these moments here. Um so yeah, there's that. Uh I want to just point out the uh shout outs to today I learned for pointing something out that I didn't fucking know and I don't Which know is? if you knew this. Castlevania one today i learned in 1986 all game designers working for konami were forbidden to attach their actual name to any project yeah they they all had to create pseudonyms and weird tags uh basically so that they could not be credited and thus not poached by any other developer at the time so when yeah, you look that's- at that's why they all have like goofy monster movie names at the end of the credits. Ram Stoker, and yeah. and so on. So when you uh, Christopher B, when you when you look at the credits of Castlevania One, they're all wacky names, and um, I I obviously didn't know this. Uh, yeah, it was straight up 
um, to not allow any other studios to poach their devs. Oh, totally. Konami's evil as shit. So, uh, workers then tried to put in hints about their names in some of the pseudonyms they chose. Uh, you know, some people tried to, like, get the point across, apparently. But, yeah. Um, fucking Konami literally was like, no one gets credit. No one made this video game. From the jump. From day one on Konami. Like, does anyone know who did, who directed Konami, uh, Castlevania 1? Like, is it actually still a mystery? This is kind of insane to me. It probably is. Apparently, it wasn't just Konami, either. Oh, a lot of them did that. This is wild. I had no idea. Remember, there were Japanese companies that would, like, actively destroy everything after a game shipped because they were worried that Nintendo would steal their secrets. Yes, 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 yes. Right, right, right. Like, literally, like, fucking feeding design documents and gold masters into shredders. I mean, I don't... Fucking crazy. It's either that or, like, uh, Neo Geo or the SNK. It's like, yeah, we lost the builds. (laughs) We just lost them. They're gone. How'd you lose them? Yeah. They were in they were in a place and the boxes are gone and then I think no, I think it was when they moved uh to Asaka. I think they when they moved to Asaka or from Asaka that like the boxes didn't come with them and they just I think I think the, the greatest tragedy of this type of story ever is that there is a PC port for Windows ninety five or maybe ninety eight of Panzer Dragoon Saga that was developed exclusively for Gamefly that was completely done and never got final official clearance for release and existed for years as a single CD in some guy's desk and then got lost when Gamefly went out of business. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, You know... Um, that's not, that's hardly the first of those. Of course, I, I, I talk in, I talk every now and then about the, um, the hotel Nint- Super Nintendo that had exclusive games developed for it, including one Radical Dreamers, the half an hour pre, uh, uh, precursor to Chrono Trigger. Oh man. And then, uh, that, okay. and then they realized that nobody ever played that shit. So they had to fucking retcon a bunch of bullshit in a Chrono Cross. Gamefly still around? Ja- well, whatever. That shit's gone. You didn't stay in a Japanese hotel and and <laughs> and play Radical Dreamers? What are you, some kind I, of fake I, fan? Look at these uh, secondaries here. Look at these not. secondaries. Not sleeping in Japanese hotels. I've slept in a Japanese hotel, but it was in like 2015 or 2016. A little, a little past the time. Was it an Airbnb or a hotel? It's a hotel. Oh, okay, well... Well, then the console wasn't there, so go fuck yourself. No, yeah. why, why would you even ask when you knew that's what you were going to say? <laughs> Fucking secondary. What? I'm not even a secondary for the Chrono series. I like one of them. Is it even a series? Ah, <laughs> uh, Legally? <laughs> no. <laughs> Legally, it is not a series. 
Like, if you want to get down to it, legally, legally, it is not a series. In any other context of the word, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a franchise. There was that. Sure ain't. There was that uh, that OVA too, featuring uh, all the little monsters. Oh, Gato with the silver points. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Beat me up. No, do the ports count? Uh, unfortunately, they don't. Those are all the same game. Those are all the same yeah. game. Um, the DS one has a, a extra bit that ruins the story. In any That's case, super ate it. This is one of those things where uh, it's uh, it's 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 yeah, not really up for debate. That's that's a hard confirm. Well, it was the thi- was the game that men got mad at you over called Hidden in Plain Sight. No, but I okay. did play that last okay, week because that just came up six minutes ago, and I'm like, were you abusing that man's colorblindness again? No, 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 no. It's not that one. Um, oh, no, this is the one you talked about before. Yeah, now I remember this one. Yeah. Oh, hold on a second. We got live corrections. Live corrections. It wasn't on the hotels. It was Sat to Love View. It was an add-on. That's even, that's even stupider. <laughs> and it was for Chrono Cross. There we go. Thank you for the corrections. That's what it was. Oh, and it uh, looks like if you go to the Wikipedia article for Castlevania, then the correct people are, in fact, credited. Oh, so wow. That's, that's nice. When Nerd did that, I don't think it was uh, it was known at the time. Because AVGN in his Castlevania episode talked about uh, the fact that the credits were all fucked up. Right. Um. Yes. So, yeah, no, we played, uh, we played Screen Sheet, and uh, there's colors to the areas... Oh you are God! In. I knew it. I fucking knew it. But <laughs> if you watch the video, you will see that there is an option called colorblind mode, and when you turn it on, it adds unique textures to every area. Therefore, did you, did you use that mode? Yes, we did. How would you? What? How are you going to abuse his colorblindness like that? He said it himself that it had nothing to do. <laughs> With his with his eyesight and everything to do with just him, <laughs> like he literally in the middle of the game goes, "I'm going to use this as my excuse, even though it's totally me." <laughs> uh. um, anyway, and the last bit here, and of course the juiciest bit here, is uh, how many of you out there bought yourself a copy of Cooking Mama Cookstar? Don't lie, you didn't buy it. No one did. Nope. Well, you couldn't. Most people. This story got pretty wild pretty quickly. It got and, bunked, then it got debunked, and then it rebunked. rebunked. It got rebunked. <laughs> this is which is a word I like. I'm a big fan of rebunked. Um, <laughs> that's that's solid. I don't think I've ever seen that used in a context, and I'm I'm a fan of it. Uh, so, cooking mama, cooking mama, cook star. Now, I guess the timeline to take it from the origin point was the first thing I saw about it was a post where someone in 
uh, Discord basically went, uh, everyone, this is urgent. If you own Cooking Mama Cookstar, uninstall it immediately. It's using your system, your switch, to mine cryptocurrency and potentially handing your personal info and credit information to Cybershroom for the heads up. Uh, credit to Cybershroom for the heads up. Um, the company that published it is owned by uh, Surviving Coke Brother. The actual owners of Cooking Mama don't know shit about it. The press release describes it as having a blockchain-based DRM. The headquarters of the publisher is ha- house in Connecticut. If you get your hands on it, it won't launch unless you're online. Switch network traffic skyrockets, battery life craters, and the thing overheats in about half an hour. Now, this was the original random post from some people on a Discord that got screenshots. And everyone went, what? Sounded, oh, wait, it's just a random guy on Discord. Sounded pretty scary. So uh, what happened next was the game itself got delisted from the Nintendo. Very quick. Uh, from the eShop. So it was like, what the shit is going on with this game? Right? Um. So, you know, a bunch of people tried to figure out what was happening here. And it seems that it's like, no, it actually does use the battery life. Like, like crazy fucking wildly, like way more than any other game. Uh, but you can buy a physical copy of the game and you can play that physical copy without being connected to the Internet. Um, so, yeah, this this uh, it got reported by IGN. It was uh, it ran up on the front page everywhere. And basically, from what we can see, they wanted that it got pulled. And then afterwards, there was a. Uh, a huge speculation uh, based on the fact that it, it killed the battery life that quickly. And I think someone uh, basically looked at the game code and thought that they saw something uh, mentioning blockchain technology being involved um, and suspecting that cryptocurrency mining was basically what was taking place. Uh, they then reached out to the developer who replied and said... Um, as the developers, we can say with certainty that there's no cryptocurrency or data collection or blockchain or anything else shady in the code. The Nintendo Switch is a very safe platform with none of the data privacy issues associated with some of the mobile and PC games. This is a release from February 2019, and we presume hypothetical like most releases are about blockchain are. Uh, blockchain was never brought up to us developers, and we were entertained to hear about in late 2019, not happening anytime soon. Uh, followed up with data miner reports suggesting that the offending code was removed prior to launch could be the root cause for the game being uh, pulled from sale. So a couple of different people investigated independently and were able to see that like... uh, There's some suspicious holes in the code. Effectively. Fucky. Uh, Cooking Mama is a big topic today. We need to look at it from all angles. From reverse engineering, it's been found that there's no crypto mining in the game. However, battery does drain fast due to shoddy removal of said code. Um, uh, it seems like there's nothing relating to crypto miner or blockchain stuff anywhere in the code. And then we worked with a user who has a physical copy and can confirm that the game works offline. It works without a linked user account. It works on a formatted console and currency and mm-hmm. blockchain appear to be removed. Um, what about the music? Well, now someone else looked in and saw that it uses music that was ripped from YouTube. Uh, looking at the track list, they were able to see uh, three files that were listed as YouTube rips. <laughs> They're literally Cooking Mama 5 background music 1 YouTube rip. Which, you know, here's here's here again. I'm just going to put my fucking... <laughs> 
put my uh, 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 my test floor hat on and say, can you guys send us the assets, please? Yeah, sure. We'll get on it. Can you send me the assets, please? What? Yeah, sure. We'll get on it. Can you send me the fuck? Fuck it. We did. Just... Click, 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 click. Never mind. We got it. Right? When you get a a, a a third-party studio involved and you're not handing them over everything they need, fuck it. Download and rip from YouTube. Um, so then this all, of course, leads to uh, what appears to be another uh, statement that I guess is currently this where this is at. Um and it's my pleasure to quote some guy on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Some guy on Twitter says... My uh, favorite news source. For everyone saying Good Cooking Mama is mining Bitcoin, it is untrue and entirely false. Um, it's it's harmful to something positive for gaming. The people who want to sink Cooking Mama want to make money from you. Let me, a computer scientist, explain <coughs> about uh, understanding blockchain. The DRM blockchain... Uh, blockchain is not cryptocurrency. It's a theory of transparent stock management. Um, used by Cooking Mama, coming home to Mama is a positive thing for gaming. It manages digital and physical IDs so they can be resold by the consumer. It allows used digital games. Furthermore, the variable ID system will allow them to provide subtle variation in gameplay so that everyone's experience is different, and that's cool and very good. Uh, people saying it's mining Bitcoin are based on absurd conjecture uh, that and, is cool and very good. You're right. Uh, and hearing it's blockchain, so it's mining Bitcoin. Um, okay, this goes on for a while. Yeah, article that I got, which was pulled up in the past two hours, which appears to be that the publisher and the developer, uh, uh, sorry, the publisher and the IP holder are in disagreement over the game being a total piece of shit. <laughs> Do tell. Yeah, hold on. Let me let me get it. Uh, cooking. <coughs> uh, two hours ago, from Nintendo Life, Cooking Mama Coke Star pulled over a legal dispute and not between cryptocurrency mining, claims Dev. It's a legal battle between the publisher and IP holder. Well, shit. There you go. Uh, statement was clicked. There's a legal b- battle between the publisher, Planet Entertainment, and the IP holder, Office Create. Planet Entertainment released the game against a request by Office Create to keep polishing the game, or perhaps even canceling it. At one point, the Japanese official Create clients came to oversee development. An argument started, and the clients were told to go home if they weren't being constructive. Once they found out the Planet Entertainment released the game, they used their Nintendo contacts to pull it from the eShop and stop production of cartridges. Overall, everyone at 1P loves the Cookie Mama franchise and did their best to make the best product considering the interference from higher-ups. I think the game is far from perfect, but would have been done fine without the publisher stumbling so constantly. So they sent people over there and went, yo, this is a piece of fucking shit. Don't release this. And they were like, nah, we're going to release it. <laughs> Not the first time. Not the first time that uh, someone um, licensed something out and then got something back and went, we can't 
we can't put this out. Yeah, usually those games just die. It's very rare that they get released and then they go, no, this one was supposed to die. I'm also shocked at uh, the Cooking Mama IP holders uh, kind of making a decision that was like, not the integrity of Cooking Mama, though. Yeah, well. Instead of just letting there be a stinker, because usually it's just Mm -hmm. easier to collect what little you can. And anyone who shows. If if you can't trust Cooking Mama, who can you trust? You know? PETA, that's who. Oh, yes, I see. Six letters. I hope Joe. I hope Joe gets better enough that we can get another ten episodes of Tiger King. I did. I did laugh at the Joe Exotic teams up with Peta arc. Oh, that was a wild arc because that was basically Goku and Frieza teaming up to take down uh, Jiren. Jiren. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, come on, guys, come on. Shit is wild. That was a crazy one. Let's take some emails. You motherfucker. I knew it. I fucking knew it. I, I As soon as you fucking mentioned uh, kick punch, what the fuck, fly punch boom, I'm like, this motherfucker's going to skip over the fucking FF7 and Last of Us news. He's just going to skip it. He's going to skip over the Randy Pitchford shit. Uh, Last of Us delayed indefinitely or until further notice, FF7, what happened? They just decided to ship it. Didn't the Europe thing, didn't we talk about that? That Europe was getting it first? Was that last week? Yeah. I We talked about FF7 coming out early in Europe. And then they put out the tweet, and then I read the tweet. Oh my god, I'm losing my mind. Damn it. Yeah. Oh uh, Well, Last of Us actually just got pulled from the PlayStation Store, apparently. Damn. Uh, that's weird. Delayed indefinitely but, uh, was, was what I heard. Yeah. Uh, the Randy thing is new, though. Right. So, um, Gearbox uh, has a... Here's what I, here's what I got from the story. Um... Gearbox has a profit share system where uh, employees make 40% of what a game makes and the company makes 60%. And uh, they basically split that across bonuses they receive uh, every few months. And uh, for Borderlands 2, they were um, they it was successful enough that people made gigantic bonuses and were able to buy a house and uh, mm-hmm. uh, with with the with what they got, and it was a very uh, like good thing for the the, the team. And mm-hmm. so, Borderlands Three was uh, supposed to be the same thing as they're a private company. And yeah. what happened was they had to uh, borrow more money for production against the game. So, mm-hmm. as a result of those creditors needing to be paid back. Um, Randy announced that they would be getting much less on their bonuses this time around compared to last time because those um, the, 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 those those loans had to be paid back. Um, and he also took uh, a twelve million dollar bonus himself out of the company sixty percent and not the employee forty percent. 
So there's all sorts of fun little pieces to that, which is like the game actually did really well. Borderlands 3 did better than Borderlands. It did really, really well. The only reason those people aren't getting those bonuses is because costs were higher, which isn't usually the part of a profit share, right? It's a profit share, right? Uh, but on top of that, like Randy just dipping in and getting his monies again. Just, get, just come on. Just, yeah. Come on. Um, just give me my monies. That's that's the point that I that the story gets like. I mean, if the, it is a profit share, as you said, right? Um, it is. It is certainly kind of fucked and 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 you know not a not not the way you should be going about business if you're gonna like put the put an extra stipulation on top of that forty percent mm-hmm. because that's not contractually agreed to. Well, I, I, you know what? I don't know what is contractually agreed to, quite frankly, I should say. Honestly, he's the CEO but, of a private company. He might as well be the fucking king of that thing. Sure, sure, sure. But uh, on the premise of understanding what is stated, if we think what we were getting here is correct information, um, you know, and, and I think they put out a statement, right? Like, uh, if you can if you can pull that up, uh, grab that. Oh, I don't know. But they, uh, yeah, the, the part where... Um, you know that that the expectations of what oh, the are oh I know be what the statement was. If you don't like it, quit. That was his actual statement. Let's grab that. Um, yeah, that's that the but like the fact that you're like and the and the the cherry on top at the end of it is that like he went and grabbed his own personal bonus. Uh, you know, from the company percent, not the forty percent. It's still just like. You know, so you're going to be safe, but everyone else has to eat it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Not a great. Randy bad man. Not a great. Randy bad. That's right. <sighs> okay. So let me see if I can get it here just to be on the level. Randy is a Persona 5 villain. <laughs> He's actually if, really similar to a specific it, Persona 5 if villain. He, if he took it from the employee 40, that would be the that would be the persona level. That would be the the uh the fucking But he has got a palace either way. He's got yeah. a palace either way. But if he took it from that yeah. 40, it would have been wild. Yeah. Cause that's like out of your pocket. But it, but either way. Um right, so here we go. Yahoo Finance. Six anonymous sources reporting the story. The draw of uh, Gearbox is the profit sharing. Yeah, the part mm. we left out was that they get paid way lower wages than as a result uh, of. Pis- sorry, go ahead. So it's, uh, the way lower raises as our way lower wages as a result of the profit share. So what happened is, is Randy goes into the office and goes, "Oh man, you guys are going to get such big money when the project ships. Oh, big money! We got that epic money." Oh, we're doing so well, and, and then when it times to lower, come for the, the, so so thus the, thus the wages are lower than standard, so that the bonuses yeah. right, 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 and then the time for the checks come out, and people look at their checks and they go, "What the fuck is this?" They go, "He goes, oh yeah, uh, cost overrun." Oh yeah, <laughs> his palace Co- would yeah. be a magic show. Holy fuck, that's so on point. That's really good. That's perfect. That's, right there. that's insanely on point. Good job, Dash. Um, so here we go. 
In the most recent pay period, Gearbox Talent enjoyed um, news that Borderlands 3, having earned revenue exceeding the largest investment ever made by the company into a single video game, has officially become a profitable video game, and the talented Gearbox that participates in the royalty bonus system has now earned their first royalty bonus on that profit. Additionally, a forecast update was given to the talent that Gearbox... um, that it participates in the royalty bonus to set expectations for the coming quarters. Uh, Gearbox is a private company that does not issue forward-looking statements to the public, but we do practice transparency within our own family. Okay. Oh, that's such... So it, it just it just says the first bonus went out, and we told them what to expect, but that what, what to expect is not public. Yeah, Randy's a thief, allegedly. Not just content to steal allegedly Sega's money. What's up? No, that's it. He performs a magic trick and then your money's gone. Okay. I mean that you just, you know, you started you started that out like you had stuff to say there. I'll be honest, I'm kind of tired. Okay. <laughs> Poochie, you look like you have something to say. Do you? I have to go back to my home stream. If you've got letters, you can send them to castlesuperbeastmail at gmail.com. That's castlesuperbeastmail at gmail.com. What do we got this week, man? A really, really long podcast. Yeah. Tired of what? Dude, I've been up since 530 this morning. Okay, we got one coming in. Uh, Robbie, Robbie says, "Hey there, North neighbors." Brend, excuse me, Brendan. Uh, I was watching Interspecies Reviewers after hearing Pat talk about it, and around episode four or five, there's a message at the top left at the end of the opening song. It seems the creators weren't all too happy with Funimation and the other companies that took their show off the streaming platforms. The message reads, "Eat fucking shit, Funimation, Amazon, Tokyo MX, and other lame fan subgroups." Just thought this was hilarious to see. That's that doesn't pretty sound funny, real. actually. That's really fucking hilarious. That doesn't sound real. Is that real? Oh, I hope it's real. Proof needed. Oh, Source. I don't care. I'm going to live my life as if it were real now. Source. I believe it. Please. Narrowing this. Citation needed. The citation's right in your hands in that email. That sounds like a fan subber's uh, 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 work. Not, not officially. Uh, pro tip for Wooly, when you get around to watching the CGI Clone Wars series, be sure to watch the episodes in chronological order. It's not as bad as Beyond Two Souls, but every little bit helps. Yes, I've been hearing the debate ravaging back and forth between people saying, just watch it in release order and just watching it in chronological. Uh, I, I, I'm a big know. fan of release order every day, personally. Same here. Uh, you guys can, you can fight it out and make a decision on that, on which you think is best. But personally, I'd rather watch and or play things in the order that they came out in real life. And then can, I can piece it back together myself. Um, it feels like whatever you get by changing the order around, you know, like you're not getting things the way they were made. So, yeah, I, I'm not a fan of fucking with that. Which is why whenever that question comes up of where do I, you know, you just kind of go like, well, in most cases, you start at the beginning. Uh, we got one coming in from uh, Sphincter Sp- Spelunker says, Dear Ultimate. Oh, Sphincter. Hey, man. 
Dear ultimately at the end of the day, Wooly, and formerly egregious, do you know what we should do, Pat? Uh, Pat was recently talking about some Japanese assholes, comedians or something, and it reminded me of a story of Yuri Lowenthal on the Achievement Hunter podcast. So Yuri was in charge of taking photos and a few Japanese comedians with a chimpanzee uh, for something, but you see the chimp was wearing a karate gi and the comedians had a brilliant idea of trying to get the karate chimp to be more lively by slamming the ground, beating their chest and yelling. It didn't like that. While the comedians were trying to draw aggro, the chimp decided to take uh, care of ads first by grabbing some spare camera equipment, chucking it all around the room, and a camera hit Yuri, knocked him out cold. Needless to say, he was fine later, as he's still alive. I don't really have a question, just wanted to share that. Keep on keeping on. Yeah, I was talking about Gaki no Sakai in downtown. Uh, and that sounds like Gaki no Sakai in downtown. That sounds like the kind of stupid shit they would actually get into. Anytime you Shipped see the new karate. Yeah, yeah. Did you see the Take clip? It lasted like one second in the first episode in the intro montage of Tiger King where they show you uh, him driving with a fucking uh, converter, uh, convertible and a lion in the front seat on yeah. a highway. And yeah. you're just like, okay, so by God's grace, the, ti- the lion didn't jump out and murder somebody. Got it. Yes, that's right. They're um, just big cats, Wooly. Yeah. Yeah, I think every time I see those like here's a cute little family hanging out with a monkey and like dressing it up and like feeding it and like oh now oh. the monkey got high and it, like you ah oh, every time you see that you just think of the lady with no face. Yeah. Just think of that lady you and th- go cool. And you think about how happy your life was before you learned of the term degloved. Oh my god. Yeah, see so yeah, you oh had forgotten. Oh my god. You had forgotten. Do I mean it was enough when I heard about the fucking like the fact that they aim they aim for the balls? Oh, I didn't know that one. That one's new to me. They that they're uh, either chimps or or um I forget which. I think it's chimps will aim for your balls and dick to specifically castrate you. In, oh in, no 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 no! It's not. Uh, well, maybe there's a there's a different animal that has like camels. Camels have teeth specifically for ripping nuts. Okay. Okay. They have like hook nut ripper balls. I mean, teeth. Ball. Fuck. But I mean, are you really going to let it get all the way down there? Hopefully not. Okay. Well, anyway, lady lost her face, had to get a fucking transplant. Why are you fucking around Fuck. with a monkey in your house? Um. All right, so... Uh, Rudy says, I had a thought the other day about why sports haven't changed in forever. Even Super Nintendo and possibly even before that, football games are the same thing we have now except for graphics and subsystems. But what if specifically football games were played in the first person and had classes like defensive back or running back? Use the successful nature of team-based shooters like Overwatch to jazz up football. We have all the tech to do 30-player online games. I think it'd be a cool idea to make football games better. What are your thoughts? Maybe you have some ideas. I think that would be fascinating. We've done this many times. We've talked about how a wrestling game should not be about wrestling, but should be about how to sell and how to get over with the crowd. Um, Sports games that are not actually about playing sports uh, as the the gameplay mechanic are the best untapped idea ever. And 100%. There needs to be more sports games that actually are different genres of games. Um, It's sad that they don't exist. Uh, I, I wish I could like make a, an Ice Shield 21 game where 
you're kind of RPGing it, you know, or you're doing something that's not just the action of playing the sport. It'd be so interesting. It'd be super fun. Yeah, the sports games, most of them act as if you are controlling the action as a spectator. Yeah. But it's like the driving games are like one of the only ones that actually do what we're talking about. It's like you're supposed to feel like the driver. Shout out to the championship manager. As fucking awful and boring as it was and as many years oh, of my yeah. life as I lost to having to test it. Yeah, British people are crazy. Yeah, this is no. It exists as a sports game alternative viewpoint game, you know? A alternative viewpoint sports game that is like you can play or you can manage the team. So, yeah, they 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 do do it. They did do it. And lastly, one coming in from Texas Pun here saying that, Howdy, Chewy, and Fuckface. I was able to ask KG Inafune a question at the panel a while back. Um, I was directly responsible for making them start working on Red Ash because of it, uh, making them divert time from making Mighty Number no. 9. It was because of my selfish desire for more Mega Man Legends. I'm so sorry, everyone. I regret everything. Um, here's video proof. Uh, oh, my God. And then he sends a video. Uh, and it is a video of him at a convention asking uh, when, if we would ever see Beck and Call in a uh, Mega Man Legends style game. And then the translator says it, and then Inafune goes, oh, well, you know, I would love to see uh, them possibly return in other ways. And then he does a, uh, he asks the audience, if I were to create a Kickstarter for a Mega Man Legend style game with Beck and Call, would you back it? And the room erupts in applause. So, you know, he's not coming out of nowhere with this email. Um, also, side note from the last podcast, the longest run num- num- numbered series, Beatmania 2DX, 2 Deluxe, is currently on its 27th version, 2DX 27. Oh, yeah, that's true. I actually played that. I played uh, some Beat Mania this week and had a good time with it on, on my fucking arcade. As well as a cool-ass, like, SNK game where you fucking play as a knight from the camera behind it. It's pretty cool. Anyway, this guy is apparently responsible for Red Ash, and he's apologizing God for it. God damn it. What decisions, actions came from selfish reasons do you look back on and regret? Nothing I care to mention here. Fair enough. I, you know what? No, I have one. I wish I had more thoroughly tested my headphones and a microphone setup that time that I was on German Spies uh, Pillars of Eternity stream so that I didn't actually take a microphone into the bathroom with me and then went pee on stream. You peed on stream? Yep. On German Spies stream, specifically. Goddamn. Wow. I was like, how could you guys hear me pee? And Plague and German Spy were like, we, it was like we were in there with you. And I realized I was using the microphone on my fucking headphones instead uh, of the one on, uh, on the fucking desk in front of the TV. And I was like, oh my god. Hot mic, hot piss. Hot that's piss right. for a hot mic. That's that's correct. The whole thing was very upsetting. I was extraordinarily embarrassed. It would. Um, I guess I got an answer for that, but it's kind of a it's kind of just a bummer and and real, <laughs> you know. Uh, what do you regret? Well, I probably I I regret not spending more time with my sister before I lost her, and that's oh that is that is fairly depressing. That's that's the real answer. 
that's the number one. Doesn't get much more higher priority uh, to me than that. I wish I had spent less uh, time with my brother before he eventually dies, I guess. <laughs> like, just go back in time and get that to an absolute minimum. Yeah. 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 Well, um, what are you going to do, right? Similar. <sighs> similar. I can, I can, you know what? I can make sure that I make my uh, use of my time wisely and try and drive that fraction down as close to zero over time. You can. <laughs> In fact, you could actively attempt to sabotage his quarantine efforts if you really wanted to. How would I do that? Um, Wouldn't I have to know where he lives to do that? Yes, and then start slowly removing the walls. I don't think anybody ever has had to help my brother make a bad decision. I'm not too worried about it. All right. Uh, We'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. I think that's more than enough podcast for everybody. You fucking gluttons. Eat up, piggies. You're the one shoveling it out to them. Oink. Fucking oink. Clear the trough. You have a good week, everybody. Goodbye.